Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. This week's Sunday session is brought to you by homebrewing source of awesomeness online. More beer at morebeer.com. Great beer is about drinkability. Doesn't matter the style. You guys are like walking beer Wikipedia. That's the first time that you've ever accepted me as a person. Or you have a fermentation in your gut. I'm jet propelled at all times. (laughs) How many guys do you think that you have the privilege to slap? Somebody who's never tasted a commercial example. And this is how you know everything about this beer? Please, you don't. I think it's bullshit. (laughs) I think it's bullshit, too. Wow. Are you guys going to arm wrestle? No. No. We're going to teabag fight. (laughs) You heard of Junkyard Wars? Can I get another high five? Now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. Welcome to the session, everybody. Potentially. Thank you. Possibly. Yes. Maybe. Sort of. The last show I ever have to do from a garage. Didn't you say that last week? (laughs) I did. I did say that, which is why I'm only saying maybe, potentially, sort of. (laughs) Also, even though we now have, uh, the Brewing Network now has a Brewing Network World Headquarters in downtown Martinez. Yeah. We got our own... Uh, brand new studio space down there. I'm just so superstitious, and my luck kind of blows that I, I kind of feel like uh, even though we are moving in there this week and, and we'll have our studio built next week, I feel like at any given moment I could end up back in the fucking garage. Do you know how many listeners just thought to themselves, what's this asshole? I'm unlucky. This guy I'm listening to talk about beer for a living is unlucky. Right. Yeah. Careful what you wish for. I'm going to have to unplug the kegerator in my garage so that we can do decent fucking audio. <laughs> Life yeah. is so tough. So unlucky having to unplug oh, a wow, kegerator. Oh, wow, that does make quite a difference. It's yeah. like back to the roots, though. It should Jesus. remind you of the fond memories of the beginning yeah. of the Brewing Network. Every seven years, garage. you oh. should be dropped in, in, back into a garage. It's not even Those 85 fond memories in here yet. Yeah, I know, it's, it's, it's 84 and a half. Yeah. It's actually uh, quite nice in here. Sometimes I forget that those are fond memories I have of the beginning of the Brewing Network. Yeah, we got a commercial space in downtown Martinez. Um, sealed the deal on Friday. Uh, moved some stuff in on Saturday. 
and um, just didn't have time to build the studio. So doing our last show here today, yeah. and then we'll be at our new address. I mean, it's kind of as far as Martinez goes, uh, it's kind of big time. We're on Main Street. That's right. I don't, I don't know if you noticed that, Moscow, when you were helping on Saturday, but that's, that's Main oh, Street. Yeah, my yeah. directions on my little uh, pad <laughs> thing said left on Main. Yeah, that's right. It's not first. It's not third. <laughs> no. It's Maine. We're on you, Maine next Street, to, like, Martinez. City Hall and the jail and law offices and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. I, I already, I mean, it's a very high class uh, part of the state. I was already, th- I, I was, my life was already threatened today. I got threatened to get beat up today. Oh. Really? Yeah, I got threatened. Somebody already threatened to beat me up today. <laughs> what? In our new digs. Kick your ass. Uh, you know, uh, they, they do a lot of different events in downtown Martinez, which is kind of cool. I mean, I know. It's, uh, right. Uh, but they do like a car show every Friday yeah. through August. Um, and there's a farmer's market every single Sunday all year long, which, you know, California should have farmer's markets all year long. Oh, yeah. It's fucking California. But uh, most farmer's markets don't do that. They're, they're seasonal. <laughs> Not Martinez. <laughs> they're like, no, we do it all year long. Well, they shut down the two or three blocks of Main Street that, that our office is on. Right. So to get to it today, um, I had to drive about a quarter of a block up a one-way street the wrong way <laughs> to, to back my truck in and, and tear, apart, tear apart Studio A's um, original studio desk. I had, I had left it sitting in the parking lot yesterday, yeah. and I tore it apart today. Oh, with the free sign on that no one took? <laughs> yeah. No, he weird. left a sign that said, not free. <laughs> yeah, that I should have done that. So anyway, I, I had no choice. It was blocked from the other side. I couldn't go the correct way. Right. But neither could anybody else. So there was going to be no oncoming traffic. Right. But there were cars parked on the quarter of a block that I drove by. Good. So I, I drive by. I back in, and by the time I get out of the truck, there's a, a rent-a-cop in his truck. He was backing out of one of the parking spots that I happened to pass by. Yeah. And he just starts yelling a bunch of shit at me. I don't even hear what. He's like, hey, you know, it's the one way get to back back up. Yep. <laughs> and did you know that said that and that? Yeah. Well, you better watch where you're going, boy, because next time, because if you hit me, we're going to have a problem. Oh. Oh. And I go, oh, well, I'm glad he met. I'm glad he warned me. Now I know. And then we stared at each other. God, I wish I was there. So is he a -a rent-a-cop for like the downtown farmer's market? No, I don't even know he was a -a rent-a-cop for. He might have just he might have just bought the badge. I don't know. I just saw his (laughs) arm, you know, hanging out. His fat arm hanging out the window. You're sure he was a -a rent-a-cop? He's a -a rent-a-cop. Because there's plenty of real cops in Martinez. I know, but no, no, he was a -a rent-a-cop. I mean, because he could, if he was a real cop, he should have given me a ticket. I broke the law. You know. Breaking the law. So if, if there's a farmer's market every Sunday, and we do a show every Sunday, it I don't ends... feel like we're going to meet this guy. <laughs> and you know I hope so. I had a sledgehammer in the back of my truck. I was ready for there to be a problem. I would have loved for you to try to swing a sledgehammer, because it's like four <laughs> feet behind you, and you're yeah. following through. As I get punched in the face. <laughs> yeah. and, I, and let's face it, I'm a one-punch pussy. You, right. know, you hit me in the face square, I'm done. You know, I'll fall right over. Good to know. You hear that, Moscow? Start crying Down easily. with OPP? Yeah. One-punch pussy? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. Um, I wish I was there, dude. I'm sorry I let you down. Oh, but I just thought it was amusing after the fact. I was like, huh, I've, uh, I've rented, I've signed a lease on this just for about 24 hours. I've already been threatened to get beat up. (laughs) You already got problems. I've already got, there's already a problem. (laughs) So lovely downtown Martinez. Did he really call you boy? 
Um, that's what I heard. Hey, boy. He might not have. That's what you remember after the fact. Yeah, you know how you remember it afterwards? Yes. And I was like, oh, and I should have said, like, oh, yeah? Well, how about we have a problem right now? <laughs> Who you calling boy, boy? <laughs> yeah. Oh, then you would have gotten your ass kicked for sure. <laughs> oh, totally. I would have yeah. totally got my ass kicked. So, but I, and then, of course, I was angry about it. So I just. That's weird. I swung that sledgehammer like a madman. I beat the shit out of that desk. Got it all out. I felt good after. Take that aggression out, dude. I have to do that. Uh, my, I, I, you know, I told you guys my shrink wouldn't let me quit, and uh, it's probably a good thing. I, I saw my shrink this week talking about this kind of anger issues that I have again, and he's like, uh, "I basically told me we have all these events going on and all this moving, and I'm, I'm half a lunatic half the time. I can't, uh, can't even think straight." And he's like, oh. yeah, definitely quit, <laughs> quit therapy. That's a good plan. Yeah. He's like, uh, I'm kind of, he's like, I'm kind of worried about you that, um, I don't know if you're going to make it through NHC. I feel like you might snap. <laughs> oh, he told me I might snap. What does what snapping entail? Like, uh, he doesn't happen? know. He's like, he's like, you, he's like, what, I'm worried that you're going to have to give something up here because you could have road rage or, um, yeah, it happens, whatever. The listeners are hoping it's at the. The BNA now, so they can watch the trip. Oh, yeah, I snap right. Oh, it's <laughs> instead of me snapping on the bus a couple years ago, it's gonna be you snapping be somewhere. Me. Oh, it'll be much more dangerous. Just give me some beer I can drink. <laughs> Fucking no more IPA. Oh, it could. It, he's kind of right. He's like, I'm worried that there could be road rage, or yeah, you could know, I be. I don't know what you're gonna do. I was trying to explain to him that about a, uh, a week ago, I um, I tried to recycle a bunch of bottles that we had, <laughs> and I don't know if you know this, but. In, you know, California, we're all about recycling. We should recycle things. We should save the earth. It's the most difficult thing to do in the world. There is nothing more difficult than recycling. Why? You, I had to go to five different places. I go to, the, I go to one place, and um, I had glass and a little bit of metal. And uh, no, we don't take glass, and we don't take that type of metal. You got to go to this other place. Oh, these labels got bottles on them. Or the bottles got labels on them. Sorry, dude. So I go to another place. Just for the glass. And he goes, well, is all you have is glass? Yes. Well, then I can only take three small garbage cans. No, two, I think it was. Two small garbage cans. Uh, Why? That's our policy. It breaks. It gets smaller. Po- I know. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I could, yeah, I could break them all you for you if you want. It. And I was like, what does it require to take more? Well, you have to have plastic. Well, I've got a little bit of plastic here. It has to be more than a pound of plastic, sir. And I'm like, why do you stop at two? Well, that's where we stop. Why, are you not allowed to make any more money off of me today? Is that you have a quota on how much money you're allowed to make as I give you my recycling? And then I just, I was like, all right, well, I'll just unload what I have. And I start unloading it. And then he comes over and he starts pulling out wine bottles. And he says, I told you, sir, we don't take wine bottles. You didn't tell me that. Yes, I told you that. At the, he's going at... Uh, it's glass. And, and what about? And we don't, also we don't take clear plastic, uh, clear regular clear jars. You know, like spaghetti sauce. We don't take clear. It's all. It's fucking. What is wrong with? I can't. And I end up yelling at the guy. I'm yelling at him. He's like, "These are just the rules, sir." And I'm about to. It drives. I go to. A, I go to yet another place. And uh, no, sorry, sir. We can't take that type of glass either. And we uh, to take that type of metal that you have, you have to go to yet. And I went to five places. What kind of metal did you have? Yeah, right. But it, it just was like some galvanized Black metal. like pipe, like conduit. It was not. It's fucking metal. Who cares? <laughs> Don't yell at it's me. It's all money. Like in the recycling business, as soon as you figure out like what. 
box it goes in, oh, you yeah. get right. money for it. Right. Lots of money for Your it. Your problem, the technique apparently is you, you push a shopping cart up to the place. And, yeah. <laughs> that's what you have to do. Uh, you can't I've drive seen these up. guys before, and apparently that's a technique. You can't drive up? I think you have one of those faces or one of those like personalities where it's yeah. just like, I want to argue with this guy. I think like, so. Maybe that's what it is. I mean, you have that face. Where I people have an just, asshole face. People look at you and just go, fuck this guy. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the thing. I have that too for sure. People, people are dying to disagree with you. I, I don't think that's yeah. true at all, Scott. I totally believe that. <laughs> I think yeah. the recycling guys are just lazy because if you don't they sort it, lazy. then they have to. Uh, so I think, the, the game is, is to make the customer sort well, it. Well, it's, it's like, and, but you're right. You're on to yeah. something. Moscow and I both have asshole faces. And people, but by the end, now JP saw me by the end of I did. This journey. I had the pleasure of uh, working for you later. And, right. I, this is, and I'm not exaggerating when I say, I don't think I've been that furious about something in years. I was so furious about this. Just, I was trying to give them money. You were telling me the story, and honestly, I, and I didn't tell you this at the time, I felt uncomfortable with you telling me the story because you were so animated. I've never seen you that animated. Yeah. Even just telling a story, right? Much less being in that moment. Oh, God. So if, if you were there in that moment, I probably would have like had to, you know, walk away. Right. No, I probably would <laughs> right. have to be like, you know, look, dude, we should probably like. Oh yeah, because I was about down. to. I wanted. It was just some kid. It was some fucking kid. And you were like with you the were, rules, and I wanted to kill him. I wanted to rip off his head and shit in it, so, <laughs> and so, put it back on. Go here, you go. I probably would have given him more brains. Um, and oh, so we were cleaning dear. out the garage at the rad pad. That was like the final clean out. Yeah. And you were wandering around the garage muttering, and then every once in a while you go, I'll fucking show him! <laughs> and it's like, yeah. the fuck is happening right now? Yeah. yeah, you were wound real tight. So I'm telling this to my shrink this week, and he's like, I'm, uh, and I'm telling him, thinking like, right? I mean, come on, right? It's stupid, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? You're a psychiatrist. I'm sure you've tried to take recycling, <laughs> right? <laughs> and, that, and that's when he's like, he's like listen, uh, I, I'm worried. And I don't know that you're going to make it through NHC without snapping. I, something's going to happen. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I'm worried. Ugh. Well, it's a good thing you don't have any events between now and then. You're good, <laughs> right? Good yeah. thing I don't have a festival next weekend and the right. weekend after and the yeah. weekend after. I'm just I'm very unstable right now. You are unstable. That's what we ended up deciding by the end of my. Is that session. why there's like 20 feet between you and us? Yeah, right now? I'm a very unstable person. <laughs> you can't tell it's plexiglass because ah, right. I'm also I, I've never felt this unstable. In in about 20 minutes, I'll be having a great time. I'll love the Brewing Network and all of you fucking idiots. <laughs> um, but an hour later, I'm I'm I'll just be angry about something. I won't even know. It's a very it's a, I'm very unstable. Um, but have you become more crazy since you started seeing a shrink? Because I don't remember you being like this beforehand. I've wondered that because uh, they make you like dig into stupid things. I didn't need to think about that. Um, sure, I love my mom. Who cares? Yeah, Dad, don't ever ask me about her again. <laughs> right, but I love her. Oh, it's, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it might be worse now. Uh, he says it gets worse before it gets better. <laughs> it does, but you know, you you are but, uh, you're better at interactions. And stuff like that, and like right. thinking and thinking through stuff. That's good. Um, but you know, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. You know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> JP was like, "Shit, if I say much more, he might snap." Yeah, yeah. right. I don't want to yeah. get a bottle winged at you my head. Light the fuse. Oh. I just want to make sure your gun is in a locked case. Yeah, I, I got everything. All the guns put away, yeah. and, and Kate the Great is aware of my fragile state of mind. Should so we, we just... take the guns from you for the next month? I think it's okay. You know what I did? I bought some garden shears today. I'm just going to clip things in the garden for the next couple days. <laughs> the trees in the backyard are going to yeah. be down. <laughs> like, 
I there was go. enormous redwood trees. Let's get to mow them right down. Uh, I think when you have a kid and you have like a family in 10 years, 15 years, you're going to be Clark W. Gerswald. Right. You're going to have such road rage and like, you know, yeah. that's what you're going to do. Well, to be honest with you, he, those weren't his words, but that is essentially what the shrink said when I tried to quit and he said, I'm going to do this pro bono. Is he basically was like, you. I think that later on, um, you're really going to appreciate if we keep going <laughs> with this with this process. And that, that's yeah. a rare gift, right? From a, a, a from shrink, a, right? He's genuinely yeah. worried. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. more than rare. I've never heard of that before. Oh, right. I've never read about that. I've never heard anyone say that. It's a Seinfeld episode. It's is what it is. <laughs> right. It's probably a liability issue. You know, I tried to quit. Like he said I, I won't quit. If I saw him for a year and then I go out and kill somebody. There, there could be repercussions for his soon. You could be, you could be the first California zombie eater face guy. That could be you on TV. <laughs> Strip naked, oh, stripping yeah. a homeless guy, eating his face. Oh, could easily be me. Yeah. I could do it because there are moments now where I feel that um, disgusting. I think about things I've never thought about before, like shit, like ripping off a head and shitting in it. <laughs> I've never thought about that oh, yeah, before. He's going to say to you next week when you see him. That I heard the report reports of you uh, swinging a sledgehammer against a desk in a parking lot in Martinez. Oh, do you think he listens right. to the show? <laughs> how how creepy oh, would that That's be? A good point. I think I would. If you to get a little more insight, right? Yeah, like what is? You know, wh- he's sitting there with his little pen and paper, right? <laughs> he's like, he's like shitting in a head. I gotta talk about that with him. <laughs> I can just, I can just, I can just imagine it was you all like okay until he said he put it back on the guy. Yeah, then that sounds like a deterioration of the frontal lobe. Um, just stripping <laughs> naked and wandering around, just hissing at people. I think the information's good, but the audio sucks. <laughs> Over and over again. I'll be that guy. So muttering. The good thing about downtown Martinez is that's not very out of place. No. So I, fi- I do fit right in. <laughs> you do. To our new home. Yeah. Into where? I have no idea. But you fit. Well, anyway. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I'm just kind of letting you know what's happening. But we are moving into the new studios. Uh, we're, uh, actually, all our stuff is in there. I will put together our new studio this week. JP's going to get in there and help put the store back together yes. so we can get that back online. Yes. We got the glassware to sell. JP will take some photos of that and put it up ASAP. Um, uh, a lot of stuff like that happening. So um, pay close attention this week to all of our networks, and we'll let you know what's happening. Um, today, we got Craig Shaw. It's the Alabama show today. You know, we've been talking about this Alabama nonsense for about a year now. Have you heard of this state, this Alabama? You heard about this Alabama? Uh, a lot of crazy shit going on over Alabama. there. Alabama. So we've got Craig Shaw from Avondale Alabama. Brewing Company in Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, looks to be a great brewery. Uh, looks to be very popular out there. Um, Trunks up, dude. Yeah, they have They have very cool like logo and yeah. mascot stuff. They have a real cool uh, vibe to them, yeah. We're going to have like to it. talk about their mascot situation and, and all that. So uh, a great brewery. Um, and then also, I think you'll be pleased to find out that we've got um, uh, a state legislator from yeah. Alabama. Joe Mr. Hubbard. Joe Hubbard. Yeah. Joe Hubbard. Now, you'll remember uh, Joe Hubbard from last uh, last week's show. It was last week or the week before, week I guess. Before. Week, week before. before yeah. uh, Joe was concerned about his Colt 45 uh, <laughs> okay. bottles going away. Yeah, he needs his Colt. And he looks like a Colt 45 drinker. Right. Yeah. Well, and remember, we didn't know if he was doing what we would do, which was <laughs> effing with everybody else in the room yeah. with his Colt 45 comments, or if he was serious. I don't know. Uh, we'll play you that clip, but we're going to talk to Joe uh, on today's program live. And uh, try to get a little info about this whole Alabama situation. So it's the Alabama show here on the Brewing Network in our last garage show. 
Uh, some updates for you. BNA7 tickets at Elysian in yes. Seattle are now on sale. You can go to bna7seattle.eventbrite.com and buy your tickets right now. That link is also on Facebook and Twitter. Great. Uh, and then don't Twitter we don't now? we have a um, Facebook feed just for the, our festivals? Yes, now? we do. It's the BN Fest feed. You can go to Twitter or Facebook. Got it. And search the BN Fest feed, and you can get all the information on every single one of our events and festivalities. So all of our tickets are on sale right now because BNA7, June 20th, that's on sale in Seattle. And our Summerfest, June 17th, that's Father's Day here in Concord at Toto Santos Plaza. That's also on sale. Don't we have another huge event on June 22nd? Uh... No. We do. Well, why not? Uh, we should. That NH- that's it. We're in NHC. Don't make. I'm going to snap right now. Two huge ones in a row. Why I'm not about, three? I'm about to fucking flip out. What about a, a, about a fourth? In the throat? A fourth huge festival on the 27th. Right. I don't think we do. We do have NHC for the rest of the week, but it's a fairly oh, yeah. easy NHC for us this year. There's no speaking thing where there's a video and a bunch Good. of running around. We just basically get through our party on Wednesday and then do and our thing. Post. And then hang out and win Club of the Year. You know what I'm saying? What? Bam! Can I bring Abby on stage if we win again? Fuck that. I don't oh, think the stage will support hell it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> that wow. was terrible. It. It'll, the, it'll be like that, uh, the, the show up, we did at Downtown cares. Joe's like five years ago when we collapsed the little stage. Oh, that was fun. It'll be like that. And just give me Abby. Boom. But that time it was Bevo's ass that did the stage collapsing. Stage then. Oh, are you sure? I wasn't part of this hot mess yet. <laughs> All right. All right. Just checking. Well... Behind the scenes, you were. No, I still wasn't. No. Shit. Um, yeah, I gotta figure out where where uh, Flabigail is allowed at NHC if she's allowed at the banquet and I'm all sure that kind of stuff. Banquet. Yeah. But speaking of kids being I allowed, I saw a baby at a banquet at the banquet last year. You did? Yeah. We'll just sneak that bitch in. Whatever. I'll just hide her in my boobs. That's what I'm saying. I think that was just one that Paxton ate. <laughs> yeah. And then when we go on stage, she can just poke her little head out of your boobs <laughs> and be like, "Hey, what's yeah. up?" You like that three boobed Martian from Total Recall? <laughs> totally. All right, but See speaking like? of no. babies, our Summerfest at Toto Santos is a family-friendly event. It's yes. a Father's Day event, and the whole family is allowed to come. There will not be a little fenced-off, worried area where, like, Dad has to go in and, you know, like a criminal and drink his beer while the baby sits outside staring into the chain-link fence. Yeah, he, but you know what? Like, of all the festivals that would that would be okay to do, yeah. it would be Father's Day. Because, oh, I'm sorry, honey, you can't come in. It's for fathers only. You would think so. It's but, a father's thing. But Father's Day is jacked. It's such yeah. bullshit. It's such a scam for fathers. I feel oh, sure. bad for fathers. Because I, what happens on Father's Day? Oh, I got to do whatever the family wants me to do. Yeah, it's, it's what would pussy, you like to do on Father's Day? I'll tell you what I'd like to do. I'd like to grab a 12-pack, a fucking golf cart, and a shotgun <laughs> and, <laughs> and get away from my family for an afternoon yeah. if I could. Uh, but no, that's not what you get no. to do on Father's Day. Yeah. Uh, Daddy, we're going to take you to lunch. Great. Where are we going? Chuck E. Cheese. Great. But I don't eat pizza. Well, it's they have salad bar, Dad. And we want to spend time with you, Daddy, yeah. on Father's Day. Can I have 20 bucks for the tokens? Don't you care about us, Dad? Yeah. What would you rather do on Father's Day but hang out with your shitty kids? Oh, oh, and then can Joey come? And Joey and, Bar and Bart want to come? Yeah. Even though no one's named their kid Bart in 400 years? Okay, you're driving, um, Daddy. Don't have too much beer. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Father's Day is. Lay off the bud <laughs> platinum, Dad. It's bullshit. Like Mother's Day. Mothers get to go for, like, pedicures oh, and massages. Yeah. Dads are like, oh, can I fix the fucking garage door for you? I'm Again? sorry. As speaking as the only parent in this room. Yeah. Wow. Bullshit. <laughs> 
I got an African violet and a sympathy card. <laughs> that was your Mother's Day? Yeah. I'm sorry you're a mother. And, that then, the and then I did laundry. Well, so suck it. You are well, you have a shitty husband. <laughs> yeah, you're married to Sam. Sam's Father's Day, on the other hand, will rock. He will be drunk as shit at Summerfest. <laughs> I guarantee you. I don't got to do shit. It's Father's Day. Ah. Hey, push that kid down the slide again. Ah. I'm over here. I want to see it wave with its fan. <laughs> All right, so our Summerfest alleviates the bullshit that is the traditional Father's Day. Bring the whole family out and hang out with us. we got unlimited beer tastings. If you buy tickets right now, it's 40 bucks. That gives you unlimited tastings plus unlimited tastings of the chili cook-off between the fire departments and the police departments. And that is to raise money for... Bikes for tykes. Thank you. You're welcome. I keep trying. I, my brain confuses it with dykes on bikes, but it's bikes for tykes. See, you know what? It's funny about that. I I confuse it with tykes for dykes, right. which I think is like some like lesbian gay marriage adoption agency. Yeah, two completely different nonprofits, <laughs> but, it, but equally as important. important. Yeah, right. But right. this one is bikes for tykes, which is a rad organization. It's actually a tiny. Uh, it's. It's really run by one local fire department, the one across the street from Toto Santos in Concord. And all those volunteer fire uh, fighters donate their time to rebuild bicycles for kids that can't afford them. Right. So it's a good deal. And so 40 bucks pre-sale gets you unlimited chili tastings while chili lasts and unlimited beer tastings and a commemorative glass. Uh, if you go day of, if you're not sure you're going to make it because you think your wife's going to make you, you know, install new siding that day, spend time with her. Uh, then you can spend 50 bucks at the door. Yeah. So this going to be also a classic Corvette show. <clears throat> yeah, there's a Corvette show and an antique show if you're into that sort of thing. I kind of am um, as I get older. And we're going to have some food trucks there, lots yep. of food. Uh, Forest Day is playing once oh, again. Oh, really? I and, did not know this. And we're working on another surprise band right now, actually recommended through Forest, because I was like, look, Forest, you rock all my festivals. You're perfect festival music. Um, I'm, looking too, for, yeah. I'm looking for something else that's kind of... And he sent me to this like jazz, funk, hip-hop band. Called the Trophy Fire? This, <laughs> yeah, it's a little different than the Trophy... A little less depressed. No. Oh. Uh, the band rocks. Yeah? So I'm waiting for confirmation from okay. them, too. So great right. live music, the whole bit. Uh, for that, you go to bnsummerfest.eventbrite.com. You buy tickets right now. You can okay. also go on Facebook and Twitter or find the BN Fest feed, right. which is your best shot, on Facebook and Twitter. All right. I've got to get through a bunch of shit here. Do um, it already. Let's see. Uh, the forum is now available on mobile devices. I found that out today uh, <laughs> from, um, from Code. From COD. Uh, it's, there's like two apps or something that you can find, too. I suppose I, I thought I had looked this stuff up, but... I'm sure you can go to the forum, and I'm sure there's a thread going on. Yeah, anyway, you can look at it in a browser, and also people have been asking us to put it on apps. Both of the apps, are, are you have to pay for them, and we don't get any money from it, but you can browse our forum now. So all those you've been asking to browse the forum mobily, mobily, now you can do it in a mobile fashion. <laughs> I don't know. What's the word? For, how do you say in Mobley. a, mo- in a no, mobile way? Mowgli. Mowgli. Good. Wasn't that the name of the kid from the Jungle Book? Yes. I was just going to say that. <laughs> yeah. It's Mowgli. <laughs> Thanks. Not Mowgli. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mowgli was the white trash version of Mowgli. Yeah. He drove an RV. <laughs> I don't think J.K. Rowling was that progressive when she wrote the Jungle Book. Okay? <laughs> hey, I'm Mowgli. Check out my trailer. Ow. I want to be like you. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I can't get 3G bars. <laughs> yeah, I'm on one speed. By the way, in preparation uh, for the Alabama show, yeah. I put my, my broken down 1983 motorcycle in the front yard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just sitting out there. You know, like I should have brought PBR. Is there a kiddie pool out there? 
It's oh, kitty porn, though. I did, there's oh, no kitty porn. We're going to put the Westie no, up on Cinderblocks during the break, too. <laughs> I do need to put something up on Cinderblock. <laughs> All right, support us through Amazon by clicking our Amazon link. And uh, if you need keg parts, click our Micromatic link. Please. Shop in the BN store when it's back up next week. Uh, new iPhone and Android apps. Uh, I guess they're not so new anymore, but you yeah. can search them both in the Android Marketplace and iTunes by searching BN Mobile. They're free, by the way. And as soon as our studio is up next week, you'll be able to listen to them again. Uh, watch all this live on justin.tv slash brewing network. Subscribe and join the BN army. Uh, I thought I was going to snap right there. <laughs> Should have. I thought that I this... fucking want, I want you to put your fist through that two inch monitor. I really do. <laughs> For a second, I thought maybe the stuttering was the sign, like the trigger. Like, like oh, it's happening. I Where thought. it's like in your mind, you're just going, but you go, and then you. You drive your fist through the monitor, <laughs> right. throw it through the window, and then you're back. Yeah, and yeah. then I'd be back. I just I hope that there is some sort of tri- some sort of odd trigger like that. I would love it, and I hope you're all watching. Like I, maybe it's not stuttering, maybe it's throwing up. I don't know, but I hope that there's some like activity that takes place <laughs> you're, you're, just before I freak the fuck uh, out. Yeah, a visual snap. Your left, real snap. Your left eyelid is going to start fluttering. <laughs> what like, if you just get a boner? <laughs> Right, it starts, you get this, just starts hitting the desk underneath me. This erection, you go, oh! And the rage explodes out from you. Face boner. Literally right. and figuratively. Oh. Get all this on Twitter and Facebook. Um, all right. Not only keg parts, by the way, from Micromatic, but draft supplies. You want to set up your own draft. You got draft line. You got towers. You got all sorts of shit. Yeah, Sorry. how do you do that? There's like a banner or something. There's a banner ad that you got to uh, find or click. Actually, there is in the, I think, Beer Radio segment or maybe other, I, f- I forget where, on the forum, there's actually a forum thing that says uh, Micromatic uh, Banner Link. So you find that link, dig through it, you bookmark it, and you can drive it through, uh, through Micromatic at any time, and it supports Micromatic, which is a great company. They do a lot of uh, beer knowledge. I actually am draft certified. So if you've ever, oh. you ever been to so EJ you know Fair and Concord, I, I installed a 14-tap uh, draft system. Um, but, you know, carbonation not included. And, um, yeah, so uh, anyway, you can support them, and then we get a little kickback, too. So Beautiful. It works both ways. All right, we're doing a giveaway today for the Firestone Walker Beer Festival, the first ever Firestone Fest. We're going to be at it next Saturday doing some live broadcasting from there. We don't have an internet connection, so we're not going to be able to stream live. They tried for us, but uh, the connection was just too slow. But we'll be recording interviews with a bunch of the brewers that are coming from all over the country. In a way uh, to give you tickets, we're giving away four tickets today to uh, the Firestone Walker Beer Festival. I'm calling Matt Brennelson right now to participate in our contest. Oh, I thought my phone was ringing and you were going to yell at me. No, that's, that's just me. <laughs> it's Kmart wondering no one... one oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, so we made... What we did was um, make people write poems about either Firestone <laughs> or the Brewing Network for a chance to win a pair of tickets to the festival. Matt's probably not. He's, he's a busy dude. You have reached the voice mailbox of Matt Brunelson. I'll just leave him a message. Leave Hang a message on, everybody. And I will call you back. We should each do one. At yeah. the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press, press one, one for, for more, more options. options. No shit, asshole. Hey, just hang on. Oh, hey, Matt. It's uh, Justin at the Brewing Network. And uh, I'm just calling you. We're going to read poems, poems to you. Mm-hmm. Some of them are love poems. Um, some of them are not love poems. To win two tickets to your festival next week, uh, you know what this is about. I'd like to say you could call me back, but 
my that would be myself. Anyway, we'll figure this out. Yeah. Call, call I think me back. Hit redial. Call whatever. me back, and and we'll do this or, or not. Let's do it. All right. Uh, so we could just start reading the poems, or we could hold off until Poem. the end of the program and and do Let's it. Let's just then. get it over with. I mean, well, I don't know. We, I would we like got Matt feedback. to participate. Okay, well, let's if, do feedback if then. possible. So we could take a little time and do feedback right now. Um, yeah, which I should find. Probably a good idea. Well, I don't know. No. The garage makes me um, makes me feel like an amateur. It's a problem. I start acting like an amateur when I'm sitting in the garage. Yeah, you're that you're like environmentally dependent. Yeah, I hmm. think so. I think I've become that way. Used to be that I could work my craft anywhere. <laughs> and but then you sold out. You got all you, fancy with your yeah. shit. And yeah, now you can't. Fucking Rumpelstiltskin over here. Now that I'm all fancy and Whatever. unstable, what? I get to, uh, yeah. Wove straw into gold. And then I, I got it. Do you? I was joking. <laughs> Don't throw a shoe at me. Don't. <clears throat> all right, let's do feedback. Let's um, do it together. Feedback is brought to us today by the American Homebrewers Association. You know this club? The, the AHA? Have you Never heard, heard of this? Of oh. Never heard of it. Yeah, yeah. I think so. You know, they put on the National Homebrewers Conference, which we've been going to now, I realize, for like, this is our seventh year, yeah. uh, which is exciting to me. I don't think I've ever stuck with anything that long, ever, in my life. Except masturbation. Good point. And shitting yourself. Mm, no. No? I gave that up. Shit. Six years. That one was six years. Uh, the American Homebrewers Association brings you feedback today. If you're not a member, you should be. They take care of uh, some legislation issues, which, by the way, will probably come up in our Alabama discussion today. Uh, they also throw great festivals and um, and uh, educate the public about homebrewing. So go check them out at the um, homebrewersassociation.org and become a member. You could also become a member through the AHA link on our homepage, and that helps us help you. So that's a good way to do it. All right, let's see. Dr. Mao writes in, A asshats, Dosecki's Amber is hardly the benchmark for uh, Vienna Lager. Most entry-level American craft beer drinkers are drinking a Vienna Lager all the time, and they don't even know it. That's right. Sam Adams Boston Lager is a Vienna Lager. Mm. Though pretty bland for the style. Suck it, Walker, from Dr. Mao. No, what does Walker it's... ever do? Well, Walker eats tan bark. First of all, yeah, he does. Do Second that. of all, Boston Lager is not a Vienna Lager. Yeah, it's Boston Lager. <laughs> well, obviously, yeah. duh. It's a it's a different yeast. I don't Boston think it's a Vienna Lager either. Vienna malt. Right. What are you waiting for? Boston, Boston malt. malt. It has Boston malt in it, not Vienna it's malt. Boston malt. Boston. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Which is like polluted water. Yeah. <laughs> win. Thanks to Dave Matthews. Nate, help us out here. I'm with JP on this. I wasn't aware that. I do not think that started... Sam Adams Boston Lager is a Vienna Lager. Yeah, because there was no Vienna when Sam Adams was even born. <laughs> Hello. No, I'm just talking about the flavor, the taste profile, yeah. and not. for that matter, the malt bill does not seem to Seems me. Seems pretty hoppy for that style to me. And t- taste I mean, it, and but... sweet. It yeah. might have been Vienna Lager inspired ish, maybe, but the fucking yeast is different. Mm. Idiot, you idiot. Oh. The yeast is different. There's okay. a, a sharper estery thing going on. Vienna Lager is much more smooth. It's it, 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 no. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt yeah, it. JP's going to snap if the Sam Adams Boston Lager has a lot of influence from Vienna Lager. I don't know. Could be. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. You know, maybe like color wise, I could I could see it. You know, I don't even but think Jim Cook likes else. Vienna. He's, he doesn't <laughs> even like the place. I hear he's trying to buy it to sell it to the Chinese. Uh, the Chinese. All of Vienna. Yeah, the whole place. <laughs> He doesn't give a shit. I don't know. I'm just not buying it. Uh, you know, Moscow. Next time you talk to your old buddy Jim, ask him if <laughs> if uh, Boston Lager is a is a Vienna. Will I, you? I call him J Dog, but yeah, I will. All right, thank you. 
All right. Uh, Dr. Brewer writes in. Wait, wasn't it Dr. Mal was the first one? Yeah. yeah two doctors. What's going Who on? Who would have known? A lot of bold listeners today. Yeah, I'm a doctor. Bold. All right. Uh, hey, guys. My name is... Oh, he said, my name is Glenn. Ooh. <laughs> I'm a... Oh, he's a Belgian medic. Oh, there you go. I I take it back, Glenn. My fault. I'm a Belgian medic, but last year I moved to Spain, and apart from my job, I picked up on the brewing in October. Uh, I saw it as a way to bring some Belgian culture to my new home. Almost at the same time, I started listening to your shows. The Sunday session is my loyal companion when I have to go out uh, and substitute a colleague in some place far away village. I don't understand that sentence. Uh, I think like uh, cover shift is what he means. Oh. Yeah. oh, and substitute a colleague. Coll- okay, thank you. Yeah. You're ah, fuck it. Just give me a gun. <laughs> right now. What's your combo? Uh, last week I attended a craft beer festival, and to my big surprise, I ran out of beer in no time. Everybody oh. was talking about my double IPA, and I even got compliments from some professional brewers. Oh. All right. So I think in Europe they call, you know, remember they call homebrewing craft brewing. Oh, I see. So yeah. craft beer festival is a homebrew festival. Yes. Got it. So he says, thanks for making homebrewing such a rewarding hobby. I joined the Army as a corporal. Thank no! you. And All hope right. to see you guys around for many years to come. Good luck with the new studio. Greetings from Dr. Brewer. Well, that's nice. Thanks. Isn't that nice? I won't. When I go on a rampage, I will not kill Glenn. Yeah. Uh, Brewfish writes in, Hi, guys. I need to thank you for the wonderful knowledge the BN shares every week. Until now, I always thought your kiss was on my lips. Now I know I'm not so fortunate and have to go looking for some digi list. Cheers from Brewfish. What? You know, because your kiss was on my list. Yeah. Of the best things in life. (laughs) Because your kiss, your kiss is on my list. Because your kiss, your kiss is on my list. Because your kiss is on my list. Of the the best things in life. Yeah, I'm about to lose it. (laughs) Up in here. I'm about to lose my shit. Yeah, wear those gardener shears. (laughs) Cut the line to my headphones. Is on a borrow? All right, Joe from Dover, PA, writes in, Thanks, dicks. I woke up this morning with a Hall & Oates song stuck in my head. All right. <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry, Joe. There you go. All right, James writes in, Hey, guys, I was wondering if you guys still get homebrew from listeners to try on the air. I know JP might, might not like it, but I liked hearing the feedback that you guys had on the beer, uh, which was almost always followed up by tips on how to fix the problems, if any. Um, yeah, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the answer to that. Yes, we do on occasion still taste homebrew on the air. But it now might... you don't know our address, so fuck you. <laughs> it might become easier with the new studio because we could actually give out the address because I don't sleep there. Right. And um, and we could store the beer in a place that it belongs and things like that. So it's possible to do more homebrew tasting in the future. Right now we're, we sort of don't do it very often. Was that an answer? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Good enough. All right, sweet. Scott's not sure. That though. was, and I don't really want to answer your question, so I'm going to make up some yeah. bullshit. Yep. <laughs> all right. All right, James writes in, hey, guys, I was wondering if you... St- oh. Still First of all, over. there's no music, and I, that. I hate that I about this segment. That's okay. All right. uh, sent for my iPhone writes in, uh, is there a problem with your app for the iPhone? <laughs> this is actually Steve Jobs writing in from the dead. <laughs> I haven't been able to co- uh, connect in days. It says to try back later. How many days, asshole? Uh, yeah, the iPhone app is down. All of our... Except for when we're live, our automated stream is down until next week when we move into the studio. So, yeah. sorry about that. 
Um, but remember that. That's like the eighth question in three weeks, and I've been answering it on all our social media, and we've talked about it on the show twice. Right. So well, some people are a little just bit, so you know. Some people are like nine weeks behind. Yeah, well, they shouldn't. They should at least be fans on our Facebook page. <clears throat> That's true. Yes. All right, Grumpy Old Owl in San Francisco writes in, Whoa, hey good guys. brew day today. Whoa. Hitting my numbers and listening to the first session. Wow. The very first one. It's actually Terrence. He says, Really? The first show was awesome. I was expecting more <laughs> awkwardness, but it was a great show. Tells me this BN affair started great from the get-go. No more to say. Keep it coming, guys and gals. Uh, I think he's talking to the ladies. You know what I'm saying, Bevo? Mm-hmm. The, yeah. The D and D. Double D and D. It's actually D and double D. <laughs> one's a D and Ooh, one's a double lopsided. D? I'm lopsided. You're kidding me. Nope. How, much, how many sizes down is a D from a double D? Just one. Oh, just goes up. Why wouldn't it be an E then? Right. Because I that's, I never you know, understood. when you count, you go one, two, three, four, 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 five. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but uh, I've seen double Ds, triple Ds, and I've never actually seen an E at the store, but I know they exist. They, they exist. exist. What, do, I don't do believe you have that to, you're lopsided. Let's see. <laughs> no. Do you have to buy? Do you have to buy a D bra and a double D, and then you cut it and then sew them together? <laughs> Electrical no. tape, no. or do you just have like a lot of airflow in one side? <laughs> no. Custom seamstress. Why do I bring this? Cr- why do I? Why do I engage? You in should this? know because your life is I an open book, Evo. But um, yeah. no, it was the the nursing bras that I have by special bras that unsnap, so I can just whip it out. Yeah. Um, they were too small to begin with. Right. So now it actually fits one, and the other one still just kind of you busts just out of the spillage. Top. You just leave wow. it on. Oh, I, was, I thought maybe you were saying no, you just I leave just, it unbuckled. I just rock the fourth boob a lot. On a, <laughs> I see on the bulge the boob. Right, righty's real big. Gotcha. Well, good for you, wow. Bebo. You realize that at NHC, everyone's going to be looking yeah. at your right yeah, They're like, huh. That's okay. Yeah, well. You're going to get a lot of, like, twisted heads. At least I can, I'm going to just bring it up and talk about it. So right. people aren't like, dude. Yeah, just bring it up. For yeah. just, What's up with that No one one's ever boob? noticed. As they way. start yeah. staring, just go. It's this one, okay? It's that right. one is the is it's the right. bigger one. We okay. should just have her at a table by herself with just a jar that says tips on it, and she just sits there. Yes. Just to see what happens. We'll get you your own booth. I think it might super work. We're going to buy Bevo her own booth. It'll be great. You're great. All right. Um, sent from my Altair 8800. <laughs> I love putting those in. Right, I love too. it. What the hell was an Altair 8800? <laughs> no that was like an old school 80s, I, I, 70s or 80s. Yeah, that's like yeah. a briefcase phone, right? Yeah. 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 I, I think it's the machine that granted Tom Hanks' wishes in big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you're right, too. That is that. All right, so Altair 8800 writes in, uh, Justin and crew, this is a long overdue thank you for the Brewing Network and its content. There's no doubt that the quality of my brewings directs all the info. Well, I started donating. Uh, even now that the podcast have covered every aspect of the brewing process, at least once, the quality of the shows continues to improve. Well, thank you. That's nice. And uh, the guests have been great. Proud to be a corporal. Thanks, buddy. My only criticism is that you haven't played my favorite Holland Oats song from back in the day, <laughs> Method of Modern Love. Well, sir, I will play that before the end of today's show. How about that? Yeah. The me and making your dreams come true. I bought the uh, Holland Oats greatest hits this week. No, you would, yeah, too. Last week, actually. I can show you how to get that for free. My shrink said, he said, you should do something for yourself. And that's and so, what it was? <laughs> so I got the Hall and Oates greatest hits. When he said do something, he didn't mean punish yourself. No. He meant like yes. a nice thing. Gnome writes in, N-O-A-M. What kind of name is Gnome? Like what, uh, what 
Where does that? What's the background? Like Noam, Noam Chomsky? Yeah, I think it's mm. E Block, like uh, Eastern European. Yeah, bullshit. Noam. Foreigners. It's kind of no, like no, the name. Noam. 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 That how, that's how you have to pronounce it. Yeah, there's a famous uh, Chomsky. Lefty, I know. Lefty, yeah, no, yeah. And he, it's it's not Noam Chomsky. Noam Chomsky is his name. Hmm. Yeah, yeah he, has, he has no arms. Noam says, hey, Brewing Network, congrats to Justin and KTG on the new house. Oh, thank you. Uh, welcome to the world of adults. And uh, no, adult toys don't count, although he spelt it a different way. Yeah, <laughs> he did. And he did that. And I highlighted it for you. Speaking of which, I just want to say that we're all um, we here all support Scott the Jew, the Jewish people and the. You know what he he wrote it. It's oh. on him. I you know. Oh yeah, he, he wrote it. This is where Justin freaks out. Uh. <laughs> Did you hear it start to happen? No, 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 I think so. Just disclaim it. I'm not going to read it like this. What is he? What is the tree called? The something tree. Count tree. Is there a count tree? Is it just spelled life tree or something like that? I have no idea what you're talking about. The no. Jewish. He says the Jewish people and the c word tree of Israel are all behind you. Country stupid. Oh, the country. Because a couple of weeks ago, Hella dumb. we were talking about the <laughs> There's a tree. JP said the word country, and I said you said the word again. He's oh. referencing a joke. I'm glad he even heard. I thought there was oh. some tree. <laughs> What's funny is so did I. When I, when I. when I highlight, I was like, you, you need to talk about this tree. I don't know what the fuck is going on. It's some weird life tree. Together, you guys equal like seven retards. <laughs> that means we have the strength of 25,000 men. Yeah. Yeah. So hey, fuck, the, the watch country, your mouth. The country is blooming. It's, it's, <laughs> it's blooming. Uh, anyway, so see you guys in Seattle. I'll oh. be the guy carrying around the menorah from Noam. Nope. If he's not, I'm going to be really sad. All right, Paul writes in, Hi, I, want to, I went to the BN site with the intention of supporting you guys and buying stuff off Amazon, but I can't see a link. Um, are you new to these interwebs? Get it sorted out. Yeah, the link's like right there in the middle of the page. It's big. It says Amazon. He's yeah. probably running like an ad blocker or something. If you do it. have an ad blocker, though, yeah. If, if you don't see any banners at all anywhere on the page, yeah. it's probably on your end, dude. If you're you running have an, an ad blocker. If you're running an ad blocker and you can't see the ad, well, <laughs> yeah. guess what? Don't write to me and tell me to get it together, you fucking asshole! That's it! That's it. I'm done! The problem, I think there's a problem between his keyboard and his chair, I think is what it is. He should really look at that. Who are we talking to tonight? Joe Biden? Is that who's on the show? Yes, yes that's correct. <laughs> I hope he doesn't mind that we're cursing a lot. Okay. Well, he'll look surprised, but don't worry. That's just how he looks. That's good. That's yeah. just the way his face looks. All right, Giles writes in. I love the name Giles. You, you do? One. I do. If you have a boy, you're going to name it Giles? Thanks no. for sharing. Giles Moore? Nope. All right, dear BN crew, I'm a new listener, a new home brewer, and I'm trying to get uh, my way through your archives while keeping up with new episodes. For some reason, I can't download the Flying Dog episode from March. I don't know why. I'll look into it eventually. Uh, thanks for the laughs and the great info. Someday I hope to move from extract to all grain brewing, but as long as I have a full-time job, I probably won't have the time to learn how to brew like a man. You know, it's easy. It's not as hard as you think. So, uh, But don't worry about it. Extract beer is great. Jesus, JP, how many? I know, dude. I look. I don't know. I mean, there are, uh, there's a lot of good. There's a lot of good ones. Thanks for the great stuff. Um, this is a that's a can you brew it question, JP? Okay. Well, but sometimes we talk about the brewing process, so I figured I'd throw it in there. I didn't know people weren't going to be here. This one starts with this is not necessarily meant to be read on the air. But it's a but I but I left it in it, 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 for my well, note in your email that I left it in there because it is a a good thing 
that we should talk about, much like your DUI uh, PSA. Is it really long winded? Uh, okay. It's, it's a little long winded. I can give you the, the, the rundown. All right, the no, bottom no, no, line no, up front. Let me just do it. All right, All right. Yeah. Uh, he says, uh, not necessarily meant to be right in the air, but something is bugging me after listening to a recent show. The Drunk of the Week winner on that show was a couple guys from Oklahoma that shot off a pistol several times. I know that the gun thing is somewhat of a recurring thing with the callers, and it's maybe the worst idea I've ever heard. I think the only responsible thing to do is to discourage people from this type of reckless behavior by dropping callers the instant um, that an instance of handling firearms while they are drunk. I wish Andy could call in right now. And shoot a shotgun. By giving out an award to these guys, you're encouraging them and future callers to do this. And if one of them got hurt or even worse, some innocent neighbor or their kid was shot, the BN could be held liable. Guns are not a joking matter at all, and the idea of these drunk assholes uh, waving around a loaded gun makes my skin crawl. I know that you would never encourage a Drunk of the Week caller uh, to go for a drive, and this is even more dangerous than that. Uh, for everyone's sake, I'm urging you to please promote proper gun safety uh, and prevent the likely injury or death of a listener and ban guns on the show. Great show, guys. Keep up the good work. From Brandon. See? My only disagreement is that I've you I've been very clear about the fact that I've I always have wanted somebody to die on the air. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been begging for years for somebody to die on the air. Well, it needs yeah. to happen, or it's going to happen at your hand. <laughs> right. Soon, exactly. Too. Ah, uh, Brandon. Fine, you make a good point, but you don't actually no. because these people did. We didn't say go get a gun and shoot it. They no, were already. But we did encourage. Yeah. It. But they were already doing it. <laughs> Well, they, they were already doing are, it, but they're doing it for us. No, they but they were calling her like they're like, hey, if I shoot it, if I have this gun and I. Yeah. But they already have it because if you, I mean, it takes them five seconds to like walk outside and pop off of your So they already have it. It's already loaded. They're already doing it. Right. But, but whether or not they already have it, it isn't relevant. It's, it's not relevant to Brandon's argument. Sure. The argument no. is that we are sort of engaging. Yeah, that's right. In, even on our part in dangerous behavior by going, yeah, sure, we'll listen to you shoot that gun yeah. off. Well, we're sort of, but he's but he's accusing us of, of encouraging it. And, and, I and, do, and even more. It. Well, then his, 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 his example of uh, you wouldn't tell someone to drive drunk that's that doesn't that's not the same thing right. we're, we're not encouraging you we're, we don't get on the phone and go hey dude do you have a gun go no, load no, no. it it's You're not right. the same thing but when people call in and and we have and they present us with several options yeah if one of the options presented to us was how about i get in my car and drive down the road we'd go no 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 no, no. you can't do that don't know well, no, it, it makes no, no, bad no, no, radio that's no, 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 no. Uh, so I kind of get, but if they say, yeah. here's the other option, I can shoot a shotgun. And we're like, oh, hell yeah. yeah. Good f- shoot something. Woo. Yeah, you win. So I kind of see his point there. Uh, totally. And it doesn't yeah. take much uh, for somebody yourself. to get hurt. So, hey, Steve, catch this bullet. Right. Yes, Bevo? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, Which I really want to hear. I understand what he is saying also, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I think he also needs to remember the name of the segment. It's drunk of the Week. Drunk of the Week. We are encouraging you to binge drink. Really? We're right. not that the whole, reputable. The whole thing is sort of not very... I figured, uh, well, I was confused because those two dudes were gay, if I remember correctly. I think it was like a metaphor. Were. They were going to yeah. shoot guns or something. Uh, yeah. That's true. Yeah, we I got this big old rifle. We yeah. encourage the metaphor that's right. of one guy shooting in... Into another. That was the oh. well, well-armed cream team, if I remember correctly. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It was. They were drinking yeah. cream ale. It was all a metaphor, I figured. <laughs> they were packing bolt actions where just you're one and done, weapons. man. Yeah. yeah. It was weird. All right. I'll tell you what. Brandon, both barrels. 
Brandon. Wait, what? I think that Brandon is adhering to the Brewers' code. He is. He is. And yeah. he's looking out for his brothers, and he's pointing out an oversight on my part, and I appreciate it. Yeah, that's, a, that's a good. That's a good email, and that is one of the reasons the feedback exists. Now go shot. I will beer. no longer encourage people to shoot guns while they're drinking. Drunk of the week can is I now canceled it? forever. Thank you, Brandon. Can yeah. I do it instead? Yeah. Thanks for fucking up a great segment, Brandon. All right, here's the new drug of the week contest is who can play the best classical piece on the violin <laughs> or the cello because it's a, just a larger version. You could stab somebody with the bow of the violin if you encourage them to play too fast. Or maybe on the clarinet. You can get a splinter from the reed. <laughs> Uh, I'm totally kidding. Brandon, uh, my first statement rings true. You're absolutely right. Thank you for pointing that out. I think that's a hell of a good PSA. And uh, Andy Wood, I will no longer encourage you to shoot shotguns when you're drinking, nor will I accept the gay... What do they call it? The gay cum the well, duo? The well, the, yes. The cream shooting. The cream, the cream team. The, yeah, cream the well-armed team. cream team. I will never again encourage them to shoot anything except <laughs> themselves. All right. Is that fair? Is all of that fair? I think that's great. Brandon, I really do appreciate that. That's a good email. All right. Let's take a break because we got to get to our show, man. we got to do some interviewing. Some Alabama interviewing. Some burn. Yeah. Who's our guest? Joe Biden. <laughs> Joe Biden <laughs> is our guest today. Now, when we come back, we're going to talk to Craig Shaw from Avondale Brewing Company in Birmingham, Alabama. And we're stoked to do it. Hang in there. It's the session. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, more beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. MoreBeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. MoreBeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to MoreBeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, more beer social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of the buzz, the forum, the learning center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. Hi, I'm Jamel Zanishef, and in addition to my work on the Brewing Network, I write the style profile column in every issue of Brew Your Own magazine. Hi, I'm Sean Paxton, and when I'm not prepping for the homebrewed chef on the Brewing Network, you can find me writing articles on how to cook with your homebrew for Brew Your Own magazine. Greetings, cretins. This is John Palmer, and when I'm not writing for Brew Your Own, I'm reading it. John Palmer, Sean Paxton, Jamil Zanishev. If you love listening to them on the Brewing Network, you'll love reading their articles, tips, and recipes in the pages of Brew Your Own magazine. Join Jamil, John, and Sean eight times a year in Brew Your Own. And when you subscribe to BYO on the Brewing Network website, half of your subscription price goes right back to the BN to support great beer and food programming. So sign up for Brew Your Own magazine through the BN website today so you can listen and read. Read your way to better homebrew. 
Jessica, listen, our lawyer said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months and to the next meeting. Kids. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines. I'm the professional. <clears throat> hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment nine years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park, to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Hell or High Watermelon Wheat Beer and Brew Free or Die IPA throughout California and Alaska. And now, it's also available on draft at select accounts in the Bay Area. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in the can. Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of our 11 varieties of famous Williams malt extract. Our Williams Belgian Pale Extract is mashed with pure Belgian two-row malt and a small percentage of Belgian wheat malt for an authentic Belgian character you just can't get from other extracts. Or check out our unique fermenters, two-and-a-half-gallon kegs, paintball tank-based draft beer equipment, bottling aids, and much more. We even have our own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse our vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 3.30 p.m. Pacific time ship the same day. Brewing is easy. The Williams way. Are you a member of the American Homebrewers Association? Well, you should be. Members of the AHA can focus on brewing beer, and the AHA takes care of the rest. The American Homebrewers Association advocates on behalf of homebrewers like you to legalize the hobby in all 50 states and make sure that beer laws make sense. Plus, there are many great benefits that come with your AHA membership, like pub discounts that give you awesome deals at bars, restaurants, breweries, and more. Zymergy Magazine and eZymergy. For tons of articles, how-tos, easy-to-follow recipes, and news about the hobby you love. And access to the members-only content on homebrewersassociation.org. But the AHA can't do it without your support. Join today so the American Homebrewers Association can keep fighting for your homebrewing rights. Visit homebrewersassociation.org or join right now from the homepage of the Brewing Network website. Relax. Don't worry. It's the American Homebrewers Association. Thanks for sticking with us. It's the session live from Martinez, California, and um, it's potentially our last show from the garage. Thank Christ. We're not positive about that, but it's potentially that. Uh, on the line, we should have right now Craig Shaw, who's the brewmaster of Avondale Brewing Company. You with us, Craig? Yeah, I'm here. How's it going? It's going great. Hey, thanks for being with us, man. Sorry about the wait at the break there. 
No problem. I heard you had a big storm come through just recently or something. Yeah, a little freak afternoon storm. It happens here in the south. A uh, bunch of hail and knocked out our phones at the brewery, but we're on my cell phone. I hope you can I hope you can hear me all right. Yeah, I can hear you okay. Um, Good. There it is, Moscow. Sorry, we had a little buzz going on over here. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, yeah, thanks for being on the program. It's our full Alabama show, Craig. So right. we've got you, and uh, you might know uh, your representative, Joe Hubbard, down there. Sure do. You know Joe? He's going to... Uh, not personally, but I've, I've, I've uh, heard of him. Yes. What do you think? Are we going to have a hard time with Joe today, or is, or is, he, or is he on our side? <laughs> you don't know yet. Well, we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I think, too. Yeah, that's an and honest answer. Good answer. Either, either way, give him a hard time. Of course. <laughs> that's what we do. <laughs> Now, how long has Avondale uh, been open? Uh, funny enough, we just had our first year anniversary this week. Uh, last uh, last year, this time, uh, we just had the Magic City Brew Fest here in Birmingham, Alabama. Okay, we got our license the day of last year. We were there uh, for our first brew fest, and we just uh, completed our second this weekend. Congratulations! So one year old. Nice. Yeah, that's fantastic, and. And now, how about the beer scene there? Are, are there a lot of craft breweries like yours? Um, it, it is actually exploding. The, the The beer laws here in Alabama have been pretty restrictive and archaic. I'll tell you, before 2000, uh, the ABV limit was 5%. Wow. Um, you know, that, at that point, it's kind of like asking a painter to paint 50% of the canvas yeah. uh, and stop there. <laughs> so it was really tough, and... Uh, We've had the, since then, the governor at that time signed it into law to go to 6% and stayed at 6% until 2007, I believe, when uh, Free the Hobbs, a local uh, grassroots movement, yeah. uh, lobbied to, uh, to increase it, and we got it to 13.9% at that, at that time. So nice. um, that, that lets you do a little bit more of what you want to do as a, as a brewer. And that's when we actually started thinking about uh, creating Avondale and a brewery, you know, because beforehand it was too restrictive. Um, before 2000, at 2000, at that time, there were zero breweries in Alabama. Wow. Uh, a couple years later, the one in Birmingham, the Good People Brewing Company, I think it was 2003, they were the only brewery for a while. Um, after the, uh, the ABV law in 2007, it's really exploded. Uh, there's six now, and I know of at least four to five more that are on their way to opening the doors this year. Well, it is exploding. That's yeah, good we news. From, yeah, we went from zero to ten plus right. in a decade. So, the, so mm-hmm. the the cap is thirteen point nine. What are they afraid of happens when you hit fourteen? Oh, this one like doesn't go head, to fourteen. Your head explodes, your eyeballs pop out, or you you eat people's faces, or what? I mean, what's the fear? Oh, do you, can you not hear the other uh, hosts, Craig? Uh, no, I heard Oops. something about the 13.9. I'm, I'm not getting the audio. Oh, that um, might be my fault. Sorry about that. The question was, why the 13.9 cutoff? It, was, is, you know, it seems sort of arbitrary. What happens at 14%? Um, I think that they were, at the time, basing it like on wine laws, because wine can do whatever they want to in the state, and they were pushing at, like as a fairness-type thing, and I think that that's where that comes from. Um, we just wanted to get what we could feasibly get. And we sure. got that. 
So that, that makes sense. Yeah. And so it was a fairness thing. Like if you're going to let them do this, we, you know, beer should not be any any different. So I think that was the mindset and the route that they took on that. Okay. Um, since it passed, we've actually started chipping away year by year on the, the restrictions. Like you could only have it in a, in a grocery store that had a tasting area and you had to apply for a special license. What? Now there's no special license. Any grocery store can have it. Any convenience store can have it. Um, those have been like edges of the law that have been chipped away since it passed. Okay. And that's, uh, I think we're going to, we're going to work on that 13.9, uh, free the hops. We, I'm a member of the free the hops. We have meetings, uh, every month and it's on the agenda. We've got, a. Uh, they actually, uh, been passing a lot of bills, in the past, in the, uh, years after the, the ABV passed, we uh, actually got the Brewery Modernization Act where we can have a tap room in the brewery, which makes more sense for a brewery. Sure. This year, we just went from a 16-ounce container size uh, limit to a 750 milliliter. So now it's opened up even more beers to Alabama. Okay. Uh, well, they're picking, their, they're picking their fights, you know. <laughs> Craig, were there restrictive ABV laws across the board? Was it limited to just beer? Like, was there a limit for wine? No, just beer. Just beer. Wine has had free uh, free run for a long time, and I mean, of course, liquor and whatever else, but yeah. beer, yeah, it was beer. Mm-hmm. Why yeah. do you think they limited it to just beer? What sets beer apart? I'm not sure. All these laws that, that are still in effect are, are from prohibition. Once once prohibition was lifted, they came back through, and you know some counties made it a dry county. They limited the size. They limited uh, ABV. Every law, every feasible thing they could think of to to keep people from drinking uh, beer or anything else was put into place at that time. Okay. Uh, I think that the wine stuff was lifted earlier and. Just not been the battle had not been fought yet. Right, um, you guys have been mm-hmm. fighting a lot of battles, and in fact, it it, it kind of makes me uh, a little reluctant to ask you the question. You know, normally I ask professional brewers when they come on the program, "Hey, so so how'd you get started? You were you were a home brewer, right? You got into home brewing, and then you moved on to craft beer." But I'm a little afraid to ask you that because um, home brewing is illegal <laughs> where you are, right? Yeah, that is one. It was on the uh, uh, the legislative session this year. It, it passed the uh, committee. It just did not make it to a full vote. Right. It was really close. And I don't mind saying, no, I was a I was a home brewer. Okay. That's how I got my start. Sure. And uh, Good boy. restrictive <laughs> the restrictive laws is what you know made me want to be a home brewer in the first place. I couldn't get beer, good beer here in Alabama. So I said, you know, hell with it. I'm going to make my own. So for 12 years, I was a home beer. Okay. Well, isn't that the the funny part about the about the free market, or, and occasionally the lack of the free market, is that the people, you know, legislators will actually create the problem that they're worried about by creating legislation. In other words, right? Craig can't find the beer he wants, so he's got to brew it himself. But it's illegal for him to brew it himself. Well, he might not have started brewing it himself if it was a, if it was available to him at the store. That's true. <laughs> I, I can't rot out God, my septum. God bless America. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. I can't rot my septum out legally. Yeah, so that's how I get my start. Um, appreciate that, guys. 
Yeah, you're right. I mean, you know, you, you, you tell somebody that they can't have it, they're going to want it more. And I think that's what's going on with the, the deer scene here in Alabama. You tell people that you can't have it, we, know, we learn about it, we know what we like, we're tired of going to Atlanta or other states to get what we want and bringing it back. So we're going to have it here, and that's what we're doing now The with the explosion of the breweries and the craft scene here in Alabama. Okay, got it. And so the the home brewing is still illegal, though, right? It did not make it to, like you said, the final vote. It did not make it. It no. made it the furthest it's ever been. Right. Um, we'll talk to Joe but, about that later on today. We'll ask him about his opinion on that. Please do. Yeah. <laughs> we will. <laughs> I wish I could just keep you on the line, Craig. We're in a limited studio this week because it's a temporary studio. Otherwise, I'd love to have you just stick with us to talk uh-huh. to Joe, too, but I, I can't do it. Um, well, I'm, I'm really proud to be on, man. This is awesome. Good, good. So tell us more. Let's talk about Avondale then. And enough of the of the difficulties, right? Let's talk about the successes. And I'm noticing that you guys are fans of Belgian styles of beer. Yeah, that, that's, that's, basically, that's where my heart lies. And I, I have the opportunity to be the guy that, that decides what kind of beers that we brew. And we were uh, actually fortunate, well, maybe unfortunate, fortunate, kind of in the same bag. We got a used system. It came from uh, a German guy over in uh, uh, Lauf, Germany, back in '89. And with it came, uh, it was a brewery in Arizona that, that went under. Okay. Um, we got the uh, his brew house, which is a really cool decoction brew house. Had to put it back together. Um, <laughs> and we got open fermentation as well. Really? So. Everything Belgian that I do here, we 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 use the open fermentation. Okay, interesting. Now, is that open mm-hmm. fermentation in some sort of a clean room, or, or are you not too worried about it? It's just an open. No, no, absolutely. We have a clean room. It's got uh, positive uh, airflow. We put a HEPA filter on one side, and it vents out the other. Okay. And we, the only thing we put over the fermenters is like a dust cover, just to keep dust and whatnot that might float in. Sure. Um, other than that, we have a, pretty much a single yeast strain that's in there, and uh, we do the Saison, the Triple, and the Belgian Brown with that one yeast strain. Wow. Now, I have to say, Craig, that from the sound of the beer scene, even though it's exploded in the, in the last decade, it's, it's, still, it's still small, it's still growing up. It seems to me like you've gone from zero to 200 miles per hour by jumping right into the Belgian beers. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's what I like, and that's what, um, uh, I, I think a lot of people like it, but we do other things, too. We do IPA and the, and the, and the porters and that kind of stuff as well, but, yeah, my heart's with the Belgian beers. And has the response, um, the public response to those been, you know, been pretty positive, or are you that crazy guy who makes those weird Belgian beers? Well, I'm, I am that guy, but <laughs> I believe... <laughs> Good. I believe that, uh, no... Our, the Saison is, is our flagship, and it is our top seller, and it, it, the, the response has been overwhelming. That's great. Uh, we are, we're in Birmingham, Tuscaloosa, Huntsville, uh, Montgomery, uh, Auburn. We're, we're across the we're, we're fanning out across the state, and by far, Saison is is top dog. Okay. I brew that. We brew every day, you know, five days a week at least, and you know, three of those days are Saison. Wow. Well, that's. I think that that's. It's great to hear. I could, in in part, it surprises me if you go from like a light lager to saison. But on the other hand, you guys have the climate 
for a Saison-style beer to be a top seller, right? That's correct. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it just makes a lot of sense. What do you? Let's talk about your fermentation profile in the Saison, if we can, just speaking of climate and things like that, because it is an easy-drinking beer. It used to be a hot-weather beer anyway. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. what do you like to ferment that at? I limit it to 80 degrees. I know I can go a little bit higher and go a little faster, but 80 is about, for this season, it's about where I like it. Wow. Um, the, uh, the positive uh, answers, they're good there. You know, it's a little bit hotter, a little bit cooler, but I think right about there you get some nice tropical fruit flavors with a little bit of spiciness. I don't add any, any herbs or spices to the beer. The yeast kind of talks for itself. Now, and right at that 80 degrees, it, it, it'll give me that. Now, I got a bunch of co-hosts in here, just so you know, so some of them have questions. Nathan Smith is one of our guys, and he's got some questions for you. Yeah, I well, love the, the hey, fact that you use – thanks. Uh, cheers. Appreciate it. I, I love the fact that you use the same yeast strain for all your beers, and this is a – sounds like it's a Saison strain if you're fermenting that warm. So you use the same strain for your other non-Saison Belgian styles as well, right? That's correct. Mm-hmm. Also fermenting those at a similar temperature range? I'll, I'll reduce the, the triple and the brown to about 78, 77. Right. Uh, give it a little bit less. Mellow it out just a little bit. So if you don't mind us asking, is, that a, is this a strain of yeast that's commercially available that homebrewers can also use? Um, I believe the closest you're going to find, I don't think it's the same, but I believe this is the White Labs. 565 would be the closest one. Got it. Yeah. So I'm fascinated by those temperatures, not because it's too crazy. I've heard it before. I've definitely heard some, and and some Belgian brewers say, yeah, just let that, let those temperatures climb, get up there and let it do it. But as home brewers, and and maybe you remember this too, Craig, we're kind of told to ease up a little bit on the temperatures, stay lower, even with the Belgians, you know, we'll go up into the seventies. Sure. But getting up to like you're saying, capping off at eighty as a home brewer, I'm going, oh shit, that's hot at eighty degrees. <laughs> but so talk to us about the kind of difference between doing something at say like seventy two degrees with a, a a yeast like this, or letting it climb way up there at eighty. It's going to be a lot smoother. You're not going to get those that that barn yard, you know, kind of a horse blanket out of it as, as you are going to get at 80. It's going to be smoother. It's going to be okay. more fresh. It's, it's, going to be, it's going to be tamer. It's going to be calm. Got um, it. And, they're, you know, I, and I've done it higher than that, and it's, and it's fine. It's just uh, I think that limiting to that is where I like it the best. Okay. Lower is just going to be tamer, calmer. And I think just for the Saison yeast, uh, any like the Abbey yeast or something like that, I, I, I wouldn't try it. Got it. Okay. Craig, you also mentioned that uh, your fermenters are all open, correct? The, what we use for the Belgian style beers are, are open. Right. We, uh, you know, we do, the, we do a, you know, American IPA and more of an English style porter. We got, you know, closed uh, conicals for those. Oh, okay. I see. Which is a really mm-hmm. interesting point because I think that you have found that that yeast or Belgian style beers in particular have a very specific flavor characteristics, open fermentation versus closed fermentation. That's right. And it's about the geometry of the tank. The, uh, mm-hmm. the flat-bottom tanks are not going to, you know, if they start falling out a little early, they're not going to suffocate the, the yeast as they would in a conical. Uh, the, the open tops give it more uh, oxygen uptake and let that 
that fermentation, you know, flourish and do its thing. Uh, and we just, I've, I've tried it. I've actually done it in the conical, and it comes out fine. It's just, it tastes more like uh, I brewed it at the 70-degree range instead of open and 80. Right. When I, I did have it at 80, 80 degrees in the conical, but it just tasted tamer. It didn't have those, those positive esters, and um, it just didn't, and it wasn't as fast. It's pretty yeah. fast in those open things. Right. Yeah, I oh, think it's I'm interesting bad. that you have the choice and you've made this conscious choice to do the beers in a different fermenter geometry for this flavor profile. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, one of the owners, we want to expand and do more, and he was like, well, we need to try to get them in the conicals, and I'm absolutely against that. We're going to, we're, we're finding, we got we got a building behind us now, and we're going to add more open fermenters to do more of the saisons and bells and saws in the opens. Now, mm-hmm. at that temperature, again, I'm just kind of picturing my homebrew. I'm just seeing a blow-off of yeast all over the place. Just, it seems like yeast everywhere. In open fermenters, are you uh, are you getting yeast everywhere, or are they just deep enough to keep it in? No. Um, before we got the conicals, certain yeast strains would just blow over the top and run on the floor. Yeah. This Aeson strain, it will have about a 10 to 20% head. And stick about right there. Okay. And it may, it may puff up the uh, the uh, the dust jacket a little bit on fermentation uh, for a day or two, and then it'll it'll come back down. Got it. But it's it pretty. It's I think it's meant to be in the, the open fermenters. I'm pretty it, happy there. To me, it just sounds like now I'm not a huge saison fan. I like a couple saisons, um, so I haven't mm-hmm. brewed that many. But it sounds like a really fun way to brew. Yeah. Enough of all this worrying about keeping things at 68 degrees. Just put it in an open fermenter let and le- let it go to 80. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. It sounds like a fun way to brew yeah. beer. I mean, it pretty much does it itself. I mean, I'll limit it to 80 because I think for maybe a day or so, we want to go over. Yeah. Maybe two days. But basically, it does its thing, and then it goes back down by itself. Yeah, okay. you don't want it to drop, so you may as well cap it at a you know, specific temp like that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the, the glycol come on just, you know, every once in a while to, to keep it up, keep it at 80 for maybe a day, two days. Um, and so basically, you, it's doing its thing. Can you give us an idea of the starting and finishing gravity with a ferment like that, especially with how fast you're saying it's happening? I'm kind of curious what the, the gravity is. We're at about 10.62 starting and then 10.10. 10.10. I'll leave a little bit of... Yeah, I can I could go a little bit drier, but there's a little bit of sweetness in there. And how many days did it take you to get to ten ten at those temperatures? About five days. Okay, all right, that's ripping through it yeah, pretty, pretty good. Quick. Yeah, I'd like to see these. Yeah. I want to check your place out. I don't know. I got to figure out another reason to come to Alabama. I think, but uh, if Joe if Joe treats us right, we'll have two reasons to go. That's right. And I want to see your open fermentation. It barbecue. Cool. Oh, and barbecue. That's yeah. true. And leaving. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. And right now we uh, we do crawfish uh, on the back patio of the, uh, the patio of the brewery every weekend. So it's another reason. Wait, what is that that you Craw- do? Crawfish. Craw- crawfish. Oh, crawfish. crawfish. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's pretty good too. Yeah. They're like tiny lobsters. Just. No, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, yeah. You guys see baby cockroaches. Speak to Justin like he's a pussy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, tiny lobsters. Oh. oh, I get it. Oh, well, I love lobster. <laughs> right. Yeah. I actually used to hunt. This might be a part of what's wrong with me. Um, we used to hunt for crawfish in the L.A. River when I lived in Southern California. <laughs> wow. Jesus. Yeah. To, yeah. Those weren't crawfish. They were used condoms. <laughs> yeah. 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 That and cockroaches, I think, what they were. <laughs> 
They uh, were waterborne cockroaches. <laughs> yeah, my babysitter she called them she called them crawfish. Oh, check that out. <laughs> it was very strange. All right, Craig, I got to take a quick break, but I want to talk more beer with you. Maybe we can talk about some of your other styles too. You got time for that? Yeah, sure, absolutely. All right, cool. Let's do this. Uh, we'll take a quick break right now. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk more to uh, Craig and uh, learn more about the Alabama brew scene. Plus, we're going to talk to Joe a little bit later and talk uh, about the legislation that uh, everybody has to deal with there in Alabama. So it's the session. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Seven short minutes off California State Route 101. There lies a secret oasis for all craft beer lovers. It's relax, grilling and chilling, bro. Relax, grilling and chilling in Hollister, California is a craft beer lover's dream come true. Not like a creepy JP dream, like a normal craft beer lover's dream. 30 taps pouring your favorite craft beer. Visit Relax, Grilling and Chilling on Facebook to see the most up-to-date beers and what's on the grill. Let us grill so you can chill. Angus burgers, filet mignon, and ribeye steaks, dogs and sandwiches, and more. Great food, great beer in a place where you can kick back and relax. Tuesdays are brewery nights. Come in to celebrate, and you're not limited to enjoying your favorite brew at the restaurant. Relax, Grilling and Chillin' has beer to go. Relax, Grilling and Chillin'. Let them grill so you can chill. into the city. It's in ruins. Only one man has the ancient knowledge to restore civilization. <sighs> I need a drink. Oh no, the liquor store's been ransacked. You looking for beer, stranger? <laughs> Boy, all the liquor got drunk up in the first 25 minutes of the apocalypse. Wait, there's still some bottles over... Oh, no. Those are non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> I reckon you better stick to arrowroot tea and a desperate nomadic existence like the rest of us. People, I'm a home brewer. I know how to make alcohol. <gasps> oh, it can't be done. Come with me if you want the beer. Okay, I'm going to need some big plastic buckets. He is the chosen one. The prophecies say that he's going to get us wasted. Someone start heating water. And then From the creators of Northern Brewer, the people who brought you $7.99 Brew Saver Shipping, massive selection, and superior customer service comes... What'd you get? 
more brewing ingredients? Yep. You know what I love about Brewmaster's Warehouse? The $6.99 shipping. Well, yeah, but... Oh, the in-store classes for beginning brewers. Yeah, that's cool, but... Oh, oh, the brew builder. Creating and saving your recipes online is awesome. No, I'm... Yes, but the cheese-making supplies. No. Oh, the wine-making supplies. Oh, the distilling equipment and liquor flavorings. All that stuff is awesome, yes, but what I really love is that the guy who runs it is totally hot. And, and that brew builder software is awesome. Oh, yeah. Brewmaster's Warehouse brings you flat rate shipping on great equipment and ingredients to make beer, wine, cheese, and spirits at brewmasterswarehouse.com. And if you're in Georgia, stop by Brewmaster's Warehouse Monday through Saturday from 10 to 6. Visit brewmasterswarehouse.com today because it's totally hot. Oh, yeah. Funny is 
is. Brewers just say, yeah, I don't brew to stop. I'm brewing my own beer. And it's like a German Pilsner, but it's black. Yeah, it's a sports beer. Sports beer. <laughs> you know? The, the home of live beer radio. TheBrewingNetwork.com Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. to the program and thanks for sticking with us right now we're talking to craig shaw from avondale brewing company he's on the line with us and a little bit later we're gonna be talking to joe hubbard who's a democrat from democrat, democrat. from montgomery the flow recognizes the democrat yeah craig i'm sorry we just do that because we're idiots it happens yeah, we're pretty stupid anybody with an accent that doesn't sound as retarded as ours we just start making fun of it yeah you know it's our fault fair game it's partially <laughs> right. It's partially your fault, Craig, because every time we get audio out of Alabama about the beer legislation, it sounds like there's a comedian making that stuff up. Like we we think we think that can't be real. It is true, you know. I blame you. Yeah, I've heard some of those uh, YouTube clips, and I think it it only helps the cause. <laughs> right. Yeah. It gets national attention and and shines a light on the. Uh, on the idiocracy that that is here, right? We made a song about it. There is, we do yeah. have a song about it. Yeah, we took a bunch of clips from the Alabama legislation and made uh, a mashup. It's kind of a techno song of all of the really awful clips of people debating the homebrew bill and the um, and the alcohol bill in it's, the Alabama legislation. Its official title is Noah was a wino. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's good stuff. Well, I'd like to play it at the brewery. Yeah, we're going to tap in. People would like that. Yeah. I'll, I'll send it to you, absolutely. Poor Craig, he's like, fuck, I'm just, you know what? I'm trying to run a brewery. I'm making good beer. And these idiots are just making us look bad. Yeah. Every time a bill comes to pass, I'm sure you must cringe. I would cringe if I were you. I do cringe. It's my country, too. Right. It, it's definitely cringeable, but like we were talking earlier, it's... It, uh, you know, it it shines a light on on how retarded it is, and yeah. and uh, yeah. and <laughs> and people. You know, there are some some clear minded people that, that will vote for the right things because I mean it's proof that we've got a couple bills through that are making it making it better. Right. And uh, the dumb stuff is just uh, just shining a light on on how dumb it is. <laughs> right. All right, let's talk a little bit about some of your other beers. I'm noticing uh, Miss Fancy's Triple. Now, Miss Fancy is your mascot. Is that right? That's correct. Where did she you get... Was an... Oh, go ahead. She was, an, uh, she was an elephant, and this was back during Prohibition times. The circus came through Birmingham, and the circus owner liked to gamble. And it was a city official. His name was Mr. Todd. He liked to gamble, too. He liked to drink as well. We were playing a poker game, and the circus owner, when he got way down, his last bet was the elephant. You know, who's going to take an elephant even if he loses the bet? 
Mr. Todd of Birmingham, he is a pretty smart guy. He took that elephant, and right up the street from our brewery is Avondale Park, and he started the, the first Birmingham Zoo with that elephant. Nice. And he was, like I said, he liked to drink. This was during Prohibition times. He um, he told the, the police and the officials that Miss Fancy had a stomach ailment. She needed all the confiscated booze and, and beer brought here. <laughs> So she could so she could drink and perform. Uh, it was his, it was his con. He ended up drinking most of it. Yeah, he, uh, he did teach her how to like uh, turn up two beers at once and turn up a bottle of whiskey. And there's all black and white photographs to prove this. But uh, she was a drinking elephant, and a time that was even worse than now for for beer and liquor laws. And that's why she's our mascot. I she love it. Stuff up. <laughs> you can't make that stuff up. So that's why it's Trunks Up. It trunks, yeah. trunks, trunks Up, up dude. Yeah. Trunks Up is a great slogan. It is. I thought it was just for synchronized swimming, but I was wrong. <laughs> right. No, we love it. Trunks Up. That's uh-huh. awesome, man. I mean, that that is a carny. I mean, what a what a carny state. Would just like, yeah. here's some dude. Oh, you know what? Fine. Prohibition. Can't buy anything. Oh, I got me this elephant. The See? elephant needs it. Yeah, that's a good carny move. <laughs> love it. Love it. All right. He yeah he was a carny and uh, he, he was a carny flavor so yes absolutely <laughs> well and you have a suit like you it's not just a, a logo right you actually have a full on mascot like a person in a a suit well I'm sorry <laughs> the real elephant in case any yeah. kids are listening that that was my idea uh, we did we pulled it out the first time for the brew fest this weekend. And uh, I really just wanted to see my coworkers in the in the elephant suit. <laughs> and <laughs> we ended up hiring a guy, a kid, ten dollars an hour to do it. But it was still great fun. Oh, uh, man, he, he was loving all the the chicks were hugging on him, and and it was it was a good time for. Uh, <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm saying. Miss Fancy as well. He if, got the last laugh. I think if the we, chicks were hugging on him. If we oh, go there, elephant. he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we go there, dude, I'm where I, I need to wear the. I need to wear it. Oh yeah, I need to. We got to put you in the outfit. Well, yeah, it's, it's reserved for you. You got <laughs> nice. it ready. Yeah, beautiful. I need more room in the crotch area. No, oh, I was waiting for that. So, oh, chunks down, chunks down, chunks down, <laughs> down for <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right, so one of the things uh, – now, I don't have Miss Fancy's triple in front of me, but I am reading its description. And I have to say okay. that the description that I really like about this beer is this. The, this unique Belgian ale is rich in flavor and alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I like that it's also rich in alcohol. <laughs> That's the basic definition of a triple. It's yeah. a strong beer. Right. Right, but most people uh-huh. they just go, you know, it's high alcohol, or, yeah. or they just put the ABV. But yours is rich in alcohol. The colorful <laughs> language it makes it makes it better. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> He's right though. Triple well, is kind of an alcohol delivery mechanism, sort of a beer, you know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, tell we, us about the beer. We spend a lot on the. We spend a lot on the the, the ingredients, so it's, it, it takes a fortune to make it since it's so high in alcohol. But okay. Yeah, we use the best ingredients. Um, we use uh, Pilsner malt, Barman Pilsner malt is the base. Um, some aromatic, some breeze aromatic, um, some biscuit malt. Uh, use a little, uh, well, a lot of candy sugar, Belgian candy sugar. Do you use and, uh, that, Do you use the liquid Belgian ahead. candy sugar for that? No, we use the rock, the rock candy. You just use rock candy, okay? Mm-hmm. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Our, our brew house is, like I was saying earlier, it's a decoction system, but it actually is kind of kind of unique. It has an external calandria. Mm. So basically uh, a tube and shell heat exchanger outside of the, uh, the brew house. And uh, when I'm getting up to boil, I can I can throw in the, the rock candy little by little, and it just sucks it through the, through the pump and chews it up, and it's not a problem. It's not going to... Not going to sit on the bottom and caramelize. It's it's always moving, so I, I don't have any problem with using the rock at all. Got it. Good. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> Neither does JP. <laughs> <laughs> question question real quick for Craig. So there's this limit of alcohol uh, for beer in the state now. Do you have a beer that pushes that limit that goes right up to thirteen point nine? Have you made a beer like that? No, I think Miss Fancy Triple is is right at ten percent, and that's that's. Uh, I mean, that's where, where I like it. I would right. like to be able to do something, you know, like a barley wine or, or something. That Barley wine's on the list of things to do. Um, we're right. just trying to keep it with the right now. And we're going to do a uh, double IPA for the first time this week. Um, but barley wine's on the list, and I'd like to be able to go to 14.1. God yes. forbid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, you, I think you should, you should do a barley wine. You know, it'll be like Miss Fancy's Limit. You know, <laughs> just get right yeah. to the top of her uh, of her limit there, and yeah, it should be thirteen. I think it should be thirteen point nine one, just to right. say yes. you did it. Because Craig may ne- <laughs> not necessarily want to make a beer like this, but it's awfully tempting because you know that that limit is there. You know, right? That well, would be my problem. Yeah, the temptation. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the uh, to push the limits. <laughs> I love it. Uh, well, it looks like a good beer, and yeah, I'm reading about it here. It is a 9.7% beer, as as Craig said, you know, just about 10% there, which, That's you it. know, like you said, Nate, it's kind of a alcohol delivery system, the triple. Yeah, it's but a good that, uh, range, a, that's a, Yeah, exactly. West Mall triple's right around there, too, yeah. so that's yeah. classic range for a good yeah, triple. that's you know. right in there. You know, I like the triple style if it... Um, if you can't taste the alcohol too mm-hmm. much, and I'm curious uh, how you approach that with Miss Fancy's Triple. You know what I mean? Because uh, sometimes you can taste a triple, and you're like, wow, that's a 10% beer. That's and it's a fusel bomb. It's yeah. not too right. enjoyable. Yeah, fusel, a lot of, it's <laughs> yeah. not too enjoyable. But there are other times, uh, and like West Mall is, is a good example, mm-hmm. where you really can just taste a big malt and a dryness that comes with it, um, and, and you don't taste the alcohol. So what's your take on that, Craig? Um, this one's pretty dangerous. Um, <laughs> we go ahead, it is 9.7, but we put on our board 10, just so people know what they're getting in for. Yeah. Getting themselves mm. in for. Smart idea. It's good. Um, we, uh, we mark their forehead with an X after they've had two. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I like that. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, it's really, you know, it's sweet at the beginning, then it dries out, and besides a little bit of warmth going down, you... you the alcohol is really, uh, really uh, subdued, and it's, it's kind of it's hidden. And do you and what temp do you dangerous. what temp do you ferment this one at? I keep it to seventy eight, seventy seven, seventy eight. Okay, all right, that's a little bit less than a little bit. That's the same yeast, but I, you know, I tone it down a little bit with those with the esters. Hmm. Hmm. And that, if I remember correctly, I think that yeast has a. A red wine lineage somewhere in its its history. It's like a mutated red wine yeast that is able to handle multi-trios, but it actually likes going that high and can produce clean alcohol, not hot alcohol at those temp yeah. ranges. So that's really cool. Well, that's okay. what red wine yeast is. I mean, you're right. fermenting at 80, 90 red wine anyway. Exactly. So yeah. It makes yeah. sense. I think you're, you're, you're putting your finger on it there. Yeah. Beautiful. 
All right, and then I'm looking. Uh, you got another beer. Uh, well, you got a few beers, of course, but uh, the Battlefield IPA. And by the way, all of your logos, man, your artwork and your website, it's awesome. You guys have done a really good job with your brand. It looks good. I just want to yeah, tell you. Everything, that, all the names of, of, of our beers and even the name of the brewery, we could have named it anything. We're, we're all about this neighborhood. Yeah. Um, it's the neighborhood coming back. It's a downtown Birmingham, but it used to be its own city, Avondale, but it's all incorporated into Birmingham now, but everything has to do with the local history. Okay. Like the battlefield was um, at the park, actually, at Avondale Park, there's a natural spring and a little lake there, and what happened was during the Civil War, uh, there was nothing here in Birmingham at, at that time, but the Union soldiers were coming through, kind of scouting it out, and some Confederate guys came over the hill, shooting at them, and drove them off. And so it was the only battlefield in Jefferson County uh, for the Civil War. Okay. And, uh, no, no one really got hurt. The mayor's sheriff, the sheriff's wife came out on her front porch, and she got shot in the titty. <laughs> wow. Right. <laughs> so a, mi- a minor injury. Minor. Well, that's pretty major. Dude. Wind died. There's no death. It was the only bloodshed here in Jefferson County. <laughs> Someone lost a boob. <laughs> and what, what beer do you have that's named after this wartime yeah, atrocity? Absolutely. Yeah. That's a, a war crime. Yeah, you mi- know, forget going after Bush or Obama or Roosevelt. <laughs> no, fuck that. Right. Whoever shot her in the boob. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, where's old uh, missing tit pale ale? <laughs> the, 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 bloody, the bloody breasted red. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> it's common. It's coming. We, we're, we're holding that one back. We've uh, got to find a special home for that one. <laughs> I, I, that's probably smart. You got to really, you got to build your roots. You got to be a strong contributor to the community and yeah. taxpayer. And then you go ahead and you start fucking with things yeah. like that, Craig. One to the chest. <laughs> Golden right, oil. right. Well, it's, it's the battlefield lets us tell the story, so right. everybody's going to know it when we come out with the. Uh, the bloody, uh, the bloody breasted rat or whatever. Oh, you be. should even do a reenactment. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, the Civil War reenactments? <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that be great, like, for your anniversary parties every year? Yeah, reenact the battle. <laughs> oh. I would like to volunteer. Wow, that's, that's pretty good. That's we good. need to do that. Well, I am in marketing. I don't know if you know that. I'm going to – it's a great idea. I think it would be a good show. I'm going to go ahead and volunteer our chat moderator and phone screener, Bevo. Um She's got double D's, and I think... Well, one double D. One double D, that's true. She's lopsided. (laughs) And I think she'd make the perfect, um, you know, actress. Yeah. (laughs) To do your... To do Uh. old one breast. (laughs) Especially because with one of them... Southern plantation voice, yeah. Her accent. (laughs) Work on that first. We'll we'll work on her accent. But she's already halfway there in terms of makeup, because one's already smaller than the other one. And so... (laughs) The after shot is going to be easy to do, <laughs> you know. Oh, hang on. There, there you go, Bebo. So since he doesn't know me, he probably thinks I'm a mutant. <laughs> right. Oh, He's like, are. wow, Bebo sounds disgusting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like That's awesome. Like shoes or something. <laughs> yes. All right, well, tell us uh, about the beer, Battlefield IPA. I'm seeing that it's a 6.5% um, IPA. Is this considered a, a pretty hoppy beer in your part of the country? Yeah, it's about 62, 65 IBUs. Um, the, uh, the bittering hop is not, it's not, you know, the really punchy-in-the-mouth bitter. Okay. But we do use a lot of uh, 
flame out hops. It's basically uh, yeah. Centennials and Cascades. Uh, and then we dry hop with Centennial Cascades and Columbus. Uh, just dry hop the hell out of it. It's, it's really floral. You get a real good nose off of it. And we got a, a multi-backbone to back it up as well. Okay. Um, we can't uh, go wrong. Yeah, I think so. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say you can't go wrong with a bunch of sea hops, especially late hopping with all those sea hops and dry hopping. Sounds like a classic combination he's got going there. And sounds it, great. And that's like our style. Of, we, we love those type of beers over here. Not JP. Yeah, no, I, I, would, I would say it's a West Coast uh, style IPA. Okay. Yeah. All right, what do you have in the way of session beers, though? That's what I'm, that's what I'm into. Give me a 4%. <laughs> You know, I'm good. We're, we've all been talking Belgians and IPAs. Yeah. JP is go over there <laughs> going, snooze. Uh, hey, do you have any beer for little girls like me? <laughs> I just want soda yeah, water that's waved in front of a fermenter. <laughs> what do you have? Yes, uh, after marking people's heads with X's too many times, <laughs> my, uh, everybody was like, you got to make something lower. So we, we do a Kolsch. It's pretty uh, traditional yes. Kolsch. Uh, do put a little bit of wheat in there, so... And we filter it, but it's not completely crystal clear. Um, it's it's got a, a real nice malt flavor to it. Um, use uh, Vanguard, like mm. American version of of Holotire Metal Fruit. Yeah, that's and, a great uh, clean hop. It's about four point four point two. Love it. I'm all over that. So people start out with the triple, maybe go to the safe side, and then they end up the nine. That's how they do. They they just work backwards. They work backwards. Yeah, they go, I got yeah. into too much trouble with this trouble. What do you got? Well, say son, done. Take it. No, no, let's back down even more. Let's go way down. <laughs> right. If JP had his way. Well, they... while we didn't have it, we didn't have an option. We were having to put seat belts on the uh, bar stools and <laughs> so I had I had to do something, so that was that was the answer for that right now. Got it. Now you guys are a brew pub also or, or just a brewery? Uh, we have a tap room. Last uh, June, about a year ago, was one of the laws that passed it, the Brewery Modernization Act, where oh, yeah. a production brewery could actually have a tap room. And before that, you couldn't do that. You had to either be a brew pub or a production brewery. You know, they couldn't, you could never do either or. You had to do, you know, one or the other. So, yeah, now, since then, we were actually the first brewery in Alabama to have a tap room uh, as a production brewery. Wow. Um we did, uh, it's a separate company, but on the weekends, like I said, we do the tiny lobsters, the crawfish. And uh, there's a barbecue joint that just moved two doors down from us a couple couple months ago, and you can order it, and they'll bring it out here to the back patio. So there are still some laws where you have to get a dual license, and I think uh, a brew pub that's producing for distribution has a cap of 10,000 barrels. And uh, we're not near that 10,000 barrel limit, but we don't want that limit at all. So we're kind of, we're working around that. We got people to deliver us food and that kind of stuff. So we, we're acting kind of like a brew pub, but it's, it's not the same thing. Got it. Okay. Yeah, we wouldn't want you to, you know, grow your business in our state at all. <laughs> that would be horrible. <laughs> a terrible thing. You might have to pay more taxes and that, you know, we don't want that. So. Right. See, that's like my problem with the recycling guys. Like, what? You can't make more money from me today? Right. You have to stop at this because, why? It would make you more money? Because it says right here on the paper. You know. It says it. I mean, think about it. If, if, uh, if Craig's doing all right down there yeah. at the brewery, things right. are going well, uh, not only would he sell more beer with a brew pub and food, but he'd probably create, what, 30, 40 jobs? 
between uh, staffing a brew pub. Sure. All these sorts of things. All of that is taxes back to the – I mean, just that, that all sounds ridiculous to me. I mean, what well, a stupid idea. But you don't understand. You see the, this paper that I have. It says you can't do it. Right. So, you know, you can't do it. By the way, I like the name of the bill, the uh, Brewery Modernization, Modernization. Act. Yeah. And by modernization, we mean, oh, you're allowed to have a tap room. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think that was the reason for, for breweries not being, uh, you know, successful in the past as well, because it was distribution or nothing. And we can't self-distribute as well in Alabama. So it was the middleman, the distributors are getting their cut, and that was it. You had no other option. Now that we do, there are a lot more breweries, like we were talking about earlier, right. coming online. Because across America, that that is the business plan for for breweries. You, yeah. you include your tap room as part of that income, and and now we can do that. Right. So, Craig, do you get do you get like mad? Like, if if I were you, and I would just be mad and frustrated all the time because I'm so you know limited, and I know that that there are, you know groups like Free the Hops are trying to help everybody and work towards. You know, erasing some of these these you know hundred year old, eighty year old laws. But do you ever just? I mean, do you just live in frustration all the time, or, or do you kind of more just go like, whatever, dude, and just treat it like a joke? Like just easy. Well, going. I mean, it is a joke, um, and we wouldn't be here if it were not for Free the Hops. Free the Hops has pretty much paved the way that we can do something like this, and mm. we have a ton of gratitude for them and their efforts. Um, Sandra Klein and Stuart Carter are the ones that started it back in the day, um, four or five years ago. But um, on the other, the other side of the coin is uh, it's kind of kept – it's allowed us to, to, to have our place in the market here. I mean, I don't, mm. it kind of sounds selfish, but it's – and I wish it wasn't that way. I wish it was free, you know, right. the hops were free a long time ago. But <laughs> – Right now, we're in a good – I mean, and other breweries are doing it too. They're in a good spot because the market's not saturated. There's room for plenty more players here. Well, that's a good and, point. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're – it's a blessing in disguise yeah. uh, sort of thing that we're able to do this, and the laws are, are opening up now. And I've lived here my whole life, and, yeah, I'm frustrated, you know, to the 10th degree on, on – on these laws, but now that they're finally changing, it, it's a breath of fresh air. Sure, that's awesome. I mean, that, that's got to be cool in a state where, not I mean, you know, in, in any state, not much really changes yeah. for the most part. You know what I mean? There's a few big pieces of no, legislation absolutely. that comes down, but this whole thing is, you know, in ten years, the whole landscape of of a really important commodity has been changing. So uh, that must be pretty exciting. Yeah, it, it is. It's more exciting now than frustrating for yeah. sure. Yeah. But it sounds like you have a good outlook on it, and it sounds like you don't need the number of the phone number of my shrink because uh, Craig's really he, he he's he's laid back about it. He doesn't have the anger issues that no, I have. No, he doesn't. Uh, there's you know, he's yeah. just like hey, not, it, not anymore, not anymore, <laughs> not anymore. Right? The brewer, your brewer, right. uh, the the free the hops in your brewery is your shrink. I think that's how you've gotten this far <laughs> without that, killing. Yes. If I didn't have those two, I don't know what I'd be doing. <laughs> I'd probably be doing it somewhere else. Right, you'd have moved not away, Alabama. right? Not, not in Alabama, right? That's like Oscar Blues in uh, Colorado. They're originally from Alabama, and oh, yeah. they, they were before their times, and uh, they just couldn't do it here, so they mm. went somewhere else and they did it. And look how great they're doing! And what a testament that that I think Alabama legislators, any states that have these restrictive laws, that's the message to send: is yeah. okay. You know what? Help me out so I can help you out, or I'm out of here. 
I'll go because I can right. do this and do what I love and be successful somewhere else. Someone else is begging me to build a brewery. Uh, you That's guys, right. and I, I, I think they're seeing this in Mississippi because they're behind us, uh, unfortunately. Mm. But they actually, uh, there's another grassroots movement, uh, Raise Your Pints. They just got their first victory. They went from, I think it was 5% to now 8.2 or something like oh, that. Oh, 8.2. I know, watch out. Wow. But that's better than five. And right. they're. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 that's alcohol by weight. And <laughs> so it's about 10%. And, I'm sorry, it was 10% okay. ABV. Okay. That's not bad. Yeah. That's a victory. It, yeah, it, it's a victory. And I, I think it's because they're seeing what's happening here and they're mm. seeing the business and. We've had, uh, you know, legislators and business people and the Razor Pines people following what Free the Hops has done here, and uh, they've modeled it after what's going on here, and it's spread. So I'm curious. Sure. I mean, I know we're going to have this conversation with Joe, um, but you're a resident there, and uh, Craig, have you lived in Alabama your whole life? Yes, absolutely. I lived up in Alaska for a couple of years, but it was too cold. I came back down here. <laughs> boy. Yeah, that's a big difference in climate. <laughs> yeah. But so I guess what I'm curious about, like I said, I'll, I'll ask the same of Joe. Is it a is it a religious climate that that is is fighting against the the alcohol laws? Um, I know there's multiple things. I know that there's got to be some lobbying going on from the larger brewers who have their ABV and their distribution set up. That one's kind of a given. We all understand that. Is the other side of it uh, kind of a more uh, conservative and and religious standpoint that you're fighting against whenever these things come up. I think it was more in the past. I think that that side of things is not so much in the forefront in your face, okay, like it used to be. I think the the, the YouTube clips and the stuff that you've heard on the uh, from coming out of the the legislator are all guys trying to trying to you know rabble rouse that. That uh, that argument, yeah. and it's just not getting them. It's not getting them where they thought it was going to get them. Because obviously the, those the bills that they were talking about had passed. So mm. I don't think it's that. I think it's more the three tier system and the kind of the way the the status quo and the laws that have been in place. And everybody wants to make sure that they're still getting their cut is more of an argument than than the religious kind of yeah. conservative thing. Mm. Um, we're right next to a church and. Um, it's a lady pastor. She likes to come in here and, and enjoy. And uh, so, I mean, it, it's it's a it's a good you know relationship we have with these guys. And okay, and like, like I said, I don't think it's the, that argument as much anymore. So, in your community and the people that you're working with on a daily basis, you're not hearing the arguments that we're making fun of when we get these clips from the legislature. You know, no, yeah. we are not. I, I think they're, they're the old guard that's just trying to trying to kick that can, and it's just not working like it used to. Sure, okay. And the, the arguments uh-huh. we were hearing, Jay, weren't even necessarily uh, from conservative religious. I know that you were, you know, uh, Noah was a wino, and there's sort of the religious mm-hmm. context <laughs> to his arguments. But most of the clips were from Democrats, were from people on the left, not conservative right. religious like you would assume. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's a good point. And and you could tell, and that's why I meant that there's part of it's a given. We understand that there's big business involved, and they've already got the clearance on their container size and their ABV size and their distributorship. That's all settled. And I just didn't want to rehash that. I think everyone kind of knows that. But it's just that you hear some of those arguments, and 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 they are trying to play the chord 
that is the, hey, we're a good people, we're a conservative people, we don't need any more alcohol bills to help us out. Right. You know? I think, you know, the Democrats are kind of a rare breed here in Alabama, and they've got to, like, out uh, conservative their 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 Republican brethren. They've got Interesting. To to right. Show that they're that they are more conservative than the uh, than the conservative. What a well, um, very interesting perspective. I, I had a feeling that yeah. it's very yeah. interesting. But why are they Democrats? Then? <laughs> well, why is that how you do it in Alabama? Get elected <laughs> and then maybe do a couple of Democraty things. You know, <laughs> <laughs> every once in a while they do that, and then they have to go back to defending themselves. <laughs> right. It's just well, it's all fascinating to me. I, but from the outside in, I think you know, it just makes JP's question more valid. If I was you, I, I'd be pretty frustrated about all of it. I'm happy to see your success, and yeah. and and you know, uh, because we work so closely with the American Homebrewers Association, we have really followed the legislation that's gone through Alabama over the last couple of years, both with homebrewing. Um, I do remember that we covered um, this the free the hops uh, movement. And so we've been watching it happen from here, and um, as slow as it's been, you guys really have made some strides and some successes, so it's it's really good to see you. I'm happy for you. And that's the part that keeps me sane, so yeah. we're actually getting some, some progress here. Right, absolutely. Now, speaking of that, let's talk about uh, bottle size, because the bill did just pass, and we'll talk to Joe Hubbard about this, that you can now do a 750 mil uh, bottles. Is that something that will change your business? Absolutely. We were just in uh, San Diego for the Craft Brewers Conference, mm. uh, me and a couple of guys from the brewery. Um, we were talking to Mahin about getting a 750 milliliter filler. We want to be one of the first people on the scene with uh, the big bottle size, and I think nice. novelty and the... the um, you know, the fact that we do lots of Belgian beers and go well in those size bottles, uh, we want to we wanna do that. We've got an uh, add-on building to the back of our brewery now that we can put a bottling line in, and absolutely, that's going to be something pretty immediate. I don't think the law comes into effect until August or September or something like that. Okay. It's going to give us time to get that going, and hopefully there shortly thereafter we'll have a... Uh, you know, the 750s on the shelf. Love it. Yeah, that's awesome. Are you doing yeah. uh, corked and caged 750s? Uh, probably not right now. Okay. Um, it's, you know, every little bit costs, and we're just going to try to get in there as quick as we can on the sure. on the big bottles. And, that's a pain in the ass, too. Know. Oh, man. You have no idea. <laughs> it's a big yeah, pain in the so, ass. <laughs> maybe down the line, but, yeah, it's it's basically my, my pain in the ass, and I'm... I'm Want to make it as streamlined as possible to get this thing going and uh, sure. get, you know, that, get that product out. And with your style of beer, I have to say that I'm kind of conditioned to see it in a in a larger bottle. And so when I, there are a couple breweries out here that'll do saison or Belgian styles in regular twelve ounce bottles, and I don't know, yeah. it's it's a little bit of a turnoff for me actually. Hmm. Uh, there's something about the I don't know that type of beer. It's kind of a well, I hate to quote the Alabama legislature, but I sort of like part of their description that it's a gourmet beer, and I like it beer. in a 750, and, you know, you share it with your friends if it's the triple or if it's a big saison. I don't know. So, in other words, right. I just – I, I yeah. yeah, I, I expect it, but I think I'm just groomed that way here where we live, and I think – you might just sell more beer that way. I never yeah. took you for a size queen. That's, a size I queen. I never knew that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Uh, I mean, it's more traditional. And with these type of beers, 
I want to be true to tradition. And, you know, we had a debate about whether we're going to go to cans or bottles. And I'm like, well, we can do cans for some of the stuff, but not for the Belgian, not for the Belgian triple, not for the Saison. I want to, like you were saying, a housewarming gift where you can come and give it to your friends at a party and you can share it and that kind of thing. yeah, that's the way it's supposed to be. Well, and and like you said, it's going to be a whole new product. You guys are going to be one of the first to market with something like that. So not only is it nice to be able to do that, but it'll be a real novelty for people for a while because you'll you know be, be seen novelty. on the show. Novelty, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah, we want to be out there. You know, one of the first. So uh, novelty will definitely kill it. You know, it's mm-hmm. uh, marketing alone on that stuff. It's going to be easy. Come and get it. I would say that one of the one of the strangest beer geek experiences I've had is drinking a Rodenbach out of a twelve ounce aluminum can That's weird. in Belgium. And you can do that. You just it's wow. not it's not the Grand Cru or anything, right, but you can right. get a Rodenbach in, in an aluminum can. And it was I, I didn't mind it, yeah. but it felt so out of place because I'm used to my seven fifty mil bottle of Rodenbach Grand Cru out here. That I almost felt ghetto, like I needed to put a paper bag around it. <laughs> yeah, you know? it's in Belgium. You're sitting at the train station doing that. It's fine. It's <laughs> yeah. like drinking a Coca-Cola or something. It's weird. Well, for the many benefits that cans have, Craig's right. It doesn't really quite have – like I, your friends just had a baby. Hey, congratulations. Hey, uh, here's this a can, can of beer. <laughs> here's a, here's a yeah. can of triple shotgun it. <laughs> right. But I think if it was individual cans yeah, and maybe like 16-ounce cans or something, that Tall might boys. be a little different. Still like not – individual. Not not no. quite the punch of the 750. Come on, it's a 750 mil bottle. It's classy. It's, it's elegant. Yeah. It's classy. Right. There's enough to go around. But you can't take it to the beach or to the ball game. <laughs> that's true. So f that. <laughs> right. That's true. That's all. What about true. camping? <laughs> yes, <laughs> you can take it camping. <laughs> well, it sounds like you guys are going to do just fine, Craig. I'm happy for you, and I, I do appreciate your time with us today. Um, keep us up to date I'll on do. what's happening. I will. Yeah. I will. It's been a blast, man. This is awesome. Great. I really awesome. appreciate it. Here's That's what we're cool. going to do. We're going to talk to Joe Hubbard in a few minutes. Yes, and sir. I'm going to ask him the hard questions for you, Craig. Yeah. All right? Like, how tall are you? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. We'll ask the hard... We'll try to... I'll try to figure out what's going on out there for you, and I'll report back. How about that? Yeah. Give me give me a call back. Let's, let's see what he has to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Craig's like, listen... You're gonna you're gonna hang up off that phone even more confused than you are right now, dude. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I have a feeling uh, Representative Hub- Hubbard will be the same. He's like, I, look, I don't know. I just you know try to change the laws. I don't. Need- I'm not even sure who I just talked to. Right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if, if Joe's been listening for the last couple hours, he's not even gonna answer the telephone. <laughs> well, I mean, like he's you know the. the well, I, if, I, if he's listening, tell him to tell him to come down to Avondale. I'll buy him a beer. There yeah. you go. Come on yeah. down. We'll do that. We'll tell him that you invited him to come oh. and, and have a beer and, and see what's happening down there. Do you have Colt 45 on tap? Yeah. Do you have to get that? <laughs> no, actually, the law says that we can only have our beer on tap, no guest tap. Okay. Well, then he's not interested. <laughs> right. All right. Well, I will send you the song that we've created with yeah. uh, all of the great state of Alabama's uh, legislator comments that we we've should, called. We should play it on the out. And... Um, um, we'll be a hit. Fuck you, JP. That means I gotta <laughs> I'm sorry. I had an idea. And, uh, I apologize yeah, for that. My for temporary that. studio cannot yeah. fit your ideas. No, there you go. N- it never could. So suck it. It never could. All right. So thank you very much, Craig, for your time. I appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk to Joe here and see if we can make a good uh, good showing for Alabama for you. All right. Thank you, guys. Tell them to come down here and have a beer. I I'll appreciate do. you guys. All right. Take care, man. Thank you. Bye-bye. 
There you go. That's Craig Shaw. He's the brewmaster at Avondale Brewing Company, and it sounds like they're growing pretty rapidly, uh, about to have their one-year oh, yeah. anniversary and already doing real well. Yeah. Brewing seven days a week, he said. And five breweries trying to come online already yeah. this year. That's rad. Yeah. That's, In California, we have over 250, So right. just so you know. Yeah. Just in case Alabama's listening. Maybe we should move the shows. Maybe we should move the studios to Alabama. What do you think, guys? I love it. You know? Yeah. Go it, give it a shot. They have the finest in gourmet beer. So. <laughs> gourmet beer. Yeah. I don't know why. needs to champion that phrase for their brewery. Gourmet be, beer. That'd be hilarious. It's a good one. Uh, yeah. We should do Enough it. of this craft beer, specialty beer. Gourmet beer. We it, make only make gourmet beer. I yeah. think we should open a brewery in Pacheco just so we can keep a leg into the Pacheco scene. <laughs> well, you got to keep it real. And... Uh, our tagline will be gourmet beer yes. from Pacheco, California, <laughs> air day. Gour- gourmet beer from the gourmet capital of California, air day. Air day. Uh, it's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be our slogan. I think it works. It does, totally. Yeah. And That's we'll do it in, uh, as JP likes to refer to classy containers as 16-ounce cans. Yes. yes. <laughs> hey, it doesn't get much more classy than a, than a can. Than four know? more ounces. Than yeah. a tall boy. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's class. Well, you need to be in every hipster bar, so why not? Yeah. Uh, all good points here. Excellent points. I want to ask Representative Hubbard why the, um, the South is trying to oppress the hops. Why not set them free? Yeah. Everyone else is. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Can we ask about the difference between the South and the Dirty South? Oh, let's ask him if he's part of if Alab if Bam is part of the Dirty South because I don't know that I don't know either. Yeah, but he probably knows. I mean, sure, he's, yeah. a, How he's, he a, not? he's a. I think they're a little more away from the from the Dirty South. They're more like Midwest, like Lower Midwest, right? Yeah, it's yeah. probably they're probably in like the Mucky South. I think like Hotlanta is kind of where the Dirty South begins. Oh, it is. I think. Oh, he is our political contact. And this is politics. He should know these things. <laughs> You shouldn't know Fuck this you, shit. that's a good idea. Yeah. God. God, it's so good that F you, Nate. Uh, all right, well, let's do this. We're going to take a break for a few minutes. When we come back, we'll talk to Joe Hubbard. Uh, I hope he answers the telephone. Well, you know, you never know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see what happens. If not, I'll tell you what. I'll call the mayor of Martinez and see what he thinks because we're kind of a big deal down here now. Yeah, you know? well, you can probably catch him working his shift at the auto body store. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, and I'll ask him why his brother threatened my life this week yeah. or, or today. Oh, you got those, those hop grenade guys. All right. Uh, yeah. Like it's my stepbrother, asshole. <laughs> All right, it's the session. Thanks to Craig and Avondale Brewing Company for being on the program with us. When we come back, we'll talk to Rep. Joe Hubbard and uh, do some more beer stuff with you. Hang in there. It's the session. You're listening to the Brewcasters, the Brewcasters. on the Brewing Network. A vial of White Labs yeast is the key to your best beer. When you open a vial of White Labs yeast, you're giving your beer its best chance for a perfect fermentation. In addition to their already incredible variety of yeast, White Labs is proud to announce WLP 90, San Diego's Super Yeast, now available year-round. WLP 90 is super clean, super fast fermenting, with low esters and has a neutral flavor and aroma profile. It's alcohol tolerant and highly flocculent. 
For more of the latest White Labs news, click over to whitelabs.com, where you can read reviews of yeast, learn in the lab section, and join the customer club. And if you should find yourself in San Diego, White Labs has a brand new training facility for craft brewers and home brewers alike. Whitelabs.com. Discover yeast, nutrients, enzymes, and more for commercial breweries, home brewers, and homebrew stores. White Labs. It's all in the vial. By popular vote from the Northwest Brewing News, HopTech has been voted the best homebrew shop in Northern California. Serving homebrewers for nearly 30 years in Dublin, California, HopTech carries more than 40 different kinds of hops and more than 60 different grains. Malt extract, spices and sugars, hop oils and extracts. Open every day except Wednesday or shop online anytime at HopTech.com or call 1-800-DRY-HOPS, 1-800-379-4677. With in-store classes almost every Saturday, huge selection and a dedicated commitment to their customers, HopTech is one of the longest-running and passionate homebrew stores, period. And now, by popular vote, the best homebrew shop in Northern California. And don't forget their 15% military discount. HopTech. Visit today at HopTech.com. When Blickman Engineering set out to design a great brewing stand, they knew it had to be strong, adaptable, and last for a lifetime. The top-tier brewing stand is now proudly available at BlickmanEngineering.com. It grows with your brewing skills and equipment. Start with 5-gallon coolers on its heavy-gauge stainless steel shelves. Then move all the way up to 30-gallon pots on the high-output burner tiers. Speaking of burners, the custom Blickman Engineering top-tier burners are extremely powerful, efficient, and amazingly quiet. They have safety stops to center your pot and they'll last a lifetime and won't rust. The top-tier brewing stand allows virtually infinite combinations from traditional gravity systems to two tiers to completely horizontal. Configure your stand the way you want and have the freedom to change it at any time in the future. Your brewing stand should adapt with you, not force you to learn a new process. Visit BlickmanEngineering.com today to configure your top-tier brewing stand and to find a local Blickman retailer. You'll be surprised with all the flexible features and the competitive price. Start brewing with Blickman from the top tier. That's it. I've had it. I am never putting hops in my beer again. What? Why? It's just too ridiculous. Insane prices, stupid contracts, high shipping costs, crappy selection. Dude, you need Nico Brew. Nico Brew will rock your f***ing face right the f*** off your f***ing skull. $5 shipping to all 50 states, plus fantastic international rates get you low prices on Nico Brew's great selection of hops and more. Whether you're a home brewer, a pro brewer, or a homebrew shop owner, Nico Brew can get you the hops you need in increments big and small, single orders, spot buys, or full contracts. And there's only one place to join the uber-special Secret Elite. Elite Bare Bones Club, where you'll get the best deals anywhere. Holy f***ing shit! NicoBrew.com. N-I-K-O-B-R-E-W. NicoBrew, your bare bones buddy in the brewing business. Mix me your 100-grain amber <laughs> recipe, and I'm going to eat it. And then it can ferment in my gut. It totally works. The beer is almost identical to the grain sandwich. Your colon won't know what hit it. <laughs> the the home of live beer radio. TheBrewingNetwork.com. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session.
year. This is the session. And thanks for sticking with us. I'd like to thank uh, Craig Shaw, our first guest today from Avondale Brewing Company in Birmingham, Alabama. It's great to have him on the program. And right now we should have uh, Joe Hubbard, who's a Democrat from uh, the state of Alabama, also on the line with us to talk about some of this legislation that we've been talking about over the last few weeks here. Uh, Joe, are you with us? I am. Hey, I Jim. am. It's good, good to be with you all this evening. Well, thank you, and thanks for uh, taking the time to come on the program with us. I appreciate that. Glad to. Glad to. Honored. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say right up front that we are, uh, on occasion, highly confused by some of the, of the uh, beer-related legislation that, of, that we've been hearing over the last year or two in Alabama. Of anything, really, though. Of, uh, we're, uh, we're, <laughs> we're confused by a lot. We are confused yeah. in general. But in this well, case, we're extra confused. Well, Alabama is a confusing place from time to time. <laughs> and it, th- there may be some things I can enlighten you on and most things I cannot, but I will do my best. Okay, perfect. <laughs> well, that's good enough. Let me start by saying this. Uh, we spent the first uh, part of our show talking to brewmaster Craig Shaw from Avondale Brewery in uh, sure. Birmingham. And he wanted me to extend a personal invitation to you and that he'd buy you a beer if you want to come by the brewery and, and have a beer. So. Well, I'd love, I'd love to do that. There I'd you love go. To do that. Apparently, he's got some pretty good beer, too. But you've got to be careful because it sounds like most of it is high alcohol. He might just want to get you drunk, Joe. <laughs> watch well, out. that would, wouldn't be the first time, would it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, Joe, to start this off um, – you know, we've been playing some clips from the Alabama legislator for a little over a year now. We have listeners all over the country and quite a few in Alabama. We've met some of them at a few of our events in different part of the, parts of the country. And when, we, it, when it kind of first came under our radar, uh, there was a, a homebrew legislation bill that the American Homebrewers Association has been working on there for, for quite a while. And I, I do want to ask you about that. But uh, So that kind of put it on our radar. The other one was um, an alcohol content bill um, that uh, was, it was about last year that we, we first got clips from the legislature. And then most recently, it was the container size. Right. Uh, and with the container size, when we got clips, one of the clips that we got from the, the state legislature was of you, Joe. <laughs> sure. And, okay. Now, I'm well, going to – go ahead. Go, well, if, if, if you're looking to uh, sandbag me, that's fine. I know <laughs> what the, what, what's in the clip, but I just want to forewarn you uh, that my friend and colleague, Mike Ball, carried that bill – and in fact, uh, he could not be at the uh, committee hearing yeah. the day it came up for committee, and so I carried it through a fairly contentious hearing uh, in committee and got it out so we could get it on the House floor. And uh, the day that uh, I, I took I took the mic for it, um, I, I was I was trying to alleviate some concerns and. You know, Mike and I were supposed to be playing good cop, bad cop on this thing. Yeah. I'm giving you the background so you can kind good, of good. Uh, set it up. But we're supposed to be playing good cop, bad cop. There were some concerns in the committee about uh, you know some of these 45 ounce beers and you know other large container malt liquors uh, coming out of this particular piece of legislation. And what I was trying to get Mike to say was, in fact. 
that those types of alcohols would not even be permitted under this law because this law would usurp the local legislation that allowed up to 42-ounce uh, cans of beer, mm-hmm. and that, in fact, it would be capped at 24, I believe, 0.5 or 0.6, whatever the whatever the cap was under this particular piece of legislation. Right. But for some reason, Mike didn't uh, quite pick up on that. And, <laughs> right. Uh, and, 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 and so, yeah, you know, we, I, had, I had a little bit of fun uh, tr- trying, to, trying to get him to come along. But at the end of the day, I was uh, supportive of the legislation and, and worked very hard behind the scenes to help get it uh, as far as it got. Well, now, let me say, we are not looking to sandbag you at all. And in fact, sure. that was the explanation I was hoping you'd give us. Because here's what happened. And I'm going to play the clip just so our listeners can uh, sure. know, know what the heck we're talking about. But here's what happened. We played the clip, and at first we're like, man, this Joe's a nutcase. <laughs> what, what is he talking about? But by the end of the clip, we thought, wait a minute. Maybe we're the dummies because I'm pretty sure that he's in favor of this bill right. and he's right. actually doing the same thing that we would do in that room right. and poke right. a little fun at the arguments that these maniacs are making against the irresponsibility of a larger sure. container. Yeah, he was messing sure. with them. So sure. uh, that so not to sandbag at all, we just thought – Wait a second. Is Joe the dummy or are we the dummy? <laughs> and you never well, really apparently, know. Apparently the Alabama legislature was the dummy because they didn't <laughs> right. pass the dang bill the first go around. Right. All right. Let me so. do this. Let me uh, – just for the sake of, of context, let me play the clip so people know what we were talking about. This is this is Joe Hubbard talking about the uh, increasing uh, – the container size in, in Alabama. Play that for me, will you? Chair recognizes the gentleman from Montgomery, Mr. Hubbard. Now, Mr. Ball, when you had this bill in committee, I was originally for it. Then I started reading this little book here. You know what this is? It is the Constitution of the State of Alabama, the great state. And I saw in this book, my county, Montgomery County, already allows for 45-ounce containers. What happens to my 45-ounce containers? I just wanted you to know that as I was looking into this, I realized that we would have to sacrifice my Colt 45 in order to get some of these gourmet beer <laughs> bottles. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Perhaps I should get off the Colt 45 in the first place uh, because I've had problems with it for, for years now. But but I understand that this is a good bill that we've got. All right, wait, I have to stop it here, Joe, because this is the point where, where we're like, we're like, either Joe is a nut job or he's my favorite legislator in the history of legislature. <laughs> it's fantastic. Well, and I couldn't tell what was happening. Well, I, I, I like to, to keep uh, my genius hidden somewhere. <laughs> right. hey, so do I. That's weird. I, he just goes, because let's be honest, I've had trouble with it in the, in the major problems. And yeah. I'm just going, did he just say that to those people? And so – all right, I'll, let me play the rest. And, and this is obviously where we start to go, okay, now now Joe's got a brain on his shoulders. He's, mm. he's actually really saying something a here. A company out of Atlanta, Georgia, that sells these gourmet beers and can't sell them, and that should this bill pass, they've got a piece of property over in Birmingham, Alabama, waiting to be developed to where they can move their operations to Birmingham and create up to 50 jobs, ladies and gentlemen. And so when we talk about alcohol bills, and I think some call it that, 
this right. is one of those bills like the one we had last session that is not just an out the all bill, it's a jobs bill. That's right. So I respect you bringing this, Thank you. Mr. Ball. I'm going to tell you, I'm a little disappointed that my Colt 45 may go away in Montgomery County, but I just <laughs> hope that I can find a nice gourmet beer to replace it. Right. Good ending right. to uh and but but honestly, Joe, at the end we just like we were going. I don't know. Maybe we're the dummies. I don't know what's happening here. So. <laughs> well, well, if I may, um, I had a bill last session. Um, it was the Brewery Modernization Act uh, oh. of 2011. We got passed. It really was part of a continuum of uh, coming into the 21st century uh, in Alabama with respect to beer. Okay. And uh, it has, you know, if y'all have time, we can talk a little bit about that. Yeah. But what I will tell you. In, in the Alabama legislature, in the House in particular, uh, you heard all the background chatter. It is very hard to get the attention of some of those folks. Uh, they have their minds made up on the bills. Mm-hmm. They, they you know, oftentimes won't listen to the debate. And so part of what I was trying to do, I knew the speaker was uh, ramrodding the bill, and so we weren't going to have but four speakers on that particular piece of legislation. So I was doing my best uh, to get the attention of the body, perhaps with a little wit and humor, right. uh, and and to get the attention and and to make the point that that we made last year on the Brewery Modernization Act, uh, which is that you know you can call it an alcohol bill and you can vote against it if that's what you want to do, but at the end of the day, if you're creating jobs, uh, that's what motivates a lot of these legislators, and that's how we got the Brewery Modernization Act passed last session. And my hope was that we would get this bill passed this session. And while it failed on the first vote, we got it back up a second time, and, and we got it passed that second time around. Which we discovered and, and, and which we thought was just fantastic. Obviously, we were making fun of a lot of the clips. And, and the arguments sure. against these alcohol bills you know, uh, range from ridiculous to totally stupid. Um, in some cases and so i see what you mean you have to get out from under the label of oh here's another alcohol bill and if you start to talk about the jobs that they create which is the real sense of these things it's it's a it creates a free market for brewers like avondale that we had on today to actually do what they do which which is not to uh you know uh try to break a you know tear away at the fab the moral fabric of alabama but rather <laughs> right. to to create the, the the beers that they create and sell them and, and create jobs you know well and, and that's exactly right and if i can tout the modern brewery modernization act a bit last sure. session that i sponsored um you know back back at, at that time uh you know that was back when avondale was just getting started uh we didn't have back 40 we didn't have a, a bunch of the other breweries that we have now and uh, we passed that bill uh, late last session got it signed into law and I worked my way through college at a brew pub okay uh, here, here in Montgomery and and at the time that bill was passed the brew pub had closed and had lost about 50 good paying jobs and so I touted that bill as a way to get uh, breweries and brew pubs around the state open again and to help uh, help uh, add another element to our tourism trade here in Alabama, uh, as folks are coming down through the state, you know, tasting different beers and that sort of thing. And you know, we we got the bill passed, we got it signed into law, and since that bill passed, we've had seven breweries open in the state of Alabama. Wow. 
the most recent, I think, being back 40 in, in uh, up in Gadsden. Okay. And back back 40 was 1.2 million dollar investment, and I believe 50 to 100 jobs, and all the other breweries were close to the same. And I will add that we have seven more breweries online in this next year as a result of that particular piece of legislation. And so that was something I had to remind the committee uh, when I was carrying this container-sized bill was that, um, you, you know, when we get down to the brass tacks, we need to look at job creation. We need to look at diversifying our economy in the state of Alabama. And that's something these pieces of legislation have helped us do, I right. think. And the crux of this bill, the the Brewery Modernization Act, is that they could now have a tasting room on premise. Is that essentially what happened? Correct. And okay. and, and it also took off. We we had one of the most antiquated uh, brew pub laws in in the history of the country. Perhaps uh, you had to have if if you were to have a brew pub, it had to be uh, housed in a building that predated uh, the the repeal of prohibition. Uh, you wow. had to have. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm serious about that, actually. Yeah. Uh, you had to have an 80-seat restaurant uh, attached to the brew, brew pub, um, and, and there were a whole host of other different uh, requirements in there that just really didn't make a whole lot of sense. And so we brought the uh, the Alcohol Beverage Control Board to the table as well as the Wholesale Beer Association to the table uh, and, and the Free the Hops organization that pushed – the uh, alcohol content bill back, I believe that was 2009, yeah. uh, pushed that bill. We brought them to the table, and we really hammered out uh, the differences in that piece of legislation. And I think it, it opened the door uh, to a whole new market in the state of Alabama. You're seeing beers uh, crafted here uh, that, that, that I, would, I would put up against Oberon or any other uh, craft beer in the country. Um, some some really fantastic beers uh, crafted here in the state of Alabama that we're very proud of. So you've done your research, Joe. Well, I, 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 tr- I try and be knowledgeable about uh, the the bills I'm involved in. Yes. No, I meant the craft beer. Oh well, well, I am a I am a, a fan. I, I am a connoisseur. Like I said, I had to give up my Colt 45 and uh, right. f- find a good craft. Uh, to take its place. Sure, of course. Well, one of these craft breweries will start providing a paper bag with their new 750-milliliter bottle. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure of it. It'll be a good joke, you know. Well, I, I think it would work well. I, I would be in favor of that. Uh, you know, we, we've got, we've got um, here in Montgomery, and in fact, I think we've got it passed statewide now, uh, we have what are called entertainment districts, uh, that where you can take open containers out in certain uh, areas of the municipality oh, as yeah. desig- designated by the city council. That's a, that's another measure that that we passed that you know some would call an alcohol bill, but in fact has uh, spurred economic development. Um, and and here in Montgomery, in one of our entertainment districts, is a uh, little place uh, called Leroy. Uh, some in Alabama call it Leroy's, uh, but it's French for the king, and it's it's a little bar, and it's got 18 different taps, gentlemen. And uh, on on each of these taps is a beer, you know, sometimes from, you know, various parts of the country, sometimes from various parts of the world. And uh, there's a a, uh, lit board over the bar. And as the uh, the kegs run out, they bring new ones in and they change the board out. It's kind of like a leaderboard. That's a good beer uh, bar. Yeah, it's it's, it's one of the best. And, uh, And I'm, I'm, you know, I have developed my... My taste and my palate 
at Leroy, and uh, <laughs> I continued to do so. And, and so I'm a big fan. I do a lot of my research there. Now, when you talk about an open container law like that in certain <laughs> districts, I'm not being sarcastic at all when I say that is extremely progressive in this country, it and is. I love to hear that. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've talked about Las Vegas and Europe. As being yeah. the, the two places on earth where you're allowed to walk around with a beer as a responsible sure. adult. Yeah, yeah where in the sure. Bay Area are you going to do that? So Nowhere. That is yeah. truly it, – it's what a stark contrast between a progressive law like that and, and some of the other battles you're facing uh, with these beer laws. You know. Well, well uh, the battles here are never easy, but – uh, victory is sweet when we get it. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Now, uh, let me say, um, we're still disappointed uh, with the homebrew legislation. Right, right. Uh, most of our listeners across the country, what we do here, Joe, is interview professional brewers so that our listeners who are mostly homebrewers can learn how to do it themselves. And, sure. and, a, and a lot of it is guys like Craig who kind of said, look, I started uh, homebrewing because um, I couldn't get the beer that I wanted. It's, it was illegal to sell it in the state of Alabama at the time that he was homebrewing. Um, sure. So uh, this is an ongoing battle that our listeners are extremely interested in is whether or not we're going to – I know it went farther this year than it ever has before. Um, but what do you think about the future of homebrewing in Alabama? Well, I think – look, I think uh, Mac McCutcheon's a friend of mine. He sponsored it yeah. uh, for years now. We got it out of the House after a fairly heated battle. Uh, it died in the Senate in the waning days, waning hours really. Um I think we're going to see that bill move and ultimately be signed into law. And and I think it's been a long time coming, to be honest. Uh, Alabama is a unique place. We uh, are a place uh, very rooted in history and tradition. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've got some very uh, strong traditions of uh, brewing alcohol in the backyard. (laughs) I think uh, the homebrew bill is one that harkens back to that. Uh, but but in a legal way, in a positive way. Sure. Mm-hmm. And and my hope is that that we'll get that done. Look, uh, a good friend of mine uh, runs a company uh, that sells homebrew equipment and sells the, the hops and you know all the different uh, ingredients, the yeasts. And uh, and he he tells me every session. He says, Joe, you got to get that bill passed. He says, I, I want my profession to be legal. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, Help me out. I'm trying not to be a criminal. Exactly, but but you know the point is that you know I just you've got a couple of folks uh, in there who in the legislature who are so uh, adamantly anti-alcohol and and to their credit some of them uh, represent dry counties and so they've got to take that position. Yeah. But others simply demagogue the issue because it makes for good press. And I know you've got a clip of my. A uh, friend and mentor, Alvin Holmes, oh, on, yeah. on on uh, on the, on the uh, free the hops legislation. Mm-hmm. Oh, we and, love and, Alvin. He's our favorite. Well, and that that's a classic. And I, I hope you'll get Alvin on the program one day. Uh, maybe get a live rendition of that exchange. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd love to. You know, you know something about people coming in from Germany. You know, students coming in from Germany to uh, bring bring German beers or something. You know, it, it, it is one of the most hysterical uh, exchanges uh, <laughs> that I've ever heard from the House floor. And unfortunately, I was not there at the oh, time right. uh, that debate was had. Uh, he actually took uh, the podium, the microphone, uh, on my uh, Brewery Modernization Act. It was it was pretty hysterical. He was the only one to take the podium. And I, I was a little concerned because he's been known to kill a 
alcohol bill a time or two. Hmm. And uh, he, he took the podium. And we're in the same delegation. We're both from Montgomery. Okay. And, uh, and, and he, he was shuffling through the, the pages of the bill. He said, now, 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 Mr. Hubbard, he said, on page 16, I'm reading here, you say you're going to distribute this beer? I said, yes, Mr. Holmes, we'll distribute the beer. Yeah. He said, what, 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 what kind of beer are you going to distribute? And I said, well, uh, Mr. Holmes, I can tell you what kind of beer we will not be distributing. He said, what's that? I said, it will not be beer from Germany. <laughs> Germany? Uh, any, anyway, you have to listen <laughs> oh, to the yeah. clip from, oh, yeah. from the Frida Hops. But, uh, here he got is a here. Good... Noah was a little, little, little wine old. Yeah, he's worried about he's worried about Noah. He's worried. He, he is a very, uh, very, very biblically literate man, and I commend him for that. Sure. Uh, but but um, but the point is, using humor sometimes can can help you get the legislation through. I, I was disappointed hmm. that uh, with the clip you played uh, on the container size bill, we couldn't get it through that first time. Yeah. But like I said, we did the second time, and I expect it'll pass. Um, it'll pass uh, as we go forward, and, and the homebrew bill as well. Uh, the challenge we've got with homebrew is that there's no real constituency pushing it. It's, it's much more of a grassroots uh, proposal. Right. And in the Alabama legislature, when we, when you don't have uh, some of these constituency groups or some they call them special interest uh, pushing the legislation, it, you know, there's not near as much incentive for some of these old hands to to move the, the legislation. So, you know, okay. that, that's a challenge we got to overcome, but I, th- I think it's one that that, uh, that that we can handle. We got it out of the House this year. We'll, we'll take care of the Senate next year. Well, I hope so, and and I just, you know, you mentioned, and, and of course we all laugh about it. It's kind of funny. You mentioned the, you know, sort of long history of backyard and, and illegal alcohol making uh, in, your, in your part of the country. And, you know, when I work closely with the Homebrewers Association and we talk about how we're going to address states like Alabama and and try to, uh, you know, push homebrewing forward, we're very careful and very concerned about the association with moonshining and things sure. like that. We really are because to you us be. it's it's right. not, you know, because we understand that for somebody who doesn't who's never heard of home brewing or doesn't hasn't seen what kind of a hobby it is, we understand how the association can be made very easily that we're just right. moonshiners back there trying to get drunk, yeah. you know, real cheap. Right. And and so I'm just putting it out there that it is a strong concern in the homebrew community that we're linked to that kind of activity cuz cuz brewing beer is nothing like that. It really right. isn't. It's such an art and it's such a hobby for most of these guys and the reason they get into it and they don't save any money by the way making that stuff oh no <laughs> they spend more money on equipment and ingredients yeah. and everything else uh it's really about brewing a, a product that they're it's passionate a, about yeah, it's a passion yeah sure. it, it's, so. it's more akin to to being an amateur chef in your house yeah, yeah. you know you, sure. you get the nice steaks you get the good ingredients you do all that kind of stuff and you, you do craft right. what you want to do and it, it, yeah it's, it's nothing like that but it I mean, it, you know, I, I wonder uh, if, you know, what it's going to take to get kind of more progressive movement in there. Is it going to take these old hands, as you put it, like being voted out or moving on uh, to get some new, fresh blood? I mean, are we going to are we going to kind of, you know, hang out and languish in this kind of, you know, nether region of, of well, we don't it's kind of legal, but it's kind of not or it's illegal, but we're not going to do anything about it until we get some new representatives in, in the in the house. Or, or what do you think? about what? that? Well, well, what I would say, and I was, I was hoping you'd go there. I, it, it, you know, there's some myths that need to be debunked. First of all, um, you know, uh, some some of these these old narratives about, you know, granddaddy or 
Uncle Joe, you know, brewing moonshine in the in the back forty. You know, that you know, the, those those are stories that die hard. Mm-hmm. And and for folks in rural Alabama, uh, those are stories that a lot of people you know grew up with. Frankly, yeah, it's prideful. Um, yeah. You know, you you can you can go to to many a rural county in this state and find somebody, just pick somebody off the street, and they got a cousin or an uncle hmm. or, or a granddaddy who, who was or is a moonshiner. Okay. And, and so, so it's a very real and a very sensitive uh, subject for a lot of folks. Um, and, and the way you get around that, I think, is by, by lifting, lifting the, uh, the sheet off, off the issue. Um, and, and there's got to be a way. I'm, I was sitting here thinking, you mentioned uh, gourmet cooking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would love to see a show, uh, you know, on on brewing beer, homebrew beer, uh, kind of like Iron Chef. You know, uh, I don't know what you'd call it. Uh, sure. Um, you know, but but there's there's got to be a way uh, to 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 take some of the taboo out of it because as long as it's something that's you know done in a closet, uh, you know, in the back part of your house. Um, it's going to be something that that is taboo in this state anyway. Yeah. And uh, the taboos in this state die hard, and nobody, you know, it's, it's politics and religion. Nobody talks about it, uh, but everybody thinks about it. And the minute it comes up, the, you know, it's it's like uh, turning the light on a on a you know roach motel. Everybody scatters. Um, so <laughs> right. <laughs> you know that that's that's something we've got to uh, be more diligent. And more, uh, more deliberative about addressing, yeah. um, and and I would welcome y'all's thoughts on that. Well, as well. I, I think you're 100 percent right. And in yeah. fact, I'm going to be honest with you. It's not just Alabama. Uh, you know, Cal- in California here where we are, uh, homebrewing is very legal. But uh, look, when I when I put my homebrew kit out in the front yard and start brewing beer, uh, until I explain to the neighbors what I'm actually doing, they all think I'm cooking meth over here. I right. mean, it's a, you got to lift yeah. that sheet and go, hey, really, I'm just making a little bit of beer. I'm making it five right. gallons at a time. It's not a big deal. And and so the same stigma exists everywhere. I just sure. I, I think you're right. And in, in fact, I'm glad you brought it up. It kind of opens my eyes up a little bit that uh, the the moonshining thing about your region it's not just a it's not just a myth it's a very real part of history and even the present in mm-hmm. some cases like you say some, sure, sure so so i can see how the association is even more difficult to uh break free from you know uh, well, well, and you mentioned myth I, i'm gonna tell you uh, this is a state and a lot of your southeastern states uh and, and impoverished states uh deal with myth more more so than than some of the more well-to-do states, okay. uh, because it is such a a cheap uh, way uh, to to get access to a narcotic. Yep. Um, and, and you'll see places, counties I've worked in, uh, you know, down in South Alabama, who have lost textile mills, and and you'll see the the rise in in meth production in counties like that, where industry has left and gone overseas to Mexico or China or wherever. Uh, the the meth uh, prevalence in those counties has has had a a direct uh, correlation in, in increase uh, as those jobs have left. So you mentioned yeah. uh, bringing out your brew kit to your front yard, folks thinking you're cooking meth. Yeah, you know that 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 is another thing that we've got to combat here in the state of Alabama because it is such a problem. Sure. Now, and so, it's it's a difficult. I can understand. 
how convoluted the issue mm. can become. What is frustrating, and probably you're discovering the more you get into this, uh, into this, is is how simple it actually is. But it you, is, it's but very the, but the conversation has to happen. And like you said, yeah. you're trying to get the attention of the legislature when you're in there by using a little humor and being a little outlandish because sure. no one's even listening. And right. that's what's extremely frustrating because the truth is a 10-minute conversation, a, a reasonable conversation, would clear up almost all of these issues. You know? Sure. Well, you know, and, and I've always found that uh, – that, that humor can can uh, take the wind out of a lot of uh, heated discussion, sure. and so I, I would just just as a suggestion uh, to you when you bring your brew kit out into the front yard, yeah. uh, get get you a, an apron uh, that that says "Kiss the Brewmaster" and and get a, a tall white chef's hat. Uh, when you get out there and start brewing, I mean, nobody's going to think you're cooking mess in an apron <laughs> that says right. "Kiss the Brewmaster" you're right. and a chef's hat. Um, and, 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 you know, we've got to do a better job of just changing perceptions um, because, you know, we show folks that this is a legitimate hobby. You kind of take the sting out of the, out of the uh, taboo, and, and folks, will, I think they'll start to get interested in it, and, and they'll pay attention. Yeah. And, you know, maybe they'll even try something. I think they'll be uh, happily surprised when they do. I, well, I think you're right. I think, I mean, you know, hearing the first round, I think, of the Free the Hops is when we first, uh, you know, were playing these clips last yep. year, the year before, uh, it was, um, it seemed like there was no knowledge at all. People were still bringing up, you know, from the 60s and 70s, the old bathtub brewing. Sure. And obviously that doesn't happen anymore and 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 it 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 almost need they almost need like a hands-on education like get the free the hops to come and and do a, a not a sit in but a brew in a brew in like like you know come and brew on the steps of the Capitol. come come and you know brew or <laughs> this like is a, too hippie for alabama or a video JP. or something like that no nah, there's a tradition of doing yeah, all that nonsense yeah, you yeah. know uh and like uh you know actually show them and say this is what it is it's not we're not doing it to get drunk which is right. what moonshining is all about. I imagine they don't. You're not stealing. You know, you're not distilling moonshine in your. You know, in the way back in your lot, um, sure. because you like the flavor of your <laughs> mouth on fire. Um, <laughs> this is more of a flavor thing, and and it's you know it's cooking outdoors, and yeah. uh, sure. you know you. I, I think they need to to just be shown an instructional video or, or be be shown it or yeah. You know, we uh, have to redo our TV show. We do, yeah. Show how to do it. Yeah. We did a local I'm, show here that that kind of showed the process of homebrewing. Uh, a whole a ten episode season that aired here in the Bay Area, Joe, to just kind of try to dispel the myth. We had a lot of fun with it. It was a yeah. survivor meets homebrewing, but um, well, well, that that that's almost exactly what I had in mind. We just got to get the show syndicated nationwide, right. And pump it into our our uh, little little uh, antennas down here in Alabama, and maybe we'll. Will uh, start to change hearts and minds. Sure. I thought you guys call them rabbit ears. <laughs> rabbit ears. That's what they're called. I don't, I don't have a TV, so I really don't know. <laughs> All right. I know you're a busy man. Let me just ask you one more thing. We let you go. Um, sure. And it's because we talk about it not just in your state, but in every state. Uh, part of the opposition to beer laws, because wine doesn't have this problem, and whiskey doesn't have this problem. Or but the, the Chevy Regal. But the, or the Chevy Regal. Well, because that shit is healthy. As, <laughs> leave Alvin Holmes alone. Sorry, I'm sorry. Right, it's stamped alone. and approved by the government. <laughs> uh, you know, they don't have the, the trouble when, when we start to change the antiquated laws w- with beer. So my, my question is about the big business side of the opposition. Do you, do you think that there's a big lobby 
going on with some of these representatives that that they fight against the alcohol content and they fight against the size of the bottle because craft beer is really making a move on the big beer business? Or is it really just more the conservative nature of an alcohol bill and this is what we've had in, traditionally? You see what I'm getting at? I want to know I, about I, the I, answer. I do. Yeah. I, I do. And, and let me tell you, I work very closely and uh, you know, on, on every – out piece of legislation I deal with that is involved in alcohol. I work closely with the ABC board and with the Wholesale Beer Association. Okay. And in fact, the container size bill was one that the Wholesale Beer Association we got them to the table and uh, we we got them to support the bill. And uh, I, I'll tell you this: it would not have passed the House of Representatives had we not had the Wholesale Beer Association pushing it. Okay. Um, so, so you know, there may be a perception that it's craft beer against, uh, you know, your, your, your generic beer. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, and you all know this, you all are craft beer junkies. Yeah. Uh, the guys that drink, um, you know, a, a Magic Hat number 9, mm-hmm. or, you know, they're not the same guys that go out and, you know, drink Coors Light. Sure, yeah. Um, you, know, the, you know, we're talking about different markets, and the Wholesale Beer Association, I think, understands that as craft beer takes off in the state of Alabama, it generates an interest in beer generally, and it drives uh, people to places that serve these things. We just got, in the state of Alabama, uh, we just got laws that allowed counties to have keg beer, uh, draft beer, in fact. And so in, in the city of Montgomery, where I, where I live and uh, uh, work, uh, you know, we just got draft beer maybe two years ago. Wow. And, and uh, that has been a tremendous drive to some of these establishments. And, and it drives folks, you know, in, you know, not only interested in craft beer and draft beer, uh, but in your standard, you know, Coors, Miller, Bud, you know, wh- whatever beers Alvin Holmes says, uh, t- drink pretty good. Uh, you know, it, right. It, 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 it drives it drives that market too. So I I don't I don't see uh, that a ne- uh, a I don't see a a necessary uh, conflict between the two. And that's one that I think, you know, that's something I think we, we ought to steer away from is pitting these two uh, markets against each other because I think they can coexist pretty well together. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. That's that's the answer I was looking for. Uh, go ahead, Scott. You have a question? Yeah, just one last question, Joe, because I, I screwed this up because I didn't realize there was another verdict other than the first initial as far as the, the uh, bottle size bill. Way and, to go, Scott. Yeah, a couple days later, I learned later that you it was voted – yeah, it was passed. So how does that right. work? You can just keep reintroducing it for vote as many times as you want? Well, well, what happens, and not to get too deep in the uh, parliamentary weeds, you have uh, what is called a special order calendar, in which case you know, a certain committee picks bills off, off the calendar, and the calendar may have 800 bills on it, hmm. and you're picking bills from different places in the calendar to put before the body um, you know, for consideration. And, and the bill did not get the BIR, uh, which is the budget isolation resolution. In other words, you have to pass BIR before you can get to the bill. Um, and, and so the BIR failed, which meant that the body didn't want to take the bill up at that time, which meant that we could then bring it back at a later date, which we did. We passed the BIR and we passed the bill. Got it. Well, thank you for doing that, and a round of applause uh, for for making it happen. 
it's a, it's a big deal. It, I know it seems yeah. like a small deal, not not to you, Joe, but to some other people in that room with you uh, when you're in the legislature. But that's a big deal, and yeah. we, we appreciate it. I did have a question come through from a listener. Um, uh. <laughs> it shows like, oh, yeah, but, shit. Better sit down. No, 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 no. I'll tell you, I, I, I'm one of the only Democrats I know in the state of Alabama that, that it willingly goes on conservative talk radio. I love radio. Okay. Uh, I love the, the interchange with listeners, the interchange with the hosts. I have a good time with it. So good. Uh, I say, uh-oh, because I've never dealt with listeners from the West Coast. I'm not quite sure how I'll respond to this question. If you, if go, you think get, that they're going to be conservative questions to listeners from the West Coast, <laughs> then you clearly do not know right. the West Coast. No, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm worried about them being liberal questions. How much pot do you smoke in the morning, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. What's your take on medicinal marijuana, <laughs> Medicinal. With two Zs. Well, yeah. let's, let's not get off into those weeds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. Actually, uh, we have listeners all over the country, so I'm not sure sure where uh, Ben the Brewer is in our chat room right now, so he could be from anywhere. Um, but okay. he just he's asking about the current laws of, of selling homebrew ingredients. You mentioned a friend who, who does sell sure. homebrew ingredients. Sure. Uh, so he says, uh, I, I'm just curious what the current laws are of selling homebrew in- ingredients in the state of Alabama, and could a person be arrested or fired for owning a fermenter? Well, fired from what is the question? I mean, sure. fired from – look, if you work for, for a, uh, a private employer, uh, that employer can fire you for any reason it deems fit as long as it's not unconstitutional. You, okay. know, you can't race or gender or uh, disability discrimination won't fly. Um, but so, so I don't know. If you work for a dry and he finds out you got a still, uh, you know, he could probably fire you, and you probably couldn't do anything about it. Uh, with respect to selling the equipment, mm-hmm. my understanding is that the equipment itself is not uh, illegal, um, and, and it's a question really of whether uh, anybody is going to the, – the only way I think they could get you is for uh, selling accessories to an illegal activity, and, and it's got to be some kind of second or third removed uh, violation of the law somehow, and to do that, you know, a, a prosecutor or a DA's office would really have to go out on a limb to get you. And I think the ABC board would even have to push it, which they could do. My understanding is that they will not. Uh, that they've got a policy of, uh, you know, maybe, maybe turn the head sure. on those particular type of issues. Okay. Well, and the good thing about home brewing is we we like to cannibalize a lot of stuff. So any fermenter sure. that a home brewer has isn't necessarily only to be used for home brewing. Either you right. have a bucket, which is just a bucket, or a carboy, which is a glass water bottle, or a conical, which could be for wine too. Sure, sure. So that's sure. a good way. Around. I I do have a, a question. I, I know everyone keeps saying last question, but uh, I mean we were talking a little bit earlier about all the noise that's going on when you're trying to speak and, and introduce sure. a bill and talk about it. How do you get away with that? Like, how does an elected official not pay attention? Not pay attention and get reelected, <laughs> and nobody cares. Because I mean, you're there speaking about a bill that will change the laws for the state. That's a pretty big deal, but it seems just kind of you know, uh, no one really cares. They're having sidebars, and what's good question? What's going on with it? Thank you. Well, um, our democracy in Alabama is, is a strange thing, and I'll be honest with you guys. I'm fairly new to it. I was elected in 2010. Um, you know, completely brand new to politics. Um, and, and in fact, this will be my last term because 
my Republican friends redrew the district lines this uh, last session and moved my district about 70 miles north. So if I'm going to run again, I've got to uh, move my business, I've got to move my family, find a new church, and switch parties. Uh, all of which I'm not willing to do. So, um, you know, I'm fairly new to the process, but what I can tell you is that that the, the house is, you know, it's it's a it's a um, it's it's a strange place. It's very disorderly. It's um, you know, it's hard to follow what's going on. You really have to pay attention. Uh, everything moves very quickly. Um, I can't tell you uh, how the people of the state of Alabama look upon their, their House members. In a lot of rural places, uh, your legislators are second to God. Um, and, and that's for a variety of reasons, because they're the ones funding the schools, or at least they're perceived to be the ones funding schools. They're mm. perceived to be the ones bringing money home for road projects, et cetera. Um, you know, but I'll be honest with you, I don't know that a lot of people even see how the House operates. You know, They don't see the disorder that we deal with. Uh, or the disrespect that it, that is given uh, a legislator presenting a bill, um, but but by the same token, uh, you know I haven't been to any other state legislator legislature uh, to compare. You know it could be the same way in New York. It could be the same way sure, in California. Yeah. Sure. I, I I don't know. Um, you know the you know from from what I've seen, I've you know Parliament is, is a similar kind of thing, uh, and getting a getting. The attention of the body is never an easy task, and that's why, as, as you heard in the clip you played, uh, sometimes you have to get creative to do so, yeah. and even then it's not always successful. <laughs> well, this is going to sound like a joke, but I've watched C-SPAN. You know, you see the legislature, right. yeah, and, and it's the same, JP. I really think is it's it? the same. If you watch C-SPAN, there's a person talking, there's one person arguing back against them, and everybody else is playing Tetris. Or sleeping. Uh, <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen clips of sleeping. I mean, it's really. I do think that Joe makes a point that it's. Who knows what's happening in these. Uh, in these houses across the country. Well, if you've already made up your mind, why not play Tetris when the guy you disagree with is speaking? <laughs> yeah. why, why listen to him? Sure. It's what we call high well, score Fridays. Well, gentlemen, I'm going to tell you that Tetris. I don't even think we are. As, as far back as Tetris is, I think I was a kid when Tetris came out, which <laughs> yeah. tells you how old that long ago that was. Um, but but. As far back as that is, I don't even think we had Tetris in the Alabama legislature. We're still whittling sticks. I'm making a whistle. Yeah, right I now. was going to go as high class as backgammon, but yeah, I like whittling sticks, Joe. That's good. Hey, it's the oldest game in the world. <laughs> all right, well, we 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 do the best we can with what we got, sure. and and you know for for all the fun I make of uh, of our legislature, um, and, and I don't agree with a lot of what comes out of this body. Uh, but but from time to time, we do uh, tighten our belt and we do uh, stand up and, and try and do the right thing. And we have some very important battles that we fight in that body. And I think, by and large, uh, most of the members of that body uh, take their job seriously yeah. most of the time. And, and you know, I would defend the, the uh, character of that body, uh, you know, any time it comes under attack. I don't think it is. I think we're no. just observing the nature of 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 the uh, legislative process, and it's not a pretty one. I've heard it compared to uh, making sausage. Uh, I might compare <laughs> compare it to brewing beer. 
Sure. <laughs> it is true. You have to watch the boil over. Yeah, Things right. will get That's out of right. hand real fast. Well, you've, I'll tell you, you've given us a little faith because yeah. I have personally spent some time on this program, one, you know, really questioning the United States based on what I've heard come out of your legislature. And it's nice to hear uh, some reason. So I appreciate you spending time with us. Well, I enjoyed it, gentlemen. Anytime I can be of help, y'all don't hesitate to call. I do oh, want to you, point sir. out my, my producer, Scott Moskowitz, sent over a picture of you. And uh, uh, Joe Hubbard looks a lot like Stephen Colbert. Yes, yes, there's <laughs> a definite resemblance yeah, there. Yeah, he's a little Stephen Colbert. His, uh, his I, younger I, I've brother. I've heard that once or twice before, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe, I wish you luck. Help us out with the homebrew bill where you can. Uh, we, it's, it's important to my listeners, and um, I, I think it'd be a big stride. You guys are making strides. We're making a lot yep. of fun of you, but you're making strides, and thanks for spending time with us. Well, I'll tell you, we get that homebrew bill passed. I want y'all to come visit us in Alabama. I'll do. I'll I'll make you a deal. You get that passed, and we'll come do a show from Alabama. Yeah, good enough. I look forward to that, gentlemen. Thank Th- you so much. Thanks, Joe. Take Thank care. You. You too. Bye bye. All right, Joe Hubbard. He's a Democrat out there, and uh, you know what else he is? A real American. He's a he's a he's American. <laughs> Seriously. He's a, American. I'd vote for him. <laughs> You'd I vote will. for him, right? Oh, hell yeah. He's like, kind of no bullshit. He's kind of the craft beer lifestyle. No nonsense. He's, no, no he's nonsense. a little bit no nonsense. He's like, look, there's a lot of, basically, he said, there's a lot of shit going on, but I'll defend it to the death. Yeah. Love yeah, it. Love yeah. it. That's America. Love it. They made fun of Alvin, too, a little bit, which is great. He wasn't afraid to let, he, he wasn't harsh about it, but he made sure to. It's like how we talk about. He thought it was funny, yeah. too. It's like how we talk about Scott behind his back. <laughs> <laughs> well, Moscow, listen, now that uh, now that we've talked to Joe, and Joe said, hey, I hope you get my buddy Alvin, Alvin on the show. Yeah. I think you ought to give Alvin a call. We should, le- we should leverage <laughs> Joe to help out. <laughs> see if we could, yeah. Say, so, Joe, tell your buddy how, how great the show was yeah. and see if we can get Alvin on. I'll see what I can do. You think he'll answer any questions directly? <laughs> or do you think he'll just come up with his platitudes about uh, Noah? And, he'll get uh, biblical. I don't think it matters. It'll be good radio I either way. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we got, Bevo, we got Bevo here to, to counteract that anyway. That's true. Yeah. I, I don't know. We, Bevo reciting uh, anything from a text, even the Bible, I don't know is going to go too well. She's going to be like, uh, uh, whatever. I think she would just <laughs> spontaneously combust anyway. I do know some stuff. I don't have to read it all. <laughs> I just, I've read like four pages. She knows, I, she knows Twilight. I know what I believe. And Noah wasn't a wino. <laughs> I know that. Taryn says he was. Yeah. Can we, can we just use virtual Alvin? We can interview virtual Alvin, right? Uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, like, like uh, Mr. Holmes, what is your biggest problem with legalizing homebrewing in Alabama? Right. And play any clip and it would be fine. Anything. <laughs> the soundboard interview. Yeah. Right. Well, we I should send him the song, too. We'll send Joe the song. We have to. Yes. We got to send it to Craig, too, because he yeah. wants to play it in the brewery. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? Listen. Going on a show like this, if I'm a politician... Takes balls. Hell no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's risky as hell. But, but but Joe knows where he's coming from, and um, he made a lot of sense. You know, there was a little uh, a little politicking in there. Sure. But I'll tell you what, only in the sense that that's what he does. That's his job. And uh, it sounds like he's in support of craft beer as yeah. it, re- oh, as it relates to new jobs yeah. and helping out his state. Yep. But that's what he's supposed to do. That's right. right. Yeah. Well, uh, I think there was – I mean, there was there, – you're right. There was a little politicking, but that's also his language. That's what he's used to speaking. Like, those are the yeah, words that's he's what used I mean. to choose. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. And so it, it's totally fine. It wasn't uh, egregious at all. It was it was completely normal within the context of the conversation. And he, he, ended, he was answering questions directly. Oh, so of course. it was awesome. Yeah. How funny is it that 
he was trying to throw his legislative buddy a softball. <laughs> Dude was like, what? And they had talked about it beforehand. Yeah, He's like, like I was trying to get my buddy to like pick up on that so that we could hammer home. I, I, here I am getting the attention of the people in the room. Doing bad cop. Throwing my buddy a softball. Right. He, it's a lob. It's a slow pitch lob. It's a big ball. Yeah. You just got to hit it back. And the guy's like, and nothing. No can do. And I'm like. He lost in the sun. I'm like, hey, you should come work for the Brewing Network. Yeah. We do it every show. <laughs> yeah. That's my, yeah. That's Justin's life. Yeah. Right like, there. Well, yours too. I'm thinking, <laughs> no. I throw softballs, nothing. JP throws softballs, nothing. It's all, it's what, the no, legislative body in Alabama, in terms of Joe's perspective, yeah. is like a Sunday session. No, you throw softballs <laughs> and I just swing at everything. That's yeah. what it is. They don't go anywhere. No. I'm but just, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm struck out before I hit the box. I'm but just the, going. But he knew the clip. Yeah. He knew what I was talking about. And he's like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I just got to say. Let me explain. I'm trying to help a brother out over there. Yeah. And he, nothing. Swinging a miss. Oh, he does deserve man. a ton Poor of credit, guy. though, because that, that's what he was saying when he was like, well, I love coming on conservative talk radio. What he meant is I don't mind being challenged in real time. Yeah. Right. And that yeah. is – it's it's way too rare. I mean if you listen to to lefty talk radio, you'll just hear a bunch of people agreeing with each other. And for the righty talk radio, it's the same way. It's not sure. a lot of challenging, and I think it's because people that don't hold the same points, they, they're afraid to – you know, and not be able to come up with an answer in real time. Well, it remains to be seen if he keeps it up. But as far as I'm concerned right now, he's a guy from a legislative body who's been largely against progressive beer, who came on a progressive beer show and mm. talked about it. Yep. So good for him. And I appreciate his time. And I do wish Alabama luck. I mean, and I meant it when I kind of said we, we've been covering this for a couple of years. Oh. But there really has been progress. Oh, the Free totally. the Hops movement made it. The Container movement made it. We're waiting on this homebrew bill, and I hope he does and the rest of them keep hammering it home. <clears throat> and more, yeah. There's more. There's more going on. And you know, I I, I think when uh, when his term is over, uh, Alabama will lose a, a really uh, progressive uh, with it politician. Right. That's too bad. Oh, that's true. Because he did just kind of say at the yeah. end there. He said, "Look, they 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 got it. they it. made me do all these things." That I'm not willing to do. Well, they redrew his uh, his yeah, uh, yeah. district. That's right? what I mean. Getting yeah. Which he has to move. He has to do, and he said, "I'm not willing to do it." Yeah. So, the guy's sucks. not even running for re-election. No, no. And he's on here talking about these things. Uh, that's Maybe that's bad. why he's like, "Oh, whatever. I can go on that show. No matter. Go back. <laughs> go back. Yeah, right. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alvin might look. Well, shit. I am up for re-election. Noah wasn't a wino. I fucked that up. <laughs> uh, well, he, no, he, he'll come on. We just tell him it'll air before FDR's fireside chats, and, and he'll be like, oh. Right. All right, let's do this. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to do um, our Firestone ticket giveaway. We're going to talk to Michael Fairbrother from Moonlight Meadery, and uh, we're going to award Drunk of the Week to somebody who's not shooting guns. Right. It's the session. Hang in there. We'll be right back. To the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters, this is Jamel Zanisha, and I want to tell you about Heretic Evil Twin. You might be familiar with my homebrew recipe, which uses massive late hopping to create a balance between the malty sweet and the hoppy bitter, along with an outrageous malt and hop character. I wanted a beer with the same bold hop and malt character, so we played around with the homebrew recipe until we were able to make a great commercial version, too. 
we've created the original malt character, full of caramel, toast, biscuit, and an ever-so-subtle roast note. On top of that, we piled in an insane amount of citra and Columbus hops at the end of the boil, as well as in dry hopping. This damn-the-cost approach to hopping gives Heretic's Evil Twin a great blast of citrus and tropical fruit that can't be matched by any other hop. The result is a bold, malty, hoppy, but easy-drinking beer. This is our top seller, our flagship beer, and I couldn't be prouder of it. Cheers. To find Heretic Beers near you, click on Find Some at hereticbrewing.com. Did you know the Brewing Network's very own Code Right and Fool's son, Ryan Wolf, has opened a beer mecca in Missouri? The Wolf Brow House of Beer has hundreds of beers from all over the world and is conveniently close to I-70 in St. Peter's. Free tastings, Saturdays, 4 to 6 p.m., featuring special guests from local breweries. The best build-your-own six-pack around with every style represented. And kegged craft beer available for your kegerator, too. There's always something new at the Wolf Brow House of Beer. New and hard-to-find beer every week. No two visits are the same, just like passing out at the Rat Pad. Hi, this is Ryan from Wolfbrow House of Beer. Mention the Brewing Network when you stop in for some cool, free stuff. Mention JP for a swift kick in the ass. The Wolfbrow House of Beer. Beer with personal service from a member of the BN Army. This is code. Visit my son's shop or I'll yank the fuck BN website down. www.wolfbrow.com Here's a bite for beer lovers. Soft caramel made with real craft brew and coated in chocolate. And hop drops, hard candies made with real hop oil. Introducing Beer Candy from BeerCandy.com. Beer Candy's amazing caramels come in four mouth-watering flavors. IPA, bitter gold wrapped in smooth white chocolate. Lager made with a familiar beer from Boston and coated in milk chocolate. Lambic, soury Belgian goodness full of fresh raspberry and dipped in dark chocolate chocolate and stout roasty cocoa chocolate insanity hop drops are made with fuggles or cascade hops and are known as the candy that bites you back choose from sampler and full sizes of both and make your mouth jump to life all at beercandy.com hop drops and beer caramels satisfy your sweet tooth as only a beer lover could with beer candy visit beercandy.com today when Israel had sinned and God was trying to decide who he going to send down to save the earth, they was around. Somebody had, had suggested that he sent Abraham. He told Pharaoh that Sarah was his sister, not his wife. Then he said, no, he can't send Noah. I said, strictly illegal. Noah was a little, little, little wino. I had a fellow live next door to me who brewed homebrew in the bathtub. The beer we selling now not good enough. Good enough. But it was strictly illegal. 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 I don't think you want to do this to your children, do you? Man, you gonna make everybody up there wide open. I don't think you want to do this to your children, do you? Strictly, you know, we have people that live on the street that go into your local Dollar General store and buy shaving lotion for a high. For a high. For a high. Chevy's Regal is stamped and approved by the governmental agency that says this is for high. Healthy. 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 Strictly illegal. For a high. Healthy. For a high. Healthy. For a high. Healthy. Strictly. You don't want your child at a, at a party. Our children are already getting a... 
Getting a whole tub, enough alcohol. Brewed home brew in the bathtub. In the bathtub. I can just see my bootlegger now. No, I can just see my bootlegger now. Now, now, now. I got all I want for free. I got all I want for free. stuff exactly. it's so easy just throw it yeah. together you put some sugar and some water and some yeast in there yeah Get 10 
having just one beer. At least that's what I said when I got here. It felt so right, but it was wrong. I know that I've stayed too long. I think I must have drank a hundred beers. Well, I wished I'd only had one beer. God, I wished I'd never come in here. Brewcasters are back. It ain't for one beer. Whatever. Welcome back to the program. Thanks for sticking with us. A special thanks to Joe Hubbard uh, from Montgomery, Alabama, for coming on the show with us and talking about some of the weird beer laws there in Alabama. Also, special thanks to Craig Shaw, the brewmaster there at Avondale Brewing Company, a up-and-coming brewery in uh, Alabama, and we like to hear uh, that kind of stuff happening. So it's a, what a great show. What a fun topic to be able to talk to these guys. Moscow, good work, my friend. Good work. In the meantime, we've got Michael Fairbrother from Moonlight Meadery uh, back with us just to check in on him real quick. Uh, Michael, um, all I'm seeing, Twitter this, Moonlight that, Moonlight everywhere. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm getting sick of it, I got to say. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, brother. <laughs> <laughs> no, what a fantastic response. Uh, we did a great mead show with Michael just a couple of weeks ago, and I've been watching the Twittosphere uh, or something. What, uh, that's what it's called, right, JP? You're gay for saying that. What did you that. say? Thanks, buddy. And uh, I've been watching this reaction. I know you have been uh, you came out to California to open up the market a little bit and do a couple of appearances, and people have been going nuts for you, man. Yeah, it's been off the hook. I mean, we, we basically hand-carried four cases of the Utopian out for our distributor, yeah. and they sold out in the last uh, couple of days that we were out there. Beautiful. So <laughs> Great. <laughs> I mean, we had a blast. We worked our way from San Francisco all the way down to San Diego, and we had Beer Nation uh, BNN Army guys there at every stop. Well, so you did get to meet some of the wackadoos that we call the BN <laughs> Army, then, huh? Yeah, absolutely. They they hunted me down. I'm sure of it. And I got to hang out with Tasty up at uh, Beer City for a night, too, so that was fun. Oh, cool. Yeah, Tasty's a good time, man. That guy likes to party. He knows everyone, too. You'll go to a bar and immediately you'll have like 15 people that yeah. introduce you to. It's great. Oh, I'm glad you got to do that. So how's the launch? I mean, I know you guys were already here, but you came out to really uh, get, you know, launch a little bit more. How's that been going? You get more beer, uh, more mead for us here? Yeah, we uh, we basically sold out almost every stop we were at. Wow. So we <laughs> we walked into K&L Wines, and uh, they sold four cases while we were there in two hours. Wow. And then we were down in, um, oh, what was the place? Oh, I'm not going to remember all the names. That's okay. But we were down at uh, High Times down in uh, Orange County area. Love that place. That place is fantastic. The magazine? There's a bar called High Times? <laughs> the bar. The, the bar. Uh, wine store. It's and a- uh, th- we had two guys at the very end clear them out of every bottle they had. Wow. Wow. That's awesome, man. Great. Oh, you got to be proud to watch that happen. I would be. Yeah, and our Twitter base has doubled in size since we were on your show, and we shipped our first order to Australia. 
Okay. Thanks to you guys, and it's just been off the charts. Oh, I love it. See, that's the kind of stuff, and I'm I'm being serious here. When that's the result of being on this show, I love it. That's what we exist for is to help promote the good guys, you know? So, good. I'm glad about that, Michael. That's that's really good news. Yeah, I'm going to step up and sponsor you guys, man. There's no way I'm not going to let this pass up. It's it's uh, We're only using you guys for our advertising vehicle, and this is what we're going to do. Did you guys hear that Michael has All just right. said the Brewing Network right. will be his sole advertising avenue? Good oh, stuff. that's awesome. Good. Well, it sounds like our listeners are reacting, so you're you're going for the right. Thanks, Michael. That's I'm my heart is warmed. Thank you, man. Sure, Justin. No, that's really cool. We like bringing on new guys, and you know it's easy to 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 help sponsors that have an awesome product. I'll yeah. be honest with you. I mean, isn't it? If it's if because here's what happens. Whenever a new sponsor comes on, the BN Army jumps. They're like, all right, let's support these guys. They're supporting our favorite show. But, you know, on occasion, you go, you go taste the product, and it's not the best. It's maybe not all. <laughs> it happens. It's not everything you hope for. It, right. it happens on a, on a rare occasion. Right. Moonlight Mead is not the – this is not the case. It's, and it's not blowing smoke. No. You go no. To these guys, I know that the BN Army's like, oh, shit. JP and, and Justin, they weren't lying. This meat's awesome. Yeah, so. JP likes something. That's supposed to be good. <laughs> JP likes it. They're like, wow, <laughs> it must be something exceptional. <laughs> uh, well, thank you. So Moonlight Meadery is now a sponsor of the Brewing Network. That's how right. About, how about that? Yeah. Love it. And we, we hope to announce tomorrow night that we're nationwide. So being an army, go ask your local stores and bar, you know bars to carry our product, and we'll make it happen. Beautiful. Okay, yeah, do that, BN. That's how you can help out a sponsor of the show is go to your local and say, hey, we heard about this Moonlight Meadery. Can you figure out how to get it for us? And then you can buy it too. And that's the reason that guys like Mike will come on the on the Brewing Network and sponsor is because uh, you guys go out in force and ask for it. So. Yeah. I forget, we're going to see you at NHC, right? Absolutely. I'm presenting, and so is my partner, Bernice. She's doing a mead and cheese tasting, and I'm doing a, a, a talk on mead excellence. Oh wow! And and we're shipping out some mead that's never been had before. So you, oh good. Oh, I got to go to that one. You know the the one of the benefits of being a sponsor of the Brewing Network is that you get into our anniversary party for free, right? The JP. Oh, nice. JP didn't tell you that. No, oh, I, was, I, was, I was trying to fleece him for the hundred bucks. <laughs> it's a hundred bucks a ticket, right? I was like, JP's probably scalping your tickets yeah. right now. What a dick. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Wednesday night, June 20th, if you're, I don't know if you're coming in a little early, Michael, but you are absolutely on the guest list to come hang out with us there too. So be good. Oh, very cool. Yeah. We'll send you an email, let you know before JP scalps your ticket. (laughs) Done. It's on StubHub right now. (laughs) Right. It's listed as Michael Fairbrother's ticket (laughs) to BNA7. (laughs) Cool. Well, I'm looking forward to trying more of your meat at NHC, and I know a bunch of our listeners will be there too, so everyone will get to try some. That's good news. And we get free cases of of Moonlight, right? I mean, that's part of the whole deal, isn't it? (laughs) Cases. I haven't sent him his contract yet, but it's in the fine print, 10 cases of Brewcast. Perfect. Right. It's so fine that it's in an invisible ink. Michael, <laughs> you have to hold it to the but light. But it's there legally. Yeah. It's there. It's in the watermark. All right. Well, consider that first bottle of utopian a gift, then. Right? <laughs> right. Great. No, absolutely. Listen, I will buy that mead any day of the week. Yeah, absolutely. No freebies necessary. It's fantastic mead and uh, cool, Michael. I'm glad it's going well, and uh, he's now officially nationwide. How about that? That's Love pretty it. rad. Good stuff. Yeah. Announce it tomorrow, and hopefully everyone will keep retweeting it and finding your stuff, man. Good job. All right, Justin. Thank you. Take Cheers, care, brother. JP. Thanks, Michael. You too, man. There you go. But not Bevo or Nate. Fuck those guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. They're no help. 
I like Michael. He's a he's yeah. a really nice guy. Yeah. He's just really like warm and willing to share any information. He's just a cool dude. Yeah. He's and he's really he was when he got into really really into homebrewing. He got a stainless oh. I think 2050 tippy dump from Morbier. Oh yeah. And his avatar was a um, a gif of of him like dumping like mashing out like tilting the tippy dump system. Right. It was just like five pictures just in a row of the whole thing. He was just so He's into it. Geeked. Yeah, he's really into it. So Yeah. yeah. If you're looking for for some good product, uh, Michael has it. And it's one of those good success stories I always like to see, man. I like small business. I'm a fan. I, sh- I guess I should be. And, but uh, yeah, well. I'm a fan. I like seeing these guys succeed with something like that. If, yeah. if you put out a good product, you know, like the Brewing Network does. Right. You know. We, well, will. Will, eventually. Yeah, at some point. Yeah. Like we will, eventually. I love, I love seeing small business start up after us and do more with it. Right. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> wait, oh, I was like, wait a second. That's like all the compliments I get. <laughs> really backhanded and shitty. It's a compu salt. Yeah. You're yeah. handsome for an ugly guy. Oh. What is this? Uh, what's this sour beer? Yeah, what is this? This is a sour beer from our, uh, why am I, I have like five mics in front of my face. Uh, this is from Flat Tail Brewing. Our buddy's up there in uh, Corvallis, Oregon. This is a sour beer. It's a wit beer. It's beautiful. With plums added. With beer. Ah. And, yes. I knew there was some fruit-like twist to this thing. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's fermented with a wild plum yeast that uh-huh. they cultivated off the their plum the source. Yeah. yeah. And wow. so they're actually cultivating that yeast, and they have it banked, and that's their, like, sour their sour yeast. And, it, I mean, it, it is like eating a very tart plum. And every once in a while, you can kind of get some of the coriander in the back, mm-hmm. I think. I mean, it could be just the yeast characteristic, but uh, it's a really fantastic beer. So, yeah, cheers to those guys. I like it. Hopefully, they'll be at Summerfest. Maybe even be in A7. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Why That'd be not? nice. Why the hell not? Uh, the code is posting in the forum that uh, if you want to thank Joe Hubbard for coming on the show, he has a public email address. You can go to joe at hubbardforhouse.com. Joe at hubbardforhouse.com. And uh, you can email him and thank him for being on the program. Yep. And, of course, you could, uh, you know, express your interest in the passing of the homebrew legislation. But, That's um, true. you know, thank him for spending time with us, uh, if you can. Joe at hubbardforhouse.com. He's also on Twitter. I've been linking his Twitter handle, which is just at Joe underscore Hubbard, which is weird. Did you look through his Twitter? I did. And it's just a lot of legal stuff I didn't understand. Like, he's a uh, lawyer. He's like a, he's like a brainy lawyer, dude. He's like kind of a, he's kind of one of those smart guys. <laughs> <laughs> he knows some things. And yeah, things. he's real smart. Here recognizes the gentleman from Montgomery, Mr. Hubbard. Now, Mr. Ball, when you had this bill in committee, <laughs> Mr. Ball. I was originally for it. And then I started reading this little book here. You know what this is? It is the Constitution of the State of Alabama, the great, the great state. state. And I saw in this book, my county, Montgomery County, already allows for 45-ounce containers. What happens to my 45-ounce containers? I just wanted you to know that as I was looking into this, I realized that we would have to sacrifice my Colt 45 in order to get some of these gourmet beer bottles. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Perhaps I should get off the Colt 45 in the first place uh, because I've had problems with it for, for years now. Look at the big but, but I understand that this is a good bill, that we've got a company out of Atlanta, Georgia, that sells these gourmet beers and can't sell them. And that should this bill pass, they've got a piece of property over in Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah, listen to all that crap going on in the background. Yeah, they're just... That's rude. Just, it's a party. <clears throat> it is a party. Yeah. Woo! Show them to me! Getting six figures for hanging out. Ah. Love it. It's like working here. 
<laughs> exactly. You get six figures for just thinking about getting six figures one day. All right. Uh, what do we have to do? We got to give away some tickets to the Firestone Walker Brew Festival, which the Brewing Network is going to be at next week. Um, it's, we're going to be there next Friday and Saturday. The fest itself is on Saturday. We're going to be doing some uh, video interviews uh, with several different brewers coming from all over the country. I think we got uh, – who's on that list? We got Bells. We got Nebraska Brewing Company on the list. We mm. got our friend Meg Gill from the new Golden Road Brewery. Oh, nice. uh, I think she's going to be on there. Of course, we're going to talk to Matt and the Vintner who helped do the most recent Firestone anniversary. Uh, he, he actually is the guy who designed the blend. One of the blenders? Uh, Justin. And he's awesome. uh, apparently – he's a, a really renowned and award-winning Vintner throughout the world hmm. uh, from their region. He's down there in the, in the uh, slow County region, but apparently he's kind of a rock star in the wine world right now. And he did the Firestone anniversary project with them. So we're going to talk to him and Matt and do a bunch of interviews like that. You can come see us if you've already got tickets. If you don't have tickets, uh, we're going to give away a couple pairs of tickets right now. Uh, I tried to get through to Matt, but uh, <laughs> dude must be busy. So we'll just, we'll be the judge. What we did was uh, publicized that you should write a poem about... Uh, I wanted to appeal to uh, Moscow's artistic side and JP's softer side. <laughs> and uh, you have one of those. You write a poem about either Firestone or the Brewing Network for a chance to win two tickets uh, to the Firestone Festival, the sold-out Firestone Festival. I guess it's sold out in like a few hours, right, Moscow? Yeah, like under three hours. <laughs> this is a big deal. I mean, wow. I've, I've heard a lot of... People looking for tickets and not being able to find them, so this is your chance. We've got four tickets in our possession. We're going to give away two pairs right now. Uh, JP, I suppose what we should do yes. is read um, our finalists. So we got several uh, submissions, mm-hmm. and what we've done is narrowed it down to six finalists. Two of them will receive a pair of tickets each. We actually uh, we did do six, and then we got so many good ones oh. that we have eight. Oh, we now have eight finalists. Yes. God damn it. You can blame Scott for, for number eight. Uh, okay, well, let's do it. Uh, so here's what I expect uh, you guys to do. Nate, Bevo, Moscow, pay attention. <laughs> That's what I expect you to do. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> pay attention. Make whatever notes you need to do because we will be voting on the fate of uh, four lucky people going to the Firestone uh, Festival. All right, JP. Okay. What do you got? Lions, blind tigers, and bears. Black rye. Grain, not grape, is the king new jungle. Conical tanks are the new riverbanks at the mouth of the Firestone Walker Delta. Mash on, hop in, and ferment out. 12-ounce ships departing one way daily. Wow, I didn't expect people to take the poetry seriously. It's a little serious, yeah. It's a little hardcore. Like that dude's a that dude's actually a poet. Yeah, yeah you know or it's good because it didn't rhyme. It's like where's it the unicorn? It didn't so rhyme. So you know it's deep. It didn't rhyme. There was a lot of metaphor in there. Uh, There's a, a lot of metaphor. Uh, yeah. I mean, there were some some pretty serious symbols. I mean, the ships were departing twelve ounces at a time daily. One way. Look, when you tell me I'm listening to poetry, it needs to rhyme. Yeah. Yeah. It actually needs to be overdriven and auto It needs to start like this. Yeah. Hickory dickory dock. <laughs> there once was a man from Nantucket. Right. I can see Bevo. Can we get a techno beat behind 
Yeah, maybe we just need to put beats behind any of these things. Okay, well, that one uh, certainly down. had a little Whitman to it, and yes. uh, I'll uh, I'll consider it. Artful. Okay, next one. What would you do to party at the best beer fest in the world? Would you spend a night at Disneyland with JP? Nope. Would you give Justin all your Lou Pepe? Would you rightfully have your wife pleasure Brindelson or do it yourself if he so prefers? To get to the Firestone Walker Invitational Beer Fest, one must be open and willing if he wants to get his rocks off sipping the nation's best beers. Again, no rhymes. There were there were there was one rhyme, what and was that was rhyme? it. Uh, Disneyland with JP, give Justin all your Lou Pepe. Oh, but you didn't read it as Pepe. I did. No, you said Pepe. Well, whatever, dude. You got to read it right for the rhyme to work. I thought I read it right, but maybe I didn't because maybe not. <laughs> all right, so one rhyme. Um, I, I like know. that it talks about uh, you know Mac getting a handy and whether or not you'll do it or your wife will do it. Hey, it just says pleasure. It didn't say specifics. Come on, we all know it. Could be yeah. anal. You never know. <laughs> right. See, that's the stuff I was expecting. Yeah, except funnier, of course. Uh, but uh, right, people are very serious about their poetry so far. They are. All right, what else we got? Okay, this one is called The Rat Pad. Hang on one second. I just want to apologize for the lawn mowing that's going on in the background. Thank God, this has to be the last garage show I ever do. There's a neighbor with it. I'm pretty sure he's got the lawn mower in one hand and the leaf blower in the other. With the BN app streaming. Explode. The snap is about to happen. Yeah, Where's my chainsaw? I'm going to go out and help him. It's hidden. Video of this. That neighbor really is going at all. Every day I've been here, weekday, weekend, time, doesn't matter. He's out there doing work on his or his neighbor's places. He has OCD about the yard. He doesn't know. He's not that. He... (laughs) You know how Doc has ADD? Oh, uh-huh. yeah. What do you <laughs> mean? like, oh. What do you mean yeah. goldfish, Alaska? Yeah. This guy with his yards. I mean, it's all he does. He literally walked across the street with his gas-powered, like, trimmer yep. to trim your neighbor's lawn. Yeah, he does it. Does he, he By the way, it's 8.30 at night! Right. On a yeah, Sunday. Yeah, exactly. Has on a Sunday done night. Yet? Oh, he's done yeah. it. Oh, yeah. You know, he mows my lawn, too. What? And I have a gardener. Do you really? He mows my lawn. I don't need it. I thought I Clearly needed not. it. <laughs> no, but I don't, don't need it. I'm canceling the guy tomorrow because my neighbor does it. He'll watch. In another minute, he'll be out in the backyard blowing away the leaves and shit. Yeah, I think he just spotted a blade that was like quarter inch higher than the other. Yeah. <laughs> he blows away Walker's shit. He blows it into the neighbor's, the other neighbor's yard. The blades will chop it up. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, go on, JP. Okay. Uh, I like some people titled it. So this one is called The Rat Pad is Crying. Mm, he's serious. The rat pad is crying and is all alone. Not a brewcaster still belching into a microphone. Justin's not there to work on the boards, nor is Tasty and his many hordes. No Doc, no Shat, nor Bevo's twins. Only a shell of a house, home to so many sins. And just a quiet room still smelling of arsenic. To on to Martinez it is, and JP suck a dick. Oh, that one's That's good. really nice. That's good. That All was right. from T-Boner. Jippy, can we give Bevo your, her headset back so you can use that microphone? Because she's got oh, yeah. commentary and laughter that goes on to, w- with these things. Yeah, laughter and commentary. Here, now, now move your microphone over and let me make sure it works. All right. Check 5-9-er over and out to the go. box man. <clears throat> All right. I'll turn you on in a second. Wait till. 
Wait till Moscow, the microphone mover. Assassin is what he is. He's like, oh, here, let me wiggle this microphone around yeah. during your entire fucking interview. Against my Man. jersey. <laughs> yeah. Hang on. Let me put the microphone in my pocket and jog in place for a second. All right, there you go. Now you're both. Okay, so I liked that because it rhymed. Okay. So you know it's a poem. <laughs> this so this know, is I a like, good commentary. Bevo's coming. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, commentary. But wait, wait. No, 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 commentary no, sponsored by Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Kmart today, remember? Okay, Kmart. Thank you. <laughs> uh, that's a true story, by the way. Um, arsenic doesn't have a smell, does it? Okay, first I don't of all, know. If, if that's Odorless, what you're tasteless. Who have you tried to kill? Recently? If that's what yeah. you're going to say, then you shouldn't ask, am I right? After you no, state I'm, that. I'm fairly certain. I Look think Bevo up. makes a good point. She comes from a long line of uh, women who have tried to kill their men. <laughs> we marry men like Sam. <laughs> yeah, so I'm pretty sure we can trust her on the arsenic side of things. That's all. Okay, that's all you had to say. That's but it, you liked it no. other than that. I did enjoy Arsenic it. and all funny. Look it up. I bet you it does. I don't want to. Somebody else in the chat can do it and just let me know. There you go. Well, you let us know. You guys, they will. All <laughs> right. What else do you have? Okay. That uh, was number three, right? Now we're on to number three. four. Okay. Yes, sir. Uh, this one is titled, My Love for Firestone Walker by Robin the Brave. Is that a male Robin? It's a female Robin, I think. How do you know? Well, because uh, looking at the Twitter avatar, it was either it, it's a, a a picture of a broad and a dude trying to be really funny with the stupid funny fake teeth, like the Billy, old yeah. Billy teeth. Yeah. Uh, so it could be. I'm hoping that it's the chick. Okay. Um, just cause. Carry on. Yeah. Uh, my love for Firestone Walker. Barley is yellow. Hops are green. When I fall asleep at night, Firestone Walker beers take over my dreams. Rhyme. When they poured my <laughs> first pint, I was so happy I gasped. So if I win these tickets, I'm planning on stealing a double barrel ale cask. Okay. It's direct. It rhymes. It sucks. They're all so serious. Where's the... This one's selfish. I guess we we probably posted it wrong. I probably should have said, send in your humorous poems. I just assumed that that our listenership would have known not to write us a real (laughs) poem. Oh, and well, this one is your favorite. By the way, that was a rhyme. I'm going to put my glasses back on the shelf. If I don't get these tickets, I'm going to kill myself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're all very serious. That's all I want to do. Shows how much people want to go to this thing. (sighs) Whatever happened to Roses are Red? It was a rhymer, but I liked the one before it more. Hang on, my neighbor's about to mow my garage. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you can mow your hair while he's at it. I'm going to mow my hair. Concrete haircut. Oh. Oh, back. Yeah. All right, go ahead, KP. <laughs> oh, they came forth, the army of the BN. Knowing whence they were acclaimed to wander towards the camp, seeking and quelling of the maddening thirst brought forth by the brewcaster necromancer. A barrel, nay, two it may take to consume such a fire in the pit of the clan of Firestone Walker. Wow. That was Dante's Inferno. High school sure. drama class. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Pinned by Warrior Poet. <laughs> F you, Warrior Poet. A barrel, nay, two! <laughs> nay! Nay! <three>. Oh, nay! <laughs> Before the necromancer. <laughs> yeah. What the F? I'm pretty sure he just invoked uh, uh, Nate over there. He's a quester. Yeah. The brewcaster necromancer. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he took a break from Dungeons and Dragons yes, to enter exactly. this competition. Hey, that's tomorrow night, and that doesn't count. 
Uh, this just in, that was actually uh, the singer to Nathan's band. That's one of their songs. Yes. He just sent in, he just submitted. It's normally read in a different voice. Uh, JP, something like that. That's but, actually, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's actually how it's normally we'll read. We'll slow it down, make it dramatic for you. It was very good, <laughs> hey, JP. Slow it down, it sounds like JP. And then... Firestone had a necromancer. That's how we. That's what happens when you slow it down. And I'm going to win this contest because I have plus two saving throw against other poetry. I have come forth with my twelve sided dice. The lisp is mandatory. It would only be one die because you don't need multiple twelve sided dice. Is there gasoline? Yeah, I wasn't saying dice. I just you. I had to leak oh, gas at the oh, end. I, said, I had it right. I'm feeling lightheaded. I got to leak gas. All right. A very. All right. Thank you. What's his name? Warrior poet. poet. Oh, warrior poet. Yeah. Got it. You know he was channeling William Wallace or some shit like I that. I see. Angry right. poet. Got he painted it. himself blue. That's the second turd you've laid in about a, a minute. It's so bad. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, what well. else? Just take the microphone back. Take it away from me. Uh, I'd like to write a poem for you now, too. Roses are red, violets are blue, one tit is small. Fuck you. <laughs> My eyes are up here. Okay, just for the record, it's still not small. Oh, okay, sorry. It's, it's just not others. very large. <laughs> oh, my God. But would you believe that Sam is the retard of the family? <laughs> All, right. All right, go ahead, please. Okay, I once tasted a double jack beer. And uh, actually, I like this one because all the rhyming words are in capital letters. As opposed to the other double jack you tasted. Yeah. Well, they're all in caps and all the rhyming words, so I know. Okay. Once I tasted a double jack beer. It tasted so good, I bought it all year. Another surprise, it was a local beer. My senses told me he was not alone. <laughs> well, that's his artistic yeah. For there were others brewed by Firestone. Oh. I said, my God, my God, I'm here to stay. For my next encounter was a DBA. Oh. Why, oh, why is this so good? A guy named Matt just smiles and says, it's from the wood. Oh, the mm. barrel, a little homage yeah. to Matt. Plus, he put in Y-O-Y. Right. Oh, that's true. Anytime you put things... Uh, 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 apparently, when you're writing poetry, you're supposed to use language that is, uh, you know, Outdated. from the 1700. <laughs> yeah, just like poetry. Y-O-Y. <laughs> Nay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll put... The, I got it yeah. down. Go ahead. You know when you watch uh, TV and you, you get real uncomfortable and embarrassed for people on TV? Yes. Like this. Like this when we I watch feel. our own programs. <laughs> no, I, I don't know what you mean. Oh. Uh, what number? This is. This will be seven. This will be seven. Yes. Where is it? That's the wrong one. Here we go. I'll drink beers at a game of soccer on the hops like some kind of stalker. I'll have stouts and sours waste away the hours with my friends at Firestone Walker. He's like, first of all, (laughs) soccer? Who gives a shit? Well, because it rhymes at the end. I know. He's like, Walker. What else rhymes with Walker? Oh, soccer. Soccer, Bocker, Chocker. Soccer's the first thing. What are you? Are you an American or not? (laughs) Soccer. I, I saw a hot chick at Firestone Walker. 
So I walked up to her and fucking socked her. Now that's a rhyme. Now that would have given right? you points. Yes. <laughs> socked her is good. Yeah. Soccer. I got one more. Wait, read it again. Oh, I got to go back to the other Why? stupid thing. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. All right, I, I, I got my sh- next He shot his foot off on the first line, so there's go no ahead. point. Do the final one. Oh, okay, I got to go back. You're such an asshole. We have to give away two sets of tickets. Right. Here we go. To this talent. Roses are red, violets are blue. Here we go. JP can suck it. Please send me the tickets so I can escape from my five kids for the weekend and get drunk. <laughs> Thank you. Now that's a poem. That's good. Again, let me write my notes. Real fucking dude. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Okay. So that's it. All right. We had eight poems there. Well, we had eight things. <laughs> well, poetry, like art, as you will agree, Moscow, is, uh, has is a awful wa- most of the time. <laughs> has a wide berth. It's subject to interpretation. I disagree. Baby. There's something about your face. I, just, I disagree. Because <laughs> yeah, I have asshole face. That's true. Otherwise known as art. Art face. Yeah, otherwise known as art face. All right, I wrote down the lions. First one was a real poem about lions and shit. Mm-hmm. Lions and bears. Ships yeah. departing. That's a Firestone thing. Uh, yep. Lions yep. and the bears. The lion and the bear, yeah. yeah. Uh, second poem was uh, uh, I would like to party at the best fest in the world, and, and either me or my wife will pleasure Matt. Is yeah. my summary of that. Yeah. You know what we should do? Is we, my summarizing helping? Yeah, I was thinking we, we should we should do one of two things. We should start writing uh, summaries of movies. Yes. And then uh, start taking over for cliff notes because I Good think idea. you're you're right on you're right on the ball with that. I do have a, a way of capturing, I think, the essence of uh people's intentions. You do. Uh the next one was called The Rat Pad is Crying, and it was all about an empty rat pad. That personally, I will say, touched me. You know, the Rat Pad is lonely right now with some Episcopalian family in it. <laughs> no um, way. Yeah. Beba, wow. more shitty kids. Beba, go ahead. Oh. <laughs> you can say that again. There you had you to turn me off because I was losing it there for a minute. That's right. yeah. <laughs> Understandable. I'm okay with it. <laughs> All right. Uh, somebody's in the chat room freaking out. Was it supposed to be 50 words or less? Oh, oh yes. I knew this was going to happen. Uh-oh. Some asshole listener is counting the words, aren't they? Cry me a liver. Cry me a liver. They're right, too. So, so who did they count had more than 50 words so I don't know. Far? I didn't care enough to ask. Okay, I'll ask for you because well, I know, that, you I know where this is going. He asked me like four times in capitals. Go ahead, please, and tell us which of the eight poems that JP read that you sat there counting had more than 50 words, and I will disqualify them for you, yeah. you stickler douche. <laughs> and yes, that was a rule. Hey, they had to be 50 rules. words. Let's see, Moscow. I'm with him. Yeah, by actually, the way, by the way he Mos- actually sent me rules are rules, yeah. too. <laughs> Yeah. I'm pretty sure me, Moscow? Moscow's the one typing to... I'd say he's using his phone, but we know that's not the case. <laughs> right. He still carries around a rotary phone. Well, the the one we were just on from T-Boner about the rat pad is crying, Yeah, that's like 60 words. I it was? It. Yeah. Well, uh, because of people in this world like Scott the Jew wow. and whoever that asshole is in the chat room, I will disqualify the rat pad is crying. Sorry. Guess number 12318. Zero two. Wow. <laughs> well, and then you have to. It's a rule. And then you have to disqualify the second one about pleasuring Matt Brindleton. Oh, I don't want to disqualify you have that to. one. Bad. If you disqualify T Boner, can't we just can't we just cut out a couple of the words ourselves and get it no, back? I can't do that. 
I want to win my tickets. And even though my poem sucked, it was under 50 words. Yeah, I guarantee you. 271756, whoever this is, has a poem in the running. I guarantee you. Yeah, oh, I was yeah. going to say, I bet he doesn't. I bet he's just a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> even worse. Yeah. All right. So I got to take out pleasure, yep. Matt. Yep. Who invented these rules? Next rules of our contest are going to be these are the rules. Until you're an asshole. Until right. otherwise. And then Justin will change the rules to whatever the hell he wants or thinks makes for good human beings. How about that? How about that rule? <laughs> All right, I've, I've deleted it. Two down, huh? So we still have li- the first one, which is about lions and bears, and it was yeah. a real poem. That's pretty artful. Yeah. That didn't rhyme, so Bevo was upset. <laughs> so then you go down to then the I one. Have my love for Firestone. That should fit. I didn't count, but that's total. That should fit. That's my next one. My love okay. for fire. Are you sure? Yeah. We better be sure. Or okay. Moscow is Here. going to. Since the guest wants to ruin good radio. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nice. ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, eighteen. Eight, 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 what 20, number am I thinking of? Twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, twenty-nine, thirty, thirty-one, thirty-two, thirty-three, thirty-four, thirty-five, thirty-six, thirty-seven, thirty-eight, thirty-nine, forty, forty-one, forty-two, forty-three, forty-four, forty-five 32 33 34 35 36 37 38 39 40 41 42 43 44 45 words ah! okay all right good job robin you did it all right all right so robin with my love for firestone she's the one who said a bunch of nice things and then said i will steal a cask mm-hmm. right Excuse me. All right. What's next? Uh, then Warrior Poet with your favorite, which uh, is less than 50 words. Oh, they can, how could it be? You know why it's less than 50 words? It actually would be more than 50 words, except that he used Old English to write it. Yeah. Right. So, the, so what normally takes seven words String is together. one word like, Oh, fourth cometh nor- necromancer. <laughs> and that's actually one, only one word. That's, that's one word. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Uh, right. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's like 50... Three words. Uh-oh. <coughs> Let me Kick try it again. The necromancer is? Yeah, hold on. One, Warrior two, mage or whoever he was. <laughs> All right. In the meantime, I got Grodd calling in on Skype. Grodd, what's happening, man? I just got to pull you guys up a bit here. I mean, who the fuck made these rules in the first place? They're the people you should be persecuting, not guest 14392 or whatever his name is. I made the rules because I didn't... Well, because fuck I, you then, Joey. <laughs> because I know you, BNers. Uh, you're long-winded douchebags. I have to listen to your whole life story before you ever get it to the punchline. So I thought... Let me, t- let me tell you words. about my trip to the US, okay? I'll, I'll start at the beginning. Let me tell you beat it. Yeah. Let me tell you not there, I won't. But I've got to say that, look, if, if you're going to impose these rules, yeah. please... Just, you know, stick by it. You know, have some balls and say, yep, I imposed the rules. I got caught out. Don't blame the guest. But isn't or, it more, isn't it more the, uh, spirit, the, of the spirit of no. the law no, rather than the letter of the law? And the spirit was to keep you all from getting bored from a 600-word poem from some idiot. I got bored on the first line of the first poem, if you can call it. <laughs> yeah. Here's I should have just made it a haiku. JP. I should have said, write it's a haiku. And that's exactly. how you went. JP, count, count the number of words in all these poems. If we're only left with two, they win by proxy. We're fucking done. We're going to the next segment. We are. Exactly. I mean, we that's are. what you want. That's what you get. I mean, artistic license, you can't say 50 words or less. I mean, yeah. that's You ever that's heard of haiku, You can just say, for Christ's sake, keep it short. <laughs> Which is, yeah, but the but, Army doesn't understand 50 words the is listeners who, short. The listeners who wrote shitty short poems actually had the best strategy because they knew the others were going to be too long. Yeah. <laughs> right. This is all so, part of the strategy. Yeah. They knew what I knew. Well, uh, and, and, and also, too, I want to put my vote, not that I've got one, 
to the that last one. He was a ripper, that guy. The real dude um, with the roses are red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get away from his five kids and his wife and get pissed, you know? <laughs> right. Well, and Nate hit it on He's the head. He's got to get one. All of the other right. poems are disqualified because they're too you. long. You cut me off yet. Yeah. Um, there's a few of us planning on making a trip to B&A 8 if you guys survive that long and we'll right. And um, But I'm not going to do it unless I can sort of get the skinny on some um, tickets. Yeah, you want to know if tickets are on sale already, <laughs> Dick? Sorry, so when will the B&A 8, 8 ones go on sale? Jesus. Can you tell me that? Just between uh, you and Okay. Uh, they're guaranteed to go on sale by the at, at the latest by the day before the event. That's that's good to know. Somewhere between now <laughs> and then. You can then. cut me off now. Thank you. Thank you, Rod. Later. <laughs> so, all right. So that one with the Firestone Walker and the it's from the wood and all that kind of shit, that's disqualified. Wait, wait. My love for Firestone from Robin is that, disqualified? No, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, that, that's we got that one and the very last one. That's probably it. Right. Oh, uh, the one from Warrior Poet that's disqualified yeah. by three words. Which? Oh, that's okay. I got yeah. that. I'll delete that. Um, then the next one, the uh, guy named Matt just smiles. That's disqualified. So basically, the, we is have that the double Jack beer. Did yep. it start with? Yeah. Yep. So basically, we have roses are red. Yeah. We have the one from uh, the uh, My Love for Firestone Walker, and we have the lions, blind tigers, and bears. Wait, 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 wait. What about the one about soccer? Oh fuck! We have that piece of shit. No, too. that I. I <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. All one. right, so we have lions we have and bears. Poem yep. number one. Right, that's the best poem. We have my love for Firestone. Yes, we about stealing the cast. Right. We have soccer is soccer great. One. Soccer is gay. <laughs> I wrote this poem. Yesterday. I'm really gay. <laughs> I just I know you're not supposed to do it twice, but yeah. it deserved it. <laughs> and then we had roses are red. Read that one again. Roses are red, violets are blue, JP can suck it. Please send me the tickets so I can escape from my five kids for the weekend to get drunk. Thank you. All right, everybody agrees that they get one pair of tickets. Yeah. Yes. Right? Okay. All right. Please read once again the three finalists, which are... There's only... Okay. Is there three left or just two? There's three. There's three left. Really? Three. Okay. Lions blind. Oh, by the way, uh, Jesus, roses fuck. are red and dudes and things. Uh, send an email to justin at thebrewingnetwork.com, and uh, I will get you yeah. your tickets. Plus, JP has email, your email, yeah. so we'll, we'll double check. Don't you guys try to cheat? No. By sending in too many words. Shit. <clears throat> Heaven forbid. Right, 53 on. words. You know, that's too much. We can't take it. Bunch of jerks. Lions, blind tigers, uh, lions, blind tigers and bears. Black rye. Gray, not grape, is the king new jungle. Whatever that means. Uh, conical tanks are the new riverbanks at the mouth of the Firestone Walker Delta. Mash on, hop in, and ferment out. 12-ounce ships departing one way daily. Can we have Moscow read that one, please? I would like to hear Moscow the artist read that and in, in how he would interpret that poem. I like because it less the second time. I don't know why. It's got You like it less the yeah. second time. I feel like it's got something to it. It just maybe needs the right voice. You know. The screen just. Oh, here that's, we go. That's true. fair enough. <clears throat> Lions, blind tigers, and bears. Black rye. Grain, not grape, is the king new jungle. Conical tanks are the new river banks at the mouth of the Firestone Walker Delta. Mash on, hop in, ferment out. 12 ounce chips departing one way daily. Bevo just hung herself with her microphone cord. <laughs> I can't blame her. That wasn't artistic enough for you, Bebo? It was too artistic. All right. I wish it was a noose made for two, you know what I mean? Read my love for Firestone. Um, Hold on, let me skip through all the DQ'd. Uh, Barley is yellow, hops are green. When I fall asleep at night, Firestone Walker beers take over my bean. Oh, my dreams. 
I peed. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, Robin the Brave. All right. Barley is yellow, hops are green. When I fall asleep at night, Firestone Walker beers take over my dreams. Uh-huh. When they poured my first pint, I was so happy. I gasped. So if I win these tickets, I'm planning on stealing a double barley old cask. Okay, and finally read us the soccer poem. I like, I like my edition of that, too. Um, all right. I'll drink, beers at a, I'll drink beers at a game of soccer. <laughs> On the hops like some kind of stalker. I'll have stouts and sours waste away the hours with my friends at Firestone Walker. I like that poem. <laughs> <laughs> Moscow's like, what are you guys talking about? That's, That's good. I'm going to check my email. If that one wins, JP has to talk in that voice for the rest of the show. <laughs> it's a good thing we're ending. So. I don't know. I actually kind of like the one that Scott read, even though I hung myself. Like I feel like him reading it kind of gave it a little something. He read it the right. same way I did the first no, time. He didn't. You bitch. <laughs> All right. While we're waiting for our winner. What are we waiting for? Are we trying to choose one of these? Well, yeah, we have to choose one. Well, let's do it. Of course we have to choose one. Oh, but you want to read something. I have to read something. No. Shouldn't Bebo read something? Bebo, come over here. I'm sounding out the word the. the. No, I'm not coming over there. <laughs> what the? Tahee. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell just happened over there, Bebo? <laughs> I was reading I knew what she was doing right away. You speak idiot. That's why. Bebo. So stupid! <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much. For I'm gonna go down to the m- <laughs> all in my car. Sound it out. Car, <laughs> car. Come here and help me do this, no. uh, Adam and Eve. Ad. I don't want to. Come on, please, Bevo. No. Bevo, come on. They requested it. it. They requested specifically. You're a liar. If a female counterpart on your show, could JP, re- go read it. No, they actually really did. It's they <laughs> gave me new copy points, and they said if a female counterpart <laughs> can help read, it will it'll help. Yeah, and I shouldn't have to argue throw with that, you. Throw that microphone around a little oh. bit more too. To yeah, all right. I got, sound like Moscow now. Oh please, it was her the whole time. Uh, Ballscow? All right, I'm going to read most of it. And and you're just going to read one line. Just hang in there for a second. Uh, AdamandEve.com. Uh, you know, you go to AdamandEve.com right now. For a limited time only, AdamandEve.com will let you get three free adult DVDs with your order. Go to AdamandEve.com and order almost any item at 50% off. Choose a new adult toy, uh, lube, or almost anything for uh, like uh, over 18000 uh, products. All you have to do is use coupon code BNARMY at checkout, and you get three free adult DVDs. Uh, DVDs. Uh, so, and you get to choose the DVDs. Uh, and here's what you get to choose from. Uh, really? Choose from genres such as anal, amateur, Asian, big breast, big butt, bisexual, <laughs> chunky, <laughs> co-eds, fetish, gay, interactive point of view, Lesbian, MILFs, etc. Lots of variety. Thank you, Bebo. Thank you. Uh, and you can also shop on your mobile phone at adamandeve.com. Just use coupon code BNRB. Yeah. Wonderful work, Bebo. I think we have our poetry winner. Why, does, <laughs> yeah. why doesn't gay encompass lesbian? Why do they? Isn't that redundant? Gay? Uh, gay. I guess just dudes. I don't know. I don't know. Tech, if Mr. Tactical, why don't you write to them and ask? Yeah. yeah. Why don't you say homosexual? And then it's one category. <laughs> yeah, those are the rules. I didn't write them. 
I don't know why it. Because lesbians have been around before gays. Why didn't the copy stop at choose from anal? <laughs> Period. Deci- decision made. <laughs> yes. I, I wish they would just take the the commas out and choose from anal. Bisexual, gay, lesbian, co-ed, <laughs> big tits, chunky. Amateur chunkies. Yeah, chunky, and more. Really? Chunky's a genre. Chunky's a genre. Oh, terrible. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, we've been recording. Never mind. <laughs> chunky is a genre, Devo. <laughs> Sam playing with your baby. Nothing. It, that's not what you think it yeah. was. Just relax. How was that double jack from Daniel? <laughs> <Ralph? laughs> Campbell soup and porn. Fuck, I love you so much. I really Shut do. Up. Okay. Bebo's the best. She is the best. He's the man. All right. Um back to the poems. I do I do like Nate's suggestion poems. that that uh Bebo's entry is um Is, is that? There. Should it's we should be. we give Bebo the chance to win the two tickets with uh <laughs> choose from anal? <laughs> <laughs> I like how Bebo actually did great until she got the chunky and she's like, what the f-? Because yeah. <laughs> I pictured myself in a porno. And it's I was just like, ridiculous. Aww. Aww, <laughs> you should be proud that it's a genre. Not that you fit it. I just had a baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah, eight months ago. Seven. No. Oh. Back off. <laughs> hey, J Lo lost it in a month. Oh, but J Lo has motivation. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Yes. <laughs> to look good for Goals. you guys sam <laughs> right sam right yeah sam's like <laughs> sam is the penguin <laughs> okay uh so we still have uh lions and bears my love for firestone and soccer mom and soccer mom yeah to vote for that's right uh you guys ready to vote i'm ready to vote oh yeah okay Everybody, you have your votes beef do you have your vote thought of this is a legitimate competition for two tickets to the Firestone Walker Brewfest. <laughs> She's still hung up on the chunky. Jippy, do you have your yeah, vote? Oh, I'm ready. I don't know if I have I my do. vote either. I don't know. What were the what were the three again, please? Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jippy, can you read them again, please? <laughs> yeah, sure. I would love to do that. Lions and Bears. Okay. The mascot for Firestone. Uh, my love for Firestone. About you know it's all nice and then she steals the thing at the end yeah. and then the soccer thing how did that one end? Who cares? He can enjoy pints with all of his friends at Firestone Walker. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, raise your hand in the room if it's oh, sorry. lions and bears. Oh, two votes out of five. Two votes out of five for lions and bears. Hmm. Raise your hand if it's my love for Firestone. Two votes out of five. <laughs> Raise your hand if it's soccer, mom. Oh my god! My One vote from end. Moscow. Okay, Moscow, you are the tiebreaker. You now have to. You're. So, I'm sorry, but soccer mom is not going to win. Bullshit. Yeah. You sorry, have to your break the tie go. between lions and bears or my love for Firestone. Keeping in mind that uh, they will be going. Uh, to the sold-out Firestone Walker Brew Festival next weekend, next Saturday. And it's invite-only. It's invitational. Yeah. Great breweries. Yeah. We're going to be there uh, doing our interview thing and camping. Also, the, the Mother Hips are playing. It's a big deal. Uh, will it be Lions and Bears or My Love for Firestone? My Love for Firestone, no doubt. My Love for Firestone wins it. Robin wins it. All right, Robin. 
Congratulations. You've won yourself two tickets to the Firestone Walker Brew Fest. The Brew Invitational, as JP points out. That's true. Wonderful breweries, a good location. It's going to be a good time. It's all happening next weekend. The Brewing Network will be there, and we'll bring you home some coverage. If you didn't win tickets or get tickets, don't worry. Uh, we're going to put some coverage up the, the following week, and you'll get to see all the fun that Things, we had. Yeah, and stuff. Oh. Uh, uh, hey, you guys heard about this beer smith? A little bit, yeah. but I'd love to hear more. So there's a couple new things about Beersmith. You know, Beersmith is the uh, recipe building software that we talk about all the time now because it's, uh, it's up to date. It's not out of date. There's support for it. Um, in fact, the new versions are brand new. Mm. We all started using it here at the Brewing Network because you get a free 21-day trial, too, so you don't right. have to take our word for it. But there's also BeersmithRecipes.com, a new Beersmith recipe sharing service. Oh, I didn't so know So that this. you can go on and share recipes with your colleagues. That's what. That's other people who do the same thing that you do, JP. Oh, but I thought it like professionally, though. Uh, well, I don't know. Uh, free to anyone to set up a basic, a basic account with over 2,400 members signed up in the first week of its launch. Wow. Nice. It lets anyone search and browse thousands of public beer recipes. As simple as typing in a few keywords like Irish Red. Has advanced search option, options, limit recipe by type, sort by rating, view brewers, other recipes, etc. All sorts of different things. Way to get new recipes. Go to beersmithrecipes.com. Uh, also, Beersmith 2.1 is a new site integrated with Beersmith. Uh, puts the recipes there with the programming via a simple cloud folder. Recipes stored in your cloud folder appear online instantly. I'm telling you, the guy, Brad, is bringing brewing software into, the, into our century, into, yeah. into today. He's yep. the Joe Hubbard of Alabama. I mean, come or, on. Of beer software. Right. Thank so they'll you. be getting Beersmith in Alabama in 2057? In 2057. What's Perfect. wrong with math? Go to Beersmith.com right now or BeersmithRecipes.com and check it out because you get a free 21-day trial. Plus, you can do a basic account on a recipe site uh, for free also. So go check it out and support our sponsor, Brad, over yep. at Beersmith. Is Brad's Brad. last name Smith? It is, actually. It is, yeah. He's my brother. Perfect. Yeah. He's Nate's brother, Brad. Yep. He's my other brother, Brad. <laughs> my name's Brad. No, he's a good dude, though. Hung out with him at NHC last year. He's very focused on developing that software and bringing all kinds of cool new features into it. So. True. It's true. He it's is. cool to see him doing this. He is also a very progressive kisser. Really? Yeah. Oh. So he's yeah. the best. You got to know him really well. I did. He's yeah. the best yeah. French kisser. Yeah. My dad said so. I call it freedom kissing, but that's just me. It's freedom kissing. Yeah. All right. Are we done? Uh, yeah, I did forget to uh, load up a Twitter game, so uh, that's not happening. This Spider week. Wrangler said he asked a question anyway, and you should be getting prompts. I don't know what that means. Huh? Okay. Asked a question and getting he prompts? He asked a Twitter question for you, and you should be getting like answers. Or oh, he did the game for you, JP. Um, I don't know. Sorry. Tell him I don't know. Do I have to pay him a punch in the mouth this week because <laughs> he did the Twitter game for you? Well, you know, hey, it's not if it's not on the agenda. I mean, it's it's only fair, right? If if that if you didn't do it, he yeah. should get the same pay. Oh, yes, that you did. Yes, yes. So, so I yes, Fold, definitely forward my paycheck. I will. I will definitely owe him a punch in the mouth. Yeah. Um, are we gonna do a hot mess of the week? No, because I can't really take calls and okay. and um and I don't give a shit. <laughs> I am kind of over it with the with the heat and the thing and then the guy and the the br- my neighbor's still out there like mowing the car. I think yeah. right now at this point, I just need to take a it is bit after off nine yeah. p.m. Everyone, everyone mows the grass at nine p.m. Over here. Yeah. He's like mowed everything, dude. If 
if I lived here, I'd be pissed. My kid would be asleep. I'd Oh, there, no, yeah, oh, no. no you way. wouldn't be. But he'd be mowing your kid right now. <laughs> That's true. So right. you'll just take a little off the back Haircut? on this one. Yeah. Yeah. Or with his blower, like he's got the he's got the two-stroke blower. When your baby shit herself, he'd just come blow it off. He'd just be like, no, just hold her up. I'll blow it off. Oh, that, that might be convenient. All the shit just okay goes flying that. right off of there. Is this going to be the first Drunk of the Weekless show that you've ever done? No, uh, I think we've had to have done one or two others before. I don't think it's the first. It's the first in a long time. Yeah, we've done it a bunch of times. Uh, now that there's no firearms, we have to. Brennelson just got back to me. He oh, wants sick. to know. He wants to know if it's too late to do the giveaway. Uh, we, we could read him the uh, the winners. Brennelson would He would have awarded it to Soccer Mom without a doubt. See, Brennelson <laughs> was the key vote, not me. All right, Aaron. No, he would have liked the suck off one, but there was uh, a li- word limitation problem. It went from a one. hand job to right. a suck off. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Aaron is writing in, uh, Skyping in. Aaron, what's happening? Theo Brew again. Theo, what's up, man? Yeah, uh, drunk of the week. No, this is not drunk of the week, Liz. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I feel it. like I'm in so I'm Aaron Axe murderer. Well, he's the drunk of the week. He's owning it. He's saying, look, you can't do that. All right, uh, Aaron, go ahead. Uh, why are you drunk of the week, my friend? You're not going to shoot a gun, are you? No, 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 no. All right, that's fair. I heard Brian, and I heeded to his warning. <laughs> you put your guns away. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Aaron's keeping the peace now, thanks to Brandon, I think it was. Brandon, yeah. that's what, whatever. <laughs> How <laughs> do you know that? Whatever that asshole's name was. <laughs> All right, Aaron, uh, uh, have you drank a lot today? I mean, I've had like, I, I don't know, I can't count. My floor's like riddled with... Beers. So the answer is no. I don't know. I've lost count. Is there also a chalk outline on your floor? (laughs) (laughs) No. They're in the shape of a six pack. (laughs) Right. How do you know you're drunk? Well, when your friend's been traced onto your hardwood floor, (laughs) you probably had too much to drink. Uh, All right. Okay. Um, How would you? No, I tried to to go in during the week last week, but I failed, so I thought I'd try again. Well, guess what? You got a repeat. JP's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck's going on over there? All right, well, fuck it. Aaron's um, drunk of the week. Oh! We don't even I would rather have gotten drunk of the week less. We don't even want to know how his friends know when he's drunk? No. Ha- Aaron, how do your friends know when you're drunk? I'm real boring. I start singing Disney. All right, sing us some Disney right now. <laughs> Let's get down to business to defeat. The Huns. Did they send me daughters when I asked for sons? What is this from? I was going to say, yeah. Met, but you can bet before we're through. Somehow I'll make a man out of you. Who right. the fuck Bebo. sings Mulan? I don't even know. I'm going to get to the bottom of that right now. Aaron, I have an qu- important question for you. And listen, I don't care what the answer is, but. You like wieners, right? Not at all. What? Come on. Not you even, just sang even... Mulan. Yeah, so? Yeah, it's okay to like wieners. Not I even... know it's okay to like wieners. Trust me, I'm all for it. Not even like something from the Jungle Book. <laughs> or something credible, dude. Uh, a yeah. whole new world, something. A whole new world. That's less wienery. A whole wienery. new yes. world. <laughs> a dazzling place I never knew. Oh, he doesn't like wieners. He loves them. <laughs> I mean, he's I like, no, I don't like I love that. I covet them. I actually really enjoyed the Mulan song. Thank you. Aaron, do you have a girlfriend? Because well, you have a vagina. That's uh, oh, like uh, three weeks ago. What's his name? 
Jorge. <laughs> Wait, though. What do you mean as of three? You mean you had one until three weeks ago? No, he just exactly. got one. Yes. Oh, oh, she just dumped you. What happened? She found out he was gay. Yeah, let's not talk about that. She got, Is it, she got her wiener cut off. Was it a... <laughs> have some sensitivity, people. Uh, was it a bad ending? Her was penis it... wasn't big enough. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> it didn't hurt enough anymore. Oh, JP. Did you have a did you have a rough breakup? Is it bad news? No, no, no. It was a good breakup. Just you know, it's sad to not have someone with you. I say. Wow, what a pussy. How long were you guys <laughs> to together? Harmonize to you. Was it a long relationship? It was like close to two years. Oh, that sucks. Uh, did you guys watch annoying. Disney movies together? <laughs> a lot of them. <laughs> no, she didn't like Disney. Yeah. Oh, fuck well, that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I don't even give a shit about you know Mulan and all these Huns and the, uh, the fuck that deal breaker. You can't like Disney. You don't have a heart. It was. It was a deal breaker. Yeah, but it took you a year and a half. Stupid. <laughs> I don't know why I'm real angry at you right now. You're getting all macho about Disney. Fuck that. Yeah, fuck that shit, bro. <laughs> I mean, I felt, look, fuck a small world, but like anything else is freaks good, man. Dude, small world is awesome. Fuck small world. Yeah. Do you have any... Um, what kind of crack pipe did you crawl out of? You got any uh, naked pics of your ex-girlfriend you want to share? <laughs> I have a feeling um, she would probably no. go under the chubby category if you as did. As far as the Brewing Network's concerned, no. Now, when you say no, do you mean that you don't have any or that you don't have any that you want to share? The latter, for sure. Yeah, he just said that he has them. <laughs> wow. As far as the BN knows. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, listen. I think you should have another beer. We'll nobody, talk about this. Yeah, nobody listens to this show. Oh, you want me to chug one? I got one right here. I would love that. <laughs> but don't call it shotgunning because... <laughs> Brandon uh, might get real mad. Mardi Gras Bach. Please shotgun something. A Bach. Oh, they're in cans. I can totally do that. Do it. Do it. No, shotgunning is not cool. I gotta go in the other room and get one, though. I can totally do it! (laughs) Yay! (laughs) I love this Let me just scoot to the other room for a second. Hold, please! It's a small Uh shotgun after all. (laughs) It's a small shotgun after all. (laughs) All right, Aaron's gonna do it. Shake it up, stab it. Drop it down. Oh, wait. Hello? Oh, wait, okay, give me a body bag. Yeah, go, go. Go get a key. Okay. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. My hairstyles will be so upset if I ready? get there on me. Yeah, we're ready. All right. Ready, set. You know what would be great, Theo, is if you actually just stopped lying to yourself in this time and just came out as a homosexual. <laughs> yeah, I want you to stop lying. I want you to shock on that beer, and then I want you to come out. <laughs> <sighs> Oh god! I think he did. It hurt. Like half of it's on me. Yes, it is. Oh, daddy's a little sloppy boy, huh? All right. Oh, Jip. By the way, I'm not coming out because I'm not gay. Oh, but I do. Not like there's anything wrong with being gay. I'm totally for him. Aaron, like, how old are you? Friends are gay. Twenty-five. Let's call your parents right now. <laughs> Come on. It's not happening. Come on. Let's call your mom. I have her number somewhere. I'll get it. Let's call your mom and let's get this out right now. <laughs> She'd be okay with it if I were. And that's what you think. Well, let's find out. Sweetheart, I've always known it. And, uh, and I you love know, you, you know, anyway. I come from a very progressively Christian family. I see. I, Jesus. Think, I think that's like jumbo shrimp. He just loves you anyway. Christian. And we've Jesus always, we've always, I've just been waiting for you to tell me. I mean, come on. Like, we didn't know that Jorge wasn't just your roommate. Yeah. So, wait, wait, wait. So, let me get this straight, though. Like, you had a pool, boy. You don't even have a pool. comes from Disney? No. Like, that's the only part of this conversation that makes me gay? No, it's because you sang Mulan. <laughs> right. It's nothing to do with Disney. Yeah. You sang Mulan. Yeah. 
<laughs> Mulan. Wait, so, if I, so if I sang "Kiss the Girl," it would have been no, no, because that's a, that's a girls' movie too. Yeah, you would overcompensate. What Disney it. movie isn't a girls' movie? The Black Cauldron. <laughs> what? Robin who Hood. A fucking um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. You fucks. <laughs> okay, what song is in Pirates? Oh, of- I don't know. Maybe a Pirates Life for Me. Yo ho, yo face. ho, okay. the Pirates Life for Me. Or anything, right. something from the we park tell it, we itself. We plunder, we trifle and loot. Drink up me, Artisha ho. We kidnap and travel and don't give a hoot. Drink up me, Artisha ho. Aaron even makes that sound gay. <laughs> he does. <laughs> I know the freaking lyrics to it. I'm sure Johnny Depp is really proud of it. They're great. You definitely get my vote, dude. I love you. (laughs) Aaron, where are you calling from, dude? I'm calling from Atlanta, Georgia. Are you coming out to NHC at all? BNA7? I wish. I wish so bad. I I called it last week. I just graduated, and I don't have money. You know what, Aaron? Let me ask you a question. We we were going to ask... So I brew my own beer, even though it costs more. (laughs) He can't hear you he from that microphone. I, it's, the, it's the stupid... He's been hearing me all, all call, though. But probably through somebody else's microphone. It's the temporary stuff. I can hear him, like, echo through the room. Yeah, he hears no. you echo. You come use this one if you have... Well, a, a, that's yeah, really then you can't hear. Stupid. I'll relay. What do you have? Um, we, we were going to ask uh, Joe Hubbard yeah. about where the Dirty South starts. Oh. Yeah. And my theory was it starts at Hotlanta and moves further east. Oh. But I don't know. Maybe he can map it for us. Can you tell us, Aaron, where Dirty South starts? Uh, does it start? in Atlanta or, or or can it go farther south do you know where the dirty south starts and it's not your beat yeah, hole just uh, so you know here's what I know about the dirty south that there's a song that goes dirty south dirty south uh huh it got really really east coast that's all I know hey he's being honest he knows more than us he knows a lot more than we do he's a fucking expert he's our south expert right I think he wins now for sure Sybilis Aaron, does the song Tiny Dancer mean anything to you? (laughs) It means a a good time and ten lemon drops. Not Tiny Tiny Danzig. What is happening? (laughs) Although I really want to write a song. Hold me closer, Tiny Danzig. (laughs) Leave the headlights on the highway. (sighs) All right. This is your moment to shine, and I, I'd like you to just go, just get it over with, Aaron. Just tell the world, listen. Not Dancing Queen, but just say, look, I I know that in the past I've been a friend of the vagina, but what I really meant to say was, wieners are for me. Not go e- ahead, not even a go friend ahead, of the vagina, just an acquaintance, <laughs> right? a yeah. mild association. <laughs> yeah, just go ahead and say, look, I've hung out with vaginas in the past, but all I really want is the golden tower. That is a wiener. The warm embrace. <laughs> the warm- of golden towers and a wieners. Have you guys seen pictures of the Florida State Capitol building? No. Yeah. yeah. It's the most phallic building in the world. It's my hobby. <laughs> yeah. I collect photos of state capitals, dude. I'm going to Google it now. <laughs> you should just internet search it. It's easier. All right. Hey, Ladies and gentlemen, Aaron the Gay is our drunk of the yes, week. Yes, Congratulations, Aaron. Woo! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, brother. I bet you 20 bucks that fucker's doing jazz hands. I swear to God. <laughs> I know it. Are you doing jazz hands right now? <laughs> I should be. <laughs> All right, Aaron. Not true to yourself. Uh, you're a good sport. Thanks, brother. You're drunk of the week. <laughs> Later. Cheers. I think he's crying at the end. That's what it was.
matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know this song. I don't um, give shit. <laughs> how does guest number 601254 redeem their tickets? Is that the person who was the stickler about the rules? Uh, I don't remember. Because I'm going to disqualify That's them for Robin being a dick. Oh. I don't remember because I can't scroll back <laughs> to see. Uh, just give them my email. Just uh, give them my email address. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Ask him for the real name. I want to know who it is. Aaron. It doesn't matter. Rob, Aaron from it was Dirty South. Robin, wasn't it? We don't know. We yeah, Robin know. won. Robin and I uh, forget then, the other. But who's the real winner And then the tonight. roses are red thing. I think the real winner is is Aaron's family for finally discovering. It's true. <laughs> oh. For finally discovering that he loves Elton John. Hold me closer, tiny dancer. Don't be afraid, Nathan. You know this song. <laughs> I don't know it either. It's like I could never play in the hardcore scene again if I pretend I know this song. Yeah, are you kidding me? Lay me down it's Robin, and Robin's a dude. Oh. Oh. Oh, fuck Robin. Can I retract my vote? Me too. The last thing we need is a beer fest is more wieners. Dude, Robin, you're going to be a chick from now on. <laughs> Why is Robin yeah. a dude? Yeah. Uh, he just... You're a chick and Aaron's gay. Face it. just <laughs> messaged me. And said that I'm a dude? Said, I said, who is this? Robin. I'm a dude, by the way. <laughs> oh, fuck Robin. Congratulations, Robin. Good job. Uh, we've got two tickets for you to the Firestone Walker Beer Festival. Uh, hey. Send me an email. I'll get you the tickets. And uh, who was our other winner? Who was our first one? Uh, uh, I think his name was Roses are red. Like yeah, also send me. And that's it. That's all. That, we had four passes, and they are now given away. You know what I think we good could job. do? Good job. Thanks for writing in and playing our, our contest. Yeah, it was a good time. Thanks to Firestone Walker for letting us uh, yeah. butcher this contest. Yeah. Um, I think we could set up a little love connection. Between Robin, Robin and, and Aaron, Aaron. <laughs> at the Firestone Festival, yep. we could set up a docking booth. <laughs> a little froatage never hurt nobody. <laughs> you know, yeah. we'll just set up a docking booth. It's easy to do. You take two two by sixes uh, and you cut a little hole in them. Step, <laughs> step one. Step one. <laughs> cut step a hole in the board. <laughs> yeah. Come on. It's it's simple. Yeah. We can it do this. Easy. We can. And you know, and then we can be ambassadors for progressive living. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll yes. put the ass in ambassador. <laughs> That's going to yeah. be our new uh, uh, BN bumper sticker slogan: "The BN Ambassadors." A S S S will be yeah for progressive living. You know, we have we have legislatures on the show. Legislators on the show. Yes, we have. Other dudes People. on the we show. We have small businesses. Of homosexual callers. Right. Yeah, who has, apparently has progressive Christians for parents and uh, uh, Sasquatch as a cousin. So it's <laughs> pretty good. You know, the city manager told me that he wants to have a ribbon-cutting ceremony for our uh, uh, the opening of the Brewing Network in downtown Martinez. No. Let's change it and have a robin-cutting ceremony. And really? We can make our chick. With the giant pair of scissors and everything? Yeah, the whole thing. Oh, uh, no, probably not. I mean, it's probably just like a little pair of scissors. No, no, it's gonna be it's gonna be a giant pair, and I'm gonna hold one end, and you're holding the other. <laughs> Fuck yeah, yeah. it's not. Absolutely. There's no way that's not happening. We're gonna have a docking party. No, no, the, the whoever the city person is, that that's who cuts the. No, the isn't no. When Sven uh, did his ribbon-cutting ceremony at Connecticut, I think is how you pronounce it, he cut the fucking thing. Right. It's gotta be yeah. a rainbow ribbon, and the unicorn's gonna jump over <laughs> the ribbon before you cut it. <laughs> We could have a, a, a cost. I don't care anymore. If we go home. We've done four and a half hours. That's good. Oh, yeah, why shit. did we have guests? We could have made the poetry thing just the feature of <laughs> yeah. the show. Right. 
Because it was real good. Do you have plugs? <sighs> Fuck. Yeah, but I got to open a fucking browser now because your you internet can do that. sucks That's dicks. That's all right. Go ahead. Oh, we'll wait. I had a lot of fun on we'll today's show. We'll wait while you do your job. Did you? <laughs> it was. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Uh, I'm glad you had fun, Bevo. Yeah, me too. Yeah, well, it's your last garage show. When we come back, well, we're actually building you a little closet in the new studio. I get to go in a closet? Yeah, it's yeah. a little closet. Yes. But it might have, depending on how good Moscow's construction crew is, it might have a window. <laughs> it, it might not. It'll be like a porthole, like a little, uh, like you kind of, kind of, you could just barely peel it open yeah. and remember laughing. Like you could put a wiener like through it. Oh, it's a, it's a glory hole. <laughs> it's no, a, so we. It's otherwise known as a glory yeah. hole. No, no, no. Yeah. She can't put a wiener through it. She can receive wieners she can through receive. it. It's a one-way porthole, otherwise yes. known as you've described as a glory accurately. It's a glory hole. Have to have an incentive for in-studio guests, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're like, just go stand yeah. over there at the glory hole. Yeah. You want the most unpracticed blowjob in the world? Here it is. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and you know that the only reason Bebo laughed at that is she's like, shit, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, humor is funny when it's true. <laughs> that is true. All right, let's get out of here. Jip, uh, have you got your... I'm waiting for your, your thing to load up the deal, dude. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you still mean to plug Carpool Showdown? <clears throat> You haven't told me to take it off. So uh, I, I think I'm still on the air. <laughs> I haven't been notified otherwise. No, right. So I might. All right, we're all ready for it. Then. All right, uh, we're down at the Firestone Walker Brew Fest uh, next week, so we're not on on Sunday, but we do have a Monday show. So it's not that it's an off week. You just tune in on Monday. Monday will be our first episode ever from the new Brewing Network Studios, Studio Double D. Yeah, that's right. I guess it's actually Double D and a half is probably the name of the. <laughs> D uh, slash double D. You could just call it, yeah, studio slash yeah. double D slash D. Or how about retard tits? D cubed. <laughs> right. That's better than D cubed. Studio retard tits. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to studio. Studio oh, lopsided boobs. I'm trying to see the banner on the, or the, you know, the sign on the, on the door, and none of those are looking very good. I mean, D cubed at least is like, oh, there, um, there's a thing. Yeah. But like, re, like retard tits. <laughs> there's, still, there's still a thing. That's for sure. You know, yes, Bebo. Mulan the gay wants to know if he gets, <laughs> gets anything for Jeff. <laughs> yeah, he wants to he wants to swish around in a metal. The last thing he yeah, isn't that like a gay I'm always sorry, asking for jewelry. Yeah, that was yeah. so mean. Yeah, tell him we're gonna send him a sequins t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and a and a pre filled out letter to his mother. Explaining his suicide. <laughs> oh JP, that's horrible. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's too far. Too soon. He just came out. <laughs> just tonight. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Mulan <laughs> the gay. Uh, yeah, he gets a medal. Send, tell him to send an email to JP at the. And I'm not joking. Yeah, it goes no, to JP it, yeah. at the Bruno. He gets his drunk of the week medal and a scarf. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And some blush from Sephora. <laughs> it's Sephora. He's Get like, right. he goes, he goes, guys. Nothing I've said tonight has been gay, except for the one thing. <laughs> the one thing that I've said. I don't even understand why you guys... <laughs> I even shotgunned a beer on the radio. Yeah. Uh, is it because yeah. you sang Mulan as the as your you offered it up? Okay, that was the one thing. But other than that, nothing that I have 
said has been gay. It's a radiator leak. Yeah, well, he did sh- shotgun a beer. You're right, but in all fairness, he's probably saying Bill, and we just didn't hear him. Yeah. He just wanted something. Yeah. He wanted that feeling in his throat of something. It's warm and flat. And he's like, oh my god, it's a ghost. Oh my beer. god, it just shot all over my face. It's half on me. I'm not, yes, I'm not making that a thing. Oh my god, it just it's half everywhere. Of it, half of it's all over me. You know, somebody from Glad is listening right now, and they're just. I well, I listen. Yeah. I'm just being honest here about the state of the world, and I told him that I, I'm trying to help him come out. Yeah, it's dark in the closet. Well, he's he's a nice guy. He says it's cool. He's laughing. <laughs> he's totally cool. Yeah, because he's drunk. He's our drunk of the week, and yeah, send an email to JP with your address, and you do get a drunk of the week medal. Yeah, and a scarf. That's right. All right, we're out of here. Uh, we'll see you next Monday. Thanks for putting up with our bullshit. Thanks to yeah. uh, the Alabama show. Uh, I'd like to thank Joe. Uh, it did a great job, I think, uh, representing the Joe Alabama. Hubbard, everybody. Yeah. And um, Craig Shaw. And Craig Shaw. You're also. the man. Both did a good job representing yeah. Alabama. All the shit we've given them on this program, I think those two brought it pretty strong to oh, yeah. uh, put us in our place. Totally. So 100%. I appreciated that. All right, uh, let's we get out of here. We found the two smart people in Alabama. <laughs> all right. Thank you to our show sponsor, More Beer. You can get absolutely everything you need to make great beer at home by going to morebeer.com. The new season of Justin's show, Carpool Showdown, might still be underway. We're not sure. Watch it on Coffee TV 20 or online at coffeetv20.com. Follow JP on Twitter at MajorJip to hear him spit hatred against all things homebrew. Moscow has some paintings for sale. Follow him at Moscow Paints for slim to no info on the subject. Nate's also on Twitter, so follow him for some good beer insight and homebrew info at Nathan Homebrew. And be sure to find the Brilliant Network and Facebook. Uh, wait, be sure to fucking shit on my face on Twitter! Winning the race, JP does great as his charity.